There's so many elephants in the room. I am working here without a contract. I'm not even on payroll anymore. I'm working here on a handshake deal. Cody Rhodes has left AEW. Shane McMahon is gone. Is this a full-on invasion? I just became the new owner of Ring of Honor. If you want Stone Cold Steve Austin to compete in the match tonight against his second, give me a hell yeah. Dusty's own baby boy, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Are you kidding me? Like, you're making this sound like this is life or death. What is going on? He goes, you're in heart failure. I never wanted to be your father. I never wanted to be your father figure. You have a father, but your father's dead. You talk a big game about workers' rights, yeah? Well, you've shown the exact opposite since you've gotten here. It's okay. Here's the bad news. The bad news is... I'm injured, and I need surgery. Look at me, Tony. I want you to fire me. You fucking mark! On June 26th, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling present Forbidden Door. WWE founder Vince McMahon has stepped away from wrestling as the board of the company investigates a $3 million payment made to a former employee with whom he allegedly had an affair. $7.5 million is a lot of money and the claims were very bad. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. Logan Paul taking selfies, running a video! Well, this is one way to test Sami Zayn's loyalty. Send him into the ring to team with the one member of the bloodline that he hasn't been able to get along with. So if you will show up at All Out, I am willing to swallow a very bitter pill for the sake of the fans. Why? I'm a grown-ass adult man, and I decide not to be friends with somebody who's nobody else's fucking business. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target, and they spread lies and bullshit. Happy birthday to JP. NXT UK is dead, everyone. <laughs> Has anybody checked on the Queen? Chin up, son, chin up. And we are live once again for the 2022 year end party. Everyone's here, great to see everyone knocking about. We were just starting the party backstage, there, weren't we, Matthew? It was, uh, we, were, we, we were, we were just seeing what tipples we've got. What are, what are we going with, boys? Yeah, let's just dive into JP. What are you supping on that? I'm, 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 mate, I'm supping on tea at this I'm point. Tea at the because, minute. like, okay. even though like, I, I basically said, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take on some Alvarez challenge, no. I won't be. Like, honestly, oh. I, well, partly there's been a there's been a sick bug around this place, and I feel like I'm tempting fate. And there's not much in the way of sheets, so you don't really want to run the risk of uh, of any of anything happening, really, do you? Uh, that, this this can't be just me and you. Got to on the ale. Yeah, be hold, hold before, I, I will be. In, I will. I will be having a. There's going to be a point where I have to move downstairs. Ah, so, like right. in that point, that's where it works at the minute. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Like, what would you got? Of what are you going with? I'm on a black lodge, stars above you, small stout. What percent, so, uh, mate? That's all we need to know with you. Keep it local. Six percent. Six percent. Oh, yeah. A cheeky six percenter. Start, start light, mate. Start light. Yeah, work your way up. <laughs> oh, you bet. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to guess the water. point. 
<laughs> yeah, I've not been a good way. I had the, I had the leg even the mm. run up to Christmas, and then controversy in the um, Benson slash Seasman household. My mum made everyone sit on Christmas Day with the uh, Christmas dinner. Oh, it might have been my mum. It might have been the dessert we had. It might be, you know, we all got sick off the baby, but everyone who went too much for Christmas dinner has been sick. So uh, I'm not doing too great. That's the uh, the reason for the 24 hour delay on this one. But I'm like, JP, I've got a cup of tea going. But I'm kind of thinking if it gets wild, I've got, I've got a nice kind of uh, sellout brewdog beer here I could always uh, tuck into, you know what I mean? Let's see how it goes, Matt. Let's see how well, uh, ben, see what happens. You sat on a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Should be. It's no, been I'm going to say, though, Ben, that tea is the, um, what am I, what, what's the word or the phrase I'm looking for? Mm. Tea is your friend, though, to make sure to see whether your stomach's healed mm. or not. Because either, if, if that, you know what I mean, that is the acid test, that, the cup of tea. Is, 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 about, is, is that medical, buddy, or is that just? Is, is that <laughs> oh, just that's, that's me, that mate, and I think that should go. That should go on the medical, whatever you call it, the book, JP, or whatever. That should be in there. <laughs> like the red book they give you when you're a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it should just be in there. Yeah. <laughs> what's these? Uh, these Christmas presents? I can see some people wearing there. What's uh, What's going on here, Matty? Uh... We're going through the years. Come on, you go first, JP. I'll go. Sorry, this, this This was like some like a lot of people, or I like to think this. Um, what I really hope for is that when you're buying presents, you think I've done a really good thing here. I should buy myself a present for buying <laughs> other people presents. So that's what I did. So I went to uh, PWTs and I bought a stunning Steve Austin shirt. There's another shirt I'll debut on the next spotlight um, on there. But, yeah, I've gone, like, 91, 92. Well, I, I love it, JP. It's TV fantastic. champion, Steve Austin. See, you're, that's your era, Steve, and uh, the IWC, WCW. I love all that. Mate. And this is my era, 1999, Attitude Era, baseball jersey, stone cold. Yeah. Oh, I've made up when I got this. And the hat as well. We made my Jacko got is, me that early on the year. So, repping Steve all the way, Ben, as always. Let's see the back. Come on, Matt, let's see. Oh, let's yeah, see come on. I can't wait, Dave. Come on, this is like, like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it doesn't, because that, that film that? has a lot to answer. But... Mm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very... It's very new metal, my. Mm. It's '99. Gotta finish that Jerry Springer. So it's not even. You know what I mean? Got those like baggy jeans with like the pockets yeah. on the side. <laughs> oh no, this is strictly in the house. This is pure okay. in the house. This one. It's so, a bit long because it's a baseball jersey. It's a bit yeah. long. You see, you know what I mean. So, did you ever get into Matty? Did you ever get into baggy jeans, or were you more of a? Was it never a thing for you? You know, going the crazy house and stuff like that. No, it was. Uh, I had a pair of like you know the combats at the time. Never done the chain at the on the side, but you know you love this, Benno. I had a world class pair of Rockaway jeans, mate. To cream will back me up on this one. <laughs> Honestly, Andy Benno, you were amazing. You were the baggiest jeans you could get. You shopping in them, you, uh... put them <laughs> you could shoplift in them if you wanted to. I had some, I had some Fubu. Yeah. Would he real though, Ben? Would he real? Yeah, the way I got them from TK Maxx. Knockoffs, we had the EV shoot, there's loads of knockoffs going around the dem like at the time. The worst, the worst I was like a Sean John, you know, Puff Daddy's um the like, grand oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. that like a big red top, but it was like XXXXXXL. <laughs> like it was literally no occasion that would have called for me to wear that. I couldn't wear it on a night out, couldn't really wear it around the house because it was too expensive. I don't know why I bought it. I remember like five years ago, our Peter was moving out of my dad's house and he was like, I think I found one of your tops here, but it feels like it's too big, but it looks like it must be yours, and it was that. Uh, I should put I it on. Love it, ben. Yeah, so ben, oh, please. You mean because it's one of them baggy stuff was in, weren't it? 
And then it went a bit like fitted and that. And I can see now that there's baggies coming back into fashion. Maybe not our age. Yeah, age range, boys. But I can mm. definitely see it. Simon there, though. No, Simon, I've said it on Twitter the other day. I always wanted one of them. Knock off because you've mentioned Fubu there. Remember the Kishi's fat wear trackies, boys? I always <laughs> wanted one of them. <laughs> Every colour, though, kind of. <laughs> you'd have got one of them in St. John's, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Half 40 quid at the time. Oh. But anyway, I'm on the I'm on Ben. I'm not having a beer, mate. I'm having a salt, so you know. No, I'm just <laughs> well, mate, it is I'm 99, isn't it? Yeah, at this point, it is 1999. <laughs> you need a, a, a like a, a blue WKD or a smear of ice to uh to complete the set, Matt. That's it, lad. <laughs> well, go see, even I... older school, go hooch. <laughs> oh, JP. That passion fruit one, Ben, that always on, on at the end of a night out, don't it? We always seem to end up with them. Mm. Bosh, I mean, at, at that stage, you can just knock them back, can't you, for fun? Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's it doesn't end well, does it? No. <laughs> what, was, what was the first beer you ever had? That's not a question we've had, but what what, what would your answer? What was like your first? Mine was uh, Budweiser. Mm. Yeah, but Guinness. because it was American. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. Well, yeah, that probably, I don't know why. First night out, I've told you the story. I'll tell you a quick story of in the media, boys. First night out I ever had, the most random five of us from school. Mm. We'd never had the same five guys on a night out again. So it was like we were in sixth form using that EMA money, 30 quid. Got us a whole night, JP. Got us your food and your taxi home as well, 30 quid. <laughs> Ends up going into this uh, Woody's where we went the other day. Mm. Woody's. So we're in there. First ever, this lesson early doors. First ever night out goes in. These two uh, women at the bar. Do you want a drink? Yeah, I'll have whatever, whatever. Like I can't remember what they ordered. Just took the drinks. See you later. And just got off right on me. Sixteen year old me just fucking gutted JP. He just got the drink and literally walked away from me. Laid <laughs> <laughs> the hard way, mate. Early on. And you never bought one again. No, that's why I don't buy them, Gareth. <laughs> I think I remember going to like one of my mates' part, like it was a mate's, possibly his 18th, or one of his, actually, it was one of his mates' 18th. So it was the first time I found myself in a bar situation. And like, I think I'd watched too many, too many episodes of EastEnders because I literally went to the bar and I was like, can I have a pint, please? You know, like in the episode, they go, can I have a pint, yeah. please, Peggy? And they don't specify what they're ordering. And, and the bar was just like, yeah. oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, on that note, that I have watched EastEnders. They did watch the Christmas special this year. All sorts going on. Like, it feels like a multiverse. It? It's just like a mishmash of characters and storylines. Danny Dyer, his exit, was that, was, is he gone? He's, when he jumped in I the I think water. so. I haven't followed up, you see. Yeah, Janine and Max Branning's ex. She went off with Max Branning, apparently, who wasn't there. But he did go. He was there when Silver King died at the... Um, to bring it on to wrestling at the uh, that place in Camden. <laughs> I don't know how I remember that. I forgot that was a time. Yeah, that was the only But yeah, it was a lively. It was a it was a lively EastEnders. Janine Butcher just Ricky was in it. Uh, so, yeah, it was Ricky was in it. Sonia was there at like this Christmas dinner. It was it was weird, man. It was weird. Speaking of 99, JP, it's all, you know, keep it with it that. Is. It just hasn't. I said this, we, we've had this time note. thing so many times, Benno, but I mm. think there was a point where the world That's literally stopped and it's all nostalgia, you know. <laughs> Look at this year, though. What's the to- highest grossing film? Top Gun is yeah. the highest grossing film. Kate Bush song off Stranger Things was the number one again. You could go on forever. There's so many things. It just hasn't evolved. 
it's just because it's just because everyone's lazy. That's what it is. <laughs> the world's the world's just got lazy, and no one wants to create anything <laughs> new. It's like with like Avengers films and all that. It's like oh, we, we could use our brains and think of something new and like <laughs> like fresh and creative. Nah, fuck it. Let's just dig out a comic book and create another film. Like shite. Where the world, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Ogden says here his first pint was at a, a John Smith's. Good place to start Ooh. for an Ogden, I think. That sounds right, that. That sounds just right, that, doesn't it? <laughs> was Wellard in it, JP? Uh, Wellard in, what, in uh, 99? No, what, in um, EastEnders? In no, it's Wellard 2.0 at the minute in it, JP. Isn't the original died well, in the show? I heard he, he turned down money not to go back, Gaffney. <laughs> Which is a fool because he'll because as we always should do discussing soaps, he had a he had a better run as a comedy undercard babyface. He got himself he got himself over relatively and used that success. But he should know to come back in for those Santino Morella style kind of comedy stylings, shouldn't he? Mm. And he and he you know why is he turning down the money? He's where else is he going to go? He's never gonna have that same. He's not gonna. Have, he doesn't have that value on Emmerdale. I was gonna say, Corey aren't gonna poach him, Corey aren't gonna poach him. Schmeichel you, there for the big, the big main event. Schmeichel v Wellard. You must have come across him, did you, JP Gaffney, when you were working in Boozers? In no, London? I didn't. Westbrook, I did, no. along with Brian Harvey. I'm sure I've spoken about that one before. Septum was on the way out then. I'll just throw that in. That was. <laughs> And this is only quarter to eight. Quarter to eight, and I haven't had a drop to drink. This is tea. There's been some bets in the chat already about whether we'll be doing a dynamite watch along. It might turn into a rampage watch along. Uh, we'll see how we get on. But uh, obviously, yeah, anyone wants to uh, add any questions, we've got a load of questions on the Patreon, which we'll be going yep. to do on the, uh, publicly on Twitter. If you use hashtag AskGrapple, you can throw ones into the uh, into the chat here as well. We'll have uh, different guests. Uh, Joining us uh, through the night will be a bit, uh, bit hectic this one, I think, but that's how we uh, how we do it. And with uh, with that note, I don't know if we might have our first guest um, ready to join us. I don't know if they're uh, currently drinking a cup of tea or can hear me or not, or if they're good to go, I think, maybe. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, joining us, she's on screen already. First up, it's Karen Peterson. Hi, Karen. Good evening, gentlemen. Sorry, Hello, I was Karen. playing a, oh, a Hello, little bit Karen. of Animal Crossing to pass the time while y'all got started. You got the emojis in. I was feeling left out. I had my government name on here, and y'all are all festive and shit. So I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just go with the uh, the the Japanese uh, abbreviation KP, which is Kampai or Cheers. So we got the little champagne glasses and little beer glasses. Yeah. And I assure you, this is not tea. I'm already it's drinking. It's one. It's like two thirty in the afternoon here, so day drinking is an American pastime. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, uh, you know, Karen. Yeah, first, first up, uh, how's things? How was your Christmas? Have a good time. Oh, uh, Christmas was lovely. Went to my parents' house, caught up with my sister. She's a newlywed, so the the new husband came down, and we had the the uh, my father's uh, sister and her husband came down, and my other my cousin who's ten years older than me. I discovered that my cousin Laura also enjoys a little bit of the Animal Crossing. So we, she and I, just like hold up in my room and played Animal Crossing while you know adults had very antiquated conversations about you know political socio political conversations that I really didn't want to be a part of as a very liberal person <laughs> in a very conservative family. <laughs> so yes, Christmas was lovely. Uh, Good, good to be home in my my own home again and it's mm. a balmy 23 degrees centigrade here in orlando i had Ooh. to put out long sleeves wow. so it's I been know. horrible here it's oh, mm. 
I, I feel for you guys. I feel bad for like literally everyone. Like I was yeah. complaining that it, it was cold, but I'm like, well, I used to live in places with snow and it's not, I'm such a wimp. <laughs> how, how, I mean, has that remotely passed like in any way in terms of the, the, the kind of wild, um, like, cause it was like 200 million people affected across the US. There was a, a, a polar vortex that kind of shut down the, uh, the Northeast and parts of the Midwest. So, um, people have been stranded in airports, and the problem yeah. is, is especially when going into Asia, at least in Japan, the airport, the uh, public transport stops at night. So if you fly into Haneda and Narita after like eleven thirty p.m., the trains stop. So if you're still sitting in the immigration line, you've got no way to get home <laughs> unless someone comes to the airport. You're able to like wrangle a rideshare, or you basically just sleep in the airport and go home the following morning. So. <laughs> Feels yeah. like the UK. I, I used to be a flight attendant, so this time of year, you think it's stressful to travel as a passenger. It is much, 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 much worse for anyone working in the industry because the one thing they can't control is the weather. And if one plane gets stuck somewhere, that plane gets put out of rotation, and that means it's like a domino effect. So my sister had to drive three hours from the east coast of florida to the west coast to go pick up her husband because his flight to orlando got canceled and then oh God. six hour round trip on christmas eve so it's oh. it sucks <laughs> God, it does sound like thought it was bad often to go to witness i've been like lurking in some of the chats and i've been of course listening along but it is nice to finally meet meet well as much as i can meet people yeah, you're all, yeah, yeah face yeah, to face yeah. it's a pleasure we try to protect karen at all costs we keep trying to keep it out of trouble my mom actually asked me after we did the uh the charity stream over the summer she's like do you work for grapple too and i'm like apparently I, i'm also grapples karen peterson i don't yeah. know yeah <laughs> we stole it haven't we, we, we I, it's, it's a joint I, custody agreement with post i think it's, it's all very amicable at this point so some someone will get someone will get at the, some point i'm gonna have to have like a rumble or a king of the ring or like a war games match for mom for yeah. a, who, who gets me eventually but well then you'll have to get new japan 1972 in on the game as well. I don't point. work there. No, no, no. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. I don't work there. <laughs> I'll try not to ruin that for you. Yeah. I, <laughs> that is the aim. I have full confidence in all of you <laughs> that that will not be an issue. <laughs> oh, no. I loved it. Uh, love seeing your, uh, your work on uh, njpw1972.com. Oh, Great thanks, guys. See your name in lights. So, yeah, you're it, the, uh, the, the one person for that job, I think. It's still really wild that that mm. became a thing for me this year. Like it was, it it, was, it wasn't what I expected because it was supposed to be something completely different. Karen on a pole match. Now I'm afraid of heights, so we're not going to string me up on anything. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, there we go. But you know, I think of a uh, the Stardom uh, Moneyball match that they had recently, where it was like it wasn't just like they, the item was suspended. There was a button that had to like raise or lower the the prize, as it were. Hmm. That's like um we're not King doing of the... any of that. Was <laughs> that like King of the Ring '99 where it, they it, did that with I Steve don't, Austin? It was oh, the Boschman, really. The Boschman raised the thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the briefcase. I remember that. The chat's <laughs> killing me. I'll get Davy Portman to organize a quiz to determine Karen's custody. <laughs> what, what was that chat? Am Davey I Mysterio now? <laughs> 
Also, the tra- chat Davey was trying to drag me into on Twitter yesterday, something about um, Panda Express. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... controversial views on Panda Express, Karen, because we went, okay, on after this. Uh, allow me to elaborate. So on the post-Christmas uh, special, it was Mike Murray, WH Park, myself, Way, and John, and the subject mm. of Waffle House came up. Oh, and right, at, yeah. And that. as the American in the converse, the only American in the conversation, I this is my apparently my hottest take of 2022 is that I said Waffle House was garbage. And everyone was like, no, how dare you? And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> as a girl raised in the South for most of my life, Waffle House is garbage. Uh, mm. I thought it was a lukewarm take, you know, much like the food served in a Waffle House, but apparently it was really hot. But then at some point, Davey decided to like filter. They started like bringing in other food options to discuss it all. And then it was Panda Express got put on the table. I'm like, well, you know, Panda Express works in a pinch. But then Mike had to go at you and your girl. And I'm just like, you you don't want to bring them in, but you're sitting here adding them. You brought them in. <laughs> so my apologies that you got dragged into the, the conversation. Panda Express works in a pinch. That You know what? Sometimes I enjoy a nice bourbon chicken platter. But you know what? It's... It w- still outranks Waffle House. WH shocked me that he was like that he was willing that he was going to go to Panda Express with me and stuff because we love it so much from the yeah. uh, New Jersey. Unfortunately, he had a mojito and I there uh, was a little bit tipsy, so it didn't make it in the end. So you know, <laughs> in, w- in WH's words, Asians can't handle a drink. That's not a thing I'm putting out into the world. That's just what WH uh, explains as, as what my Japanese colleagues about. often said the same thing. They always said that I, I was mean, very, I very strong, just... so I could Personally... eat more to the table. I personally just not order a mojito, but anywho, uh, it didn't make it to, uh, to Panda Express. I mean, I wouldn't order a mojito and then go to a Panda Express. That just sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. I combo that. That sounds rough. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't does. work out for anybody. No. We'll get you there, Matty, in New York when you go for your wedding. Matty's getting married. Oh, there. yeah. Oh, Matty, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Express. Yeah, I'll be Wait, going what? there then. That's, that's on the list. That's Is definitely it? On the... Panda oh, yes, Express man. or Waffle House? Both. Oh, Everyone every well, that you can't get here, really. <laughs> I know it's over here, Benno, isn't it? No, but... no. First love, time in the state. Lovely lady more. Take her to the classier establishment. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's only on our wedding day, Karen. Everywhere else is literally big beer, whatever. On our wedding day, we're going to go for a nice meal. But the other days, it's just steep corners. And Bro, you got one job. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> As a divorcee, I can tell you, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sage advice to you. <laughs> We'll get Will on at some point. You can compare notes. You don't want to hear this. <laughs> Literally during the World Cup final, when it, when I thought the game was over, I spent like the most crucial 10 minutes of that game riding on a bike, listening to Will Cooling tell a story about like buying his wife with a goat or something like that and still owing, owing her family money. Yeah. PWTorch.com, you want to hear that story? <laughs> While you're there, while you're there, Karen, do you want to help us uh, answer a couple of questions? We Absolutely. Can, uh, we can Let's bring on the pain train. From the list. We'll, keep, we'll start with the Christmassy questions, I think, is uh, is probably uh, fair. Again, if you're a patron, throw them in the, uh, the Patreon thread. Otherwise, uh, throw them in the YouTube chat or uh, on Twitter. We are public to answer uh, Carl's question earlier. So, yeah, any trouble we get in, we'll uh, probably multiply by 10. But what are you going to do? Uh, G- we'll start with GTR63, uh, reliable man. He says, have you ever given a Christmas gift to someone? And immediately knew they hated it. Anyone got one here? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> if, you're talking, if you're talking secret Santas and stuff, like, I mean, that's part of the aim. Like yeah. buying, like one of my, one of my bosses, a John Cena, you can't see me tell. Like, <laughs> <it was> just... <laughs> 
Let no one saw that coming. All is that like, because he knew you like wrestling, JP? And he, he, it. he knew he wasn't surprised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, it would be weird things like that. Um, I don't know, like for family members, stuff that I've bought. Oh, <laughs> I'd say, just say, I, I have given exes presents, which would have been why that they. <laughs> they, they were exited. I mean, I'm going to say you give them really. presents afterwards, JP. No, actually, I, was I won a couple of these where he just raised and went, oh, it wasn't anything controversial. We just got, nah, fucked it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, see, I once took an ex to a progress show on Valentine's Day. So, you know, I think I can, uh, I don't know if I can one off that or not. <laughs> Might be a reason why they're an ex now. <laughs> How about you, the same story, JP, but Rev Pro. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not looking up. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Matty? No, I, I always buy good presents, Ben. No one's ever there. <laughs> push put that out there, but no, I haven't. No, no one's ever like. I, 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 I reckon 90% of the presents that I've ever bought, like my mum, where like, if I've, even if it's like something that I've spent, like, you know, for, oh, I'm doing something good oh. here and like spent a bit of money, like, like my mum's the hardest person to please in the world, and she, but she won't even try and mask it. She'll just go, no, I don't like it. Like, oh, like, oh, like oh, she just because she she knows her face will just give her away, so she just tells you straight to your face, which I kind of <laughs> kind of prefer really a bit than yeah. the, the the pretend I like it and kind of hide it away. At least you can maybe do something about it. But, Making you work. You'll like well, okay. like be political, but you'll give you you'll give the straight answer. Like you can tell when Gareth doesn't like something. I reckon JV. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. Do, I mean, and it's. I'd expect nothing less out of Britain's greatest county, Cumbria. Like I really wouldn't. Like this is that if they if they were being like behaving as if they were Islington, I'd be incredibly crushed. Like mm. uh, I want it to well, be like no sympathy sort of stuff. I can answer the question because I remember I was thinking about this the day. Like I like I realized this Christmas. Like I don't know when I was a kid, I used to like. I think my mum put it into me that I should try, you know, when you're buying like grandparents' presents and stuff like that. I used to really think about it and put loads of effort into it. And then at the end of the day, you'd end up getting them like, you know, socks or slippers like, or like coast standard. Shit as you get older, you realize they never actually wanted. And I was thinking about this, I was thinking as well, like you put all, you actually you think you're getting them something shit, but I don't know if you're like my your my relatives are the same as all yours, but they'd only ever give me cash anyway. So the amount of work they're putting into their presents is probably like equal to what I'm doing with them yeah. but I distinctly remember being about like probably about 11 or 12 and like using my pocket money to get me nan and granddad like a set of like it was like it was Tupperware it, but it was like some some glasses that I must have and I must have bought them from like TJ's then it's gotta be TJ's for all that then. it might have been TJ's it, it was it probably TJ yeah. huge yeah. yeah but it was like bog standard just like just some plain glasses or something like that and i remember them going oh oh isn't that that nice oh that's so so thoughtful richard thank you very much and then the next year i was stuck again to find find them something to get for christmas so i ended up just doing pretty much exactly the same thing was they got a slightly different set of glasses or something and i brought them around to me and granddad's house all full of myself thinking oh they love these last year they're going to be made up with me and I, I gave them to them they unwrapped them and like me aunties are in the room as well and they just all burst into laughter. And it was just like that moment where I was old enough to understand, oh, they didn't mean it when they were saying it was a nice present last year. Oh, no. You were like, oh, yeah, we'll put them with the other ones. We'll put them in the box. Thank you, Richard. I was like, I could just... In a cupboard. Be, like, I never laughter. used them, probably. <laughs> never got sore again. They're probably still there now. They died about 10 years ago. Um... 
But that's it. I think, I think as a kid buying stuff for like, I'm sure you get it with your kids, Gareth. They get you anything. It's gonna be a load of shite, isn't it? Like it's either you pretend or you don't. I can't get fuck all off my kids. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> So you might get like a bar of chocolate that she wraps up and then eats. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It does suspiciously becomes like that scene in The Sopranos where AJ buys Carmela a copy of The Matrix, which he just immediately takes on, D- on DVD, which he just takes off her and then puts on. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Got people here saying in the chat, is it my origin story, that one? It's the reason why everyone yeah. gets vouchers now for Christmas from me. I'm a notorious. I was going to say, you know, and everyone, do you, what's your take on cash or vouchers at Christmas? What do you prefer? A uh, mix and match. Yeah, mm. it yeah. is, isn't it? Because yeah. you don't feel, you know, I've got a mix match there. And it's like, I'm trying to buy FIFA, basically, Benno. And I'm trying mm. to figure out the best way to do it is use my money. Or can you imagine me what? trying to, like, I check what, what to do? <laughs> Well, I got a couple of people that got those vouchers that you can use in loads of shops or loads. Yeah, I've of got them all for one. Yeah, yeah they're class them. Like, I think it's like this year I got my dad one of them for like spent like got for like forty quid on one for him, him and his him and his wife. He gave me thirty pound cash, so I'm just down ten pound. What's yes, the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think profit, haven't you? That's the other thing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, any other for you, Karen, or uh, should we go on to the GTR's next question? See, my thing was always that, like, I was always, because I'm a Virgo and very much a type A personality, I would do a lot of research. So I would try to figure mm. out the perfect, like, I'm I'm very much, I, I try to find the perfect gift. And then if that doesn't work, I just go with a gift card. But yeah, I always had this, like, apprehension about going to my significant, like, back when I was dating, my significant other's house for the holidays, because because parents love me. And the problem is, is that I always find out that the parents love me, but then, the, you know, the, the, the aunties and the uncles and the cousins, they all start having that conversation about, so when, you know, when, when's, uh, when's the, and then I always get dumped shortly after between Christmas and Valentine's Day. Oh, so oh. it's one of those things where it's just like, I, I always get like, you know, when it comes to the holidays, I get a little, little antsy just because I'm just like, yeah, you know what? You may not find the, the right present, but my parents like you better than me. So. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> oh, Dave says your ex girlfriend got a comedy nose hair trim report after an expensive hair straightener. Yeah, those types of presents are the ones where it's like, yeah, you know, any smelly that type gag, of thing. It's like gag think. gifts are always such a crapshoot because sometimes mm, the joke doesn't yeah. always land, and it's just like, oh, is this a thing? I'm like, yeah. No. <laughs> Did we cover this last year? Worst, worst present you've ever gotten? Anyone ever got any bad ones? My, I got a six pack of Walker's cheese and onion once. Genuinely <laughs> 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 did. Genuinely did. Wrap up and everything. I can't even remember it was off. It was a family member. I can't remember who it was. They're That's incredible. They're not even my favourite, JP. <laughs> but did, you, did, did you eat them? Of course. Yeah, like exactly. it, <laughs> you have more you have a moral obligation at that point. I yeah, mean that is, but I mean if we're talking how much they would have cost, like it would oh, it would have been less less than a pound. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, especially JP, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that is, I can't not anywhere near that. That's, that is 
<laughs> Seriously, I'm not even messing. Did, did they wrap them up? Did they actually yeah. wrap them? Yeah, I don't want an effort. Yeah, oh, bless. arguably spent more on the wrapping paper. They stole that from someone. It's all about the presentation. Yeah, that's it. It's good to see it runs in your family, Matt. Did did everybody get one of these this year, or is it just me? Oh, I'm very on that. Not what linked. is that? It's a uh, it's Axe body spray. We call it Links over here. It's uh, oh. I think it's Axe uh, over there, isn't Karen, it? everyone, every male gets one at Christmas, no matter from like ages <laughs> like what ten to like seventy. Mm. We all get one. Yeah. Mm. Not Christmas, but like, get one. Do you really want to smell like a twenty-two-year-old douchebag? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The body it's... washes are good, but the sprays no better. Hey, if the body wash works, kindly <laughs> use the soap. But <laughs> body sprays, yeah. no, I, no. I would agree. On those on those links body sprays, they are shocking. They are really. What was that bad. dragon fruit? Like, what? Why is it so bright? Oh, it's it the tends new to be one. called That's names. the new one. That's the new Epic one. Fresh. Yeah, fresh. Epic fresh. Just stick it green. Makes you think it's kind of it's vaguely just, mental. I mean, that's easy to find in the shower because it's so bright. You can find it in the dark. But well, there's yeah. one. But oh, what, what do we use? What antiperspirant do we use? Antiperspirant. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's your majesty. Um, is it the queen's like deodorant? One... I'm very confused. <laughs> is that like one of those words you've seen written down, Matt, and never said out loud? Like... <laughs> it's always antiperspirant. I always call it that. Um, what are you doing? Oh, you're a roll-on guy. Not a roll-on, are you? To, to be honest, on. it's all about it, the roll on. It depends oh, what's cheap, what's cheapest with a club card. If I'm going to be brutally honest with you, you gotta that's find really a buy one get one. That's where that's where the real it, is. You go in and they'll take a quid off, Karen, even though it's probably up the price anyway. So mm. I, I tend to go in there and look at that and go, yeah, that looks halfway decent, and mm. it's got a big but yellow. Do you, but do you smell before you purchase? Because that's also no. a deciding factor. See, I I don't. Sorry, uh, awful it, behavior. As well as How this, my mum got me like a really nice like aftershave set that's literally got the price on the back, so I know it's really nice. Like I don't, she does it every she year knows. though. It's like I use them, but I don't really use them. So at the end of just back, I've got like a backlog of old old ones like in the uh, in the cupboard. So I just wear any of them, Matt. Like I've I'm, got a key to yours, Ben. Oh, you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Do an unboxing. <laughs> What's in his cabinet? You can tell if the other one's any good, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's one of them, isn't it? It's not whether you think it smells good; it's whether like. Other people do, isn't it? That's the thing, really, isn't it? You, know, yeah. you never know. That. I mean, I guess with with you, it's like if Steph thinks it smells good, then that's that that's like prime. I, but... did, I said that to my mum. That'll be the test. We'll find out. But uh, yeah, but, yeah, I just pretend that I was. In that up. case, your mom needs to collaborate with her because she should have the final say. So let's be honest. <laughs> I, to throw in always on this one as well. I always think if you just nail, just get me some decent chocolates, and I'm always on the lookout for socks. Because they just disappear oh, yeah. oh, around my life. Them, like I never resent the oh here's some socks, here's some boxes. Like no. When's no, the last no, time no. you bought yourself, JP? A long time ago. <laughs> Actually, not that long long ago. Oh. I did a big M M&M and M direct shop. And I thought well, I'll <laughs> pick some up while I'm there. <laughs> One stop shopping. <laughs> it is shocking. Love it. I like the dove loving in the in the chat. That are well in boys. Dove S tier S tier on a budget. See, Steph likes Old Spice. Like, that's an easy win. Just uh, Yes, Old Spice old is another spice. tried and about true. About four quid would be an end that pen. I would shout that. <laughs> <laughs> it's about four quid. That, that, one, 
in my family, that was probably the other reason my nan and granddad laughed at me for getting them glasses two years in a row. Every year, everyone would get me granddad Old Spice. Like, everyone, he'd have, like, a shelf full of them. Every year, it became, like, a running joke, like, how many you get per year. That, for me, that was, like, granddad spray. I didn't realise it was a thing you were allowed to wear. Nah, that, that like, that knocks you out when you just it, put a bit it on. Changed, it changed a few years ago, and they had that, look at your that, man, now look yeah, at yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I was like, I was like, oh... You were Old Spice too. I mean, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it's the old man thing because my for for my father we would also buy him Old Spice from the time I was a kid. So it's the mm. it's like it's like actually maybe I'm just a middle aged lady now, but I'm like you know what I I dig a man that can rock an Old Spice because it's mm. not overpowering. There's mm. a reason why they've been around for as long as they have been. I'm stunned. Yeah. I just thought it was a pure like 60, 70 year old fellas thing now. Like, Same yes, gotta... you got it. Go get it on old, one of the two. Well, I'm, well, I mean, I'm, there, I'm nearly there, mate. So. <laughs> yeah. Liam says he a bit of brute when feeling adventurous. I've had that for Christmas. I was going to say brute, yeah. That's coming next. Wow. Now. What year is it? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, yeah, we'll do uh, GTRs with a couple of questions then. He says, uh, what's the most disappointed you felt after a movie or TV show and any New Year's resolutions or things you want to try in 2023? And I got it for them. I, I was reading um, oh, it was a, I was reading a, 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 I was a review you put on Letterboxd, Matthew. I can't remember the name of the film now, but it was like, you love the, you love the first half and you hated the second half. I'll have to find what it was. I literally read it today. Was it a, a recent one I've put on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The TV yeah. film that let you down. Karen. Mm. Uh, that would be That's lost. Yes. Uh, yeah. A lot of people have said that. The first half of Lost, and then I got very, very angry because at the time I was living in Japan, so I had to wait for it to get released on DVD. So I was basically a month and a half behind the rest of the world back mm. when everyone was spoiling things on Live Journal. So I was just like, I did all this waiting for this. Are yeah. you kidding me? And then, of course, Game of Thrones season seven and eight. But that's but Lost mate. Lost was probably the, the angriest I've been. I was more angry about the yeah. finale of Lost than I was over Game of Thrones. Definitely, wow. like for me, that was the first like TV, yeah. like almost like so... modern modern long form TV show yeah. that I got massively so invested, invested in. To the point where I was like importing like DVDs from America, <laughs> so it was that I was totally like up to date with it and things because I just couldn't wait to watch it. And then the end, it, I just I just remember sitting there thinking like. How many hours of my life have I just wasted? Right? And like, how much right? money have I wasted? And things yeah. just like investing in this kind of this sort of like podcast put, about it. Put me off wanting to like invest in, in stuff again in the future because unless I think like they've actually got like a genuine direction of where they're going and it's mm. not just kind of a case of oh shit we've stumbled on something here and like let's make it a cash grab kind of thing like it kind of kind of almost puts me off. I kind of need to know that it's taken from a book or a comic book or something like that and they've got that like long term thing now rather than just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what fucking comes out at the end like that's what kept me away from doctor who like the modern doctor who for so long because i was so gun shy after loss i'm like i can't i can't get this invested in a, in a very mm. in-depth series and go through that again i had a different kind of emotional damage from doctor who just because i fell in love with several doctors and then they just decided to go regenerate on me but that's neither here nor there <laughs> but yeah no it's just lost lost hands down Mm, mm. I would I would give a shout out for Escape from LA, left field. I love Escape from New York. I'm a massive John Carpenter fan, and I adore Kurt Russell. When I heard they were making a sequel to that '96, I was like, "Oh, I get it. This is going to be great." And it is awful. 
and it's and it's entirely summed up in a in a sequence with him playing basketball in an empty LA Coliseum. And they should have had hundred thousand people in there screaming for Snake Pliskin's blood. It's it's played more as a comedy. It's it's very very odd, and the special effects are worse than the original, which is really going some somewhere. So that was like a massive disappointment. With film. I haven't really got a show, a show one, but a film one. Have you seen Vanilla Sky? Oh. Yeah. Oh. The first hour, JP, is Mate, it's oh, sorry, it's amazing. No, but once he gets in that lift, I'm not yeah. going to spoil it for anyone. It's like, what the fucking hell is this? Because it, it does a good, like, blaring the lines of what's real, what's not in the first hour. Uh, and then the explanation for it is one of the worst I've ever seen. It's yes. so bad. <laughs> Now that I think about it, I've got a bone to pick. Y'all put over a few weeks back, if I'm not mistaken, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. As someone... That's Benno, that. That. Be <laughs> That's all Benno. Yeah. I As imagine someone... it's like a documentary what life is like in Tokyo, to be Absolutely honest. not. <laughs> that and Lost in Translation are the two movies about Japan that piss me off the most. I, I mean, I actually enjoyed Bullet Train for as weird and off the rails and as wrong like about that. everything that it was, but... The, but but Tokyo Drift and and Lost in Translation. If you want to set me off, oh no, ooh, no, <laughs> it's all wrong. They're, they're both pretty high up on my favorite film. Oh, Shit, I give Weebo. I, so I, I'm Weebo. terribly sorry, Benno. <laughs> Am I a Weebo? I don't know term? if we can be friends anymore, <laughs> or we'll have to hate watch it. I'll have to hate watch it with you. One of the two. Film club. This sounds like a film club. To me. <laughs> there we go. See Tokyo Drift's one where it's like. I don't know, it's it's almost like an irony like, but like it is actually, I think like Don says it is actually a good film. It's like the B movie of the series, but like it's like a nice, solid, concise story about like a AJ Styles esque American son or Southern who's uh It's very much the white man's experience in Japan. That's what that film is. It's off the time because it's it's action movie lost in translation. That's what it is, isn't it? Fuck. Just damn it. No wonder I hate it. Oh, what are you gonna say, Matt? It's 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 like the um, of the time, isn't it? It's very mm. of the time. That's what it is. But no, it was it was all right, Ben. I'd probably give it about two and a half. But oh, I could not also near the best. Not near the best of the series. The Phantom Menace, as well. Never watched semi, it. Semi I couldn't stay awake. Three three <laughs> times I tried. What I just kept falling. And the first time was on a really rubbish pirate. It was like it was just. And then when I did sit through it, I was just kind of angry. And they said, oh, it's a kid's film. And it was about trade and taxation routes. And then The yeah. Simpsons did an amazing sequence where they took the piss out of it. And a giant robot comes to the wall, sits down and reads the Wall Street Journal. Because sure. it just might as well have been that. It was I, I felt like I was back in A-level economics Unlike when I was Andrew. watching that. Like, my brain was like, like couldn't fucking handle it. All the stuff. Is that Jar Binks, is he? Please, is that is that? Yeah. That? yeah. Oh, See, if they... Sorry. Go ahead. No, you first, Karen. No, my problem with it was is that they were setting that up to be the love story moving forward, and I'm like, bro, Padme, he's eight, stop. Yeah. And that was that was always that was always a sticking point for me is that Padme and Anakin like in all right. To be fair, I read the books associated with those films. The books much better, but at the same time, it's really creepy. She had more chemistry on screen with Obi Wan Kenobi. Let's be honest. But yeah. no, it was just always like, I'm like. I always saw like, especially when she says, "I'll always see is that little boy." And I'm like, "No, stop! What are you doing?" Get the Andor plug in, JP. 
The other Andor is the best thing. If you love the original Star Wars trilogy, just because well, I love Rogue One. Don from. says in the chat, um, he, he doesn't. I, I would politely, politely disagree with him for that. But Andor is fantastic, which you can listen yes. to all of our reviews for all of the episodes. And it's just, it's the most adult, grown-up thing. Like, like in terms of Star Wars, just watching something where it just is like, it's not about Jedi's, even though it will be in season two. Like, it isn't about, it's just about how does an empire work? And it's got all these various sort of brilliant, like, analogies to other things. It's like when Battlestar Galactica came back and got rebooted, mm -hmm. and he added in this whole, like, political dimension, which makes it kind of seem like Newsnight in space. But, like, it, it really was actually, like, kind of very interesting. JP, I just love face would be interesting. I love watching Benno's face when you talk about this, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, mean, I can see the clogs in his head just tearing him through his I'm doing like five jobs <laughs> in the background. Yeah. <laughs> he is insane. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, he is this time. <laughs> I'll let him get his hand stuff in. I love the original. Like the must be cool. Yeah, the original no, trilogy's boss, though, for Star Wars. The first original three are amazing. I absolutely mm. love them, like. I was gonna say, like, for, for like, because uh, Alex says here he's a sequels apologist. Like, might be a, a controversial take, but like, I watched Home Alone two this, this Christmas again. It's wow. not a good film, Home Alone two. Oh, come on, Benno. Now we have. It, it, I like it, you know. Have you watched it back to back with Home Alone one? Because no, like, I don't want to ruin anyone's Christmas, but it, it's just the same film. No, it is. The same characters. They don't even do anything. It's not even. If that was made today. They'd totally turn like the wet bandits baby face. That'd be like one thing you'd do. Oh, they would. Oh, they'd end up working yeah. with Kevin against some other burglar, wouldn't he? hundred percent. Yeah. Instead, we just do the first film again, but in New York with a weird pigeon lady. Like I, the nostalgia for that one, I don't know. I'm not with it. I'll be honest. It's more like Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin coming across as a Hulk Hogan figure and then bringing yeah. like Earthquake into WCW <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> For a Jump quite lazy <laughs> top line run, and you just think, well, this isn't going to draw, is he's it? He's gone from being like Penta a at thirty-one. Looks like he's completely nasty. Tim Curry, though, as Andy said, yeah, unbelievable. Tim Curry is great, but he goes from being like a slightly clever kid in the first one who like catches the robbers out to the second one. He's just fucking mean. <laughs> he's just fucking just thinking of ways to talk. I'd make him pay for that fucking hotel as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'd also call child services engineer. on his parents for they keep forgetting yeah. him. Child <laughs> neglect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's, yeah, yeah. He's like he might. He, I'm hoping, like in the in the uh, Home Alone cinematic universe, the reason he's not in Home Alone three is he grew up to be like some scientist or engineer or something like that with all the fucking wacky shit he comes up with just to throw paintball tins at the heads of these two robbers. Uh, it's fucking... <laughs> he joins the passive jackass, and that's the end of it. <laughs> but that that's one, right? You know, whether you remake all the films or like do sequel, I'd love to see. Home Alone now with the same. I'd, I'd love to see like Macaulay Culkin now in it and see what he's done with it. You know, that's mm. one of What does he do these days? I mean, the only times I hear him is when he turns up at wrestling shows. Mm. Does he work? He does a does podcast, it, doesn't, doesn't he? Is he? Is he yeah. effectively retired? I think he's got some like little media kind of like company. He, he, he definitely Fair does play. a podcast. And stuff. Yeah, that he Warrior Run. He made a lot of money as a child actor. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior just got his cash it's, in. It's Warrior Run. It's Warrior <laughs> Money coming in there. <laughs> big, big money. Uncle like, Buck in it, Beto. Richie Rich. Yeah. Good one, didn't he? yeah. Jacob oh, yeah. Ladder, which no one saw coming out of those films. He's in yeah. Jacob Ladder. Uh, what's, the, what's the one where he dies? What's that, uh, my Girl. Oh, no My Girl. Feel mad that about My Girl. Oh, That's the idea. Alert for a film from <laughs> it was from the 90s. I think they've had it's more than enough time to watch the film. I want to. I'm on a date to watch My Girl's Matty. That's how old I am. 
I was only seven. <laughs> Macaulay, by the way. Let me see what year Michael came out in. 92 and it was 93, definitely. Something like was, that. I remember. Like, then, yeah, uh, I think I was a freshman in high school. 91. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, it's like second year seniors or something like that. Little date, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Did you get a second date out of it? <laughs> no, too, too upset. That's too, like taking your date to Marley and me and telling them it's a happy puppy movie when it's very much not a happy puppy movie. <laughs> oh, and, oh to, to answer GTR's other question, any other resolutions for 2023 you've got? Um, do more things that I enjoy doing. Hmm? There we go. It's a simple enough one, really. As much like as being else. a dad, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like being a dad, which is very much my vibe. So uh, you're very good. Oh, well, go do more that stuff front. that's not necessarily wrestling related. That's my yeah. thing. I want to. I want to branch out, branch back out instead of reeling back in. How about you, Matt? Anything? Yeah. No, it was just the wedding to look forward to, boys, that, and Karen as well. That's just the only thing I've yeah. on my mind, really, in the first bit of the year, and then we'll see what happens mm. after that. Wait, when's the date, Maddie? Uh, March the 23rd. All right. So it's a bit close, like, it's not a, not too far away. Not too far, but... But that's just got to get in a bit, in a bit of shape. I'm, I'm not even waiting until the 2nd of uh, January, the Monday. I'm starting officially New Year's Day, JP. Shaving. And not eating crap for like two and a half months. So, I expect you to see you doing road work at 4 a.m. Oh, you'll be getting the update, JP. Don't you worry about it. Chasing chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky style. Oh, yeah. Kicking trees. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. And after a while, going out to the Russian wilderness and just doing it all in the snow. <laughs> Giving a big speech at the end, though, JP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I might, I might come and knock around because that's just mine as well. Lose my podcast weight. I still haven't lost the weight that I put on since I started doing this podcast. So I'll join you. Don't look at last year's Christmas show compared to this one. I, it's not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on the feed, boys. We'll just go to the gym I'm together and just do our, uh, our stuff, our workout playlist and that. Yeah. <laughs> Good plan. That was the thing. It was like through the pandemic. It was like that's the, this was our social life, wasn't it? it? Was doing this, and they'd be yeah. like, oh, "I'll have a couple of beers while I do it." And it was just like, and then if I did that with my with my with my other mates, it'd be like, "Oh, I'll have more beers. I'll do more stuff on Zoom." It's just it wasn't good for anyone's health that period. I don't think. Remember when you used to say like, "Oh, you, Gareth was like the ultimate warrior, like running past me down the beach and like nearly yeah, knocking me over." I don't know if yeah. I think I could run to the beach now. <laughs> <laughs> I could shamble or have a, a you know, you know a, a, a like a slow mosey, but running, no, not with these knees. That was, that was so bad. The first time I saw, it was like during like the middle of like heavy lockdown. Oh. I'd gone for a walk on Crosby Beach, and like uh, Garrett just came sprinting at me from like, the other end of Crosby Beach, and I was like, <laughs> I could tell he was going for some kind of record. I was like, do I stop him or do I let him go? So we kind of waved as you went past. And said, "Ah, yeah," and you carried on going, and you still got your record. So I was happy I didn't break it. You probably you. thought he was happy to see you better with your arms out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like slow music, slow, yeah. uh, slow, slow yeah, motion, and there was like happy, happy music in your. Like Rocky you were there. The you were there. For, the you were there for the hook. Chariots of fires playing in the background. <laughs> Love it. Um, you want right to join us for a couple more questions, Karen, before we, uh, we get a guest on? Hey, if you want to kick me out, you can kick me out. I've got no plans. This is, oh, cool. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> oh, look, look at you then. Eh? We'll uh, got a couple more we can uh, we can throw at you. Um, Zahid asks, 
What are you more likely to watch next year? Progress, NWA, or Raw? <laughs> Ew. Oh. <laughs> Why? It's it's it is it's like prisoner's dilemma. This one, isn't it? For this, that uh, shot, I mean, stabbed or hung in a GP. That it is. <laughs> I could see it. I could see a horrible scenario where we end up watching end up watching an episode of Raw. I don't quite know how it will come about. The possibility is I could be up at 1am having to do a feed and just thinking it's the only thing that's on and that'll be there. Whereas NWA isn't going to cross my path and progress. No. No, If they were to give me Kana era Asuka versus Mako Satomura on Raw, you will see me watch Raw. Mm. There is very little else three hours of it though no it'll Just be at the top, top of the hour first hour so i can be done by 8 15 because they're including <laughs> commercials and then i can go about my merry fucking way <laughs> <laughs> that's it so i could definitely i mean raw yeah i mean i will end up watching raw like say cody or punk turns up or something or even night after wrestlemania i'll watch raw definitely at some point this year progress i could see being dragged to a manchester show i don't know what it would be but I think it's more likely I could end up there live than actually watching on demand. And NWA. Who, who would I just it take for you to go to Progress? To who would you want to see in the ring? That's yeah, intriguing. That's... Josh Alexander. Yeah, that'd be for the day out, really, more than the actual show or something, wouldn't mm. it? Or meet, meeting up with people. Mm. Yeah, that's I've it. Never, it was a day out. I've never, ever, ever, ever. I can't stress that enough ever watched a Brit Res on, on demand or streaming. I don't know why I'd even attempt. Why would I do that? Why would I want to do that? And the you only way I've ever and it was the right call. is going to a live show. That's the only way I'd ever watch it. So <laughs> NWA wins that one for me and I don't even want to watch that. Fucking hell. No one I, wants to watch that. Yeah. Nope. Mine, throw be, this mine, away. mine will be NWA and it, but it'll be 1988 NWA. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That counts. Karen asked, Karen and Chris asked here if Pollock asked you to cover Raw with him because there's no one else available. What are you doing? John Pollock knows my uh, my distaste for WWE, especially Raw. However, if I am needed, I will answer the bat signal only for him and Way because I love Post. So yeah, I'd do it. I would do it begrudgingly, but on, on the broadcast, I'd be smiling. And trying to be as positive as possible while trying to be like, it's past my fucking bedtime. Why am I here? <laughs> Not will ever top the time they dragged WH on to do in the Raw review. That's why. Oh, oh, oh no! In Japan. In Japan. He oh, was watching no, it, and it was no. like it was like sort of ten a.m. And he was no. watching a there was a wedding going on, and I just remember there's a, him on video, and he's just mouthing, "What the fuck?" Mm. Like while he's watching this. Having been immersed in the great period of New Japan in recent years, like yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think he's... John would pin that on me, honestly, but I would do it for post. Good pub. Uh, Mikey asks if there was a blockbuster film about grapple, which film stars living or dead? You can help us answer this, Karen. Would best play JP, Bano, Gareth, and Matty. Ooh. Anyone got any shouts in the chat? I know Michelle. Well, with Gareth, me. I would go with Michael Statham. Okay. Benno... So go, who is me? Michael Statham. Who's that? Yeah. Is it Statham? Is that Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Michael, Jason. See, I don't want 
Don't decide off that shelf. That's a great fucking. See you I thought it was a bad thing going bald. No, 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 no. It's good. I just didn't know the name. My apologies. I got the name wrong. That's on me. Um, I haven't watched film in a while, but. All right, y'all think about yourselves. I've, I've got my, I've got mine right here, like now, like. Oh, like oh, oh, oh. I'm, about this. No, I, I, I'm with, but with Benno and Matty, I'm going um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost because there's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always that vibe. If we get Nick to drop a few lbs, he can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And JP, JP, I'm going with. I'm going with either. Um, well, if we if we're on the peg frost theme, I might be going like um, tires off spaced, uh, possibly. Or possibly, uh, or possibly super hands. <laughs> oh, super hands! I <laughs> <would say. laughs> Lord, I've never had the people It's the way around. I just, I just like, I think the tires though. I think just with the Irish accent, and then I can just uh, get, get a little splash of nineties uh, JP there when the kettle's going and stuff like that, and uh, the phone's ringing. And... Big box, little box. <laughs> I just, I'm not never ever gonna let you lie that one down. Got the Jason Statham though. That's getting, that's you're getting shaved out of me phone. See, I was gonna, like, I was gonna like, <laughs> see, Karen, that's a cop. That's such a compliment. I. I have a thing for like that's my my secret pleasure is watching like action films like really broy action films. So I was gonna try to action oh, yeah. film like, cast so you guys right. and make it really exciting. And then after getting Jason Statham's name wrong, I just kind of like like puttered <laughs> out. But I'm just like I want Keanu Reeves in it. I I, I want a a, a Seth Evans in it. Like I'm just like my gears are going. Van Damme back in the day. Yeah. If he wasn't so problematic, what you want me? You want me, Jean Claude Van Damme? Is that what you're talking? No, no, about? I don't. I, I don't really want to be him. I would have died many years ago. But in terms of classic action films, like going yeah. back to that era, I, of... I like. I, I liked as as crappy as the film was. I enjoyed Time Cop. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. And then, now you know, wrong with Time Cop. Then oh. there was, you know, I had my Terminator Two phase. Terminator Two was a good film. It's better oh. than the first one. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no, there are no subsequent films after it. The series stops at Terminator Two. But yeah, no, I was gonna oh, try yeah, to I agree with that. I was, trying, I was gonna try to gas you guys yeah. up with like great film actors and action films, and I'm just like, my brain just stopped. That's a shout in the chat. That. <laughs> Oh, oh, go let go what do they think I'm like well, he's like a traitor as well isn't he these days doesn't oh, Chris Pratt have, Pratt have problematic political views that's fine he I'll does be he's, 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 you better. Jim McDonald from uh, from the that's a terrifying channel. <laughs> I don't think you can play that well, JP. You, you can well give, give us give us an impression about to me talking to Liz Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> oh. So it is. Yeah. Hi, and he's gone down the Rover story house. Leave him, be lads. Is that vaguely <laughs> like him? Yeah. Not really. Oh, if God. Steph hears this. Oh, that's it, that's... <laughs> in my time though boys I've had uh, that's why I said can we have TV characters I, I used to get nicknamed Tyrone off Curry in school like that was me <laughs> Alan H- Halsell is it <laughs> and I've had Jack Black as well in my time <laughs> oh, 
David, David, JP, Stephen Merchant. I'm Ricky Gervais. Fuck you. Matthew's Carl Pilkinson. Gareth, from Jason Stephens to Warwick Davis, mate, you've had a great night. <laughs> first, first edit point there. <laughs> Just the phone, Jim. Apparently, the dungeon master of Nightmare, Alan Cheapshot says he. <laughs> well, I'll take that all day long. He was a big. Yeah. Was he? A, I still know. Was he a heel or a face, JP, when you were a kid? Is he? Was he? A, what is he? Was he a heel I, or a he face? really wasn't? Was he? He was, but like, but that that wasn't his role. Wasn't it rather he like menacing. Jack Tunney in he many ways? Very menacing, menacing yeah. Jack Tunney. He was. Tweener. Yeah, we got yeah. Uh, first ever tweener, Gareth. <laughs> but I didn't like the way they chucked you in a room sometimes, and it was like the skull was there. It's like, give me a chance, mate. I was healthy. Scary, that ago, And I've walked into this. Yeah. <laughs> bit, of, bit of Brian Blessed going on with you with the big beard, though, now, mate. Oh, I, you know, I'm, I, I haven't got that the day when you came to mine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say me either. Oh, Gordon's <laughs> alive. <laughs> Gordon's alive. What a shout. Oh, yeah, Barry Grant, Grant. Grant. you got Barry <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Karen, we've wandered, we've wandered into oh, such a great show. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking notes of all these names. So I'm like, I don't know any of these series that they're talking Harry about. Barry Grant. Well, I'm like nightmare. What's nightmare? Oh, you need to you oh. need to Google nightmare the TV show, Karen. It the was first a, episode was on my birthday in 1987. Yeah, it's a shame. Oh, brilliant. It's a brilliant. Um, it was a brilliant show. I, I love the way I'm just getting loads of baldy folk now. If we, this time last year, if we had this question, I'd have got hey, none of these. And if you wouldn't have got Jason Statham in a million well. years, mate, so I'll take that, mate. That, that, yeah, that put that one in the bank. <laughs> I was going to put Tom Hardy in there. Who wants to be Tom Hardy? <laughs> That's got to forget that. <laughs> Damn. Amazing. Uh, I'll, I'll switch to a couple of the other public questions here, although... I feel like this one might be a bit of a ringer. I don't know. Apparently, somebody called Stephanie Miller on Twitter. Asked, oh, uh, we got me. Yeah. I told her to, to send one in. Yeah. Go on. Did you tell her to send one in or tell her what questions to ask? Because no, I didn't. I actually didn't. Say, I said, if you want to get involved or whatever, because I know she won't come on. If you want to just send it on Twitter. So oh, I'll get it in the room. She said, what's your favourite theme song of all time? Best wrestling phases. And who has had the best ring attire to date? That's what we I like the way she's gone wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> So best theme the song. Oh yeah, I'm best ring guitar, I suppose the main ones though. Yeah. What we got? Oh, there's a couple for best theme song of all time. Yeah, that's hard to narrow down to one. Evolution's up there. Real mm. Americans up there for me. Mm. Um, there's loads. Fabulous I have Rizzo to go brothers. with for theme, yeah. Nakamura Shinsuke's theme with the electric guitar and the violin. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, the entrance for the it, it was very Trans-Siberian orchestra, very Oh, yeah. She's so cute. What did she say? She said, I've not told you, I've told this, I'm going to have to tell you now. Every time, well, it comes on the telly, Bianca Belair's theme, I've told you this one, haven't I? Steph actually gets up and starts, like, dancing slash twerking every single time it comes on. So whenever we're just sitting there and I've got my Spotify on, I'll just throw that one in and she's got to get up and start twerking on that. Wow. <laughs> see, you, you need to see, that's a relationship building activity. So you should be twerking with her. Oh, I do it myself, Karen. Yeah, of course. Good, I do it myself. good. Yeah, just so I we're do. clear. I do. Yeah. Don, it's a team effort. One of, Don's hit one of my best tire, Rick Rude. Yeah. Just the different kind of tights he had all the time. Obviously mm. with Jake Roberts' wife. There as well, who I want to give a shout out for best theme as one mm. of the best themes there. Uh, 
Jake Roberts and the Million like Dollar this, Man. Rick Rude's in WCW as well. The Simply Ravishing one. Oh, that's an unbelievable. That's incredible. Yeah. I like Charlotte Flair's gear. She doesn't miss. I do too. Lottie. <laughs> he, call, he calls her Lottie. Careful. <laughs> I, saying, no, I was saying that. I can't wait till she comes back. But, uh, bad, bad Street USA. Got to get Oh, that Gareth. One of the best of all time. Mm. But yeah. what about remember Jericho's um this is in ninety-nine, I think two thousand. He had the red pants with the barbed wire on. Do you ever remember them in WWF? Yeah, Gareth? yeah, yeah. Mm, I think I remember, them, yeah. I remember them. Yeah, the good. Jericho one, they were good. Like, yeah, good gear. He was the first person I distinctly remember having like proper kick pads, like when kick pads started to become cool instead of boots, like and then it was Landstorm was maybe the, the second one I saw. And now it's just everyone, isn't it? Um, yeah. I remember yeah, him making them look cool. A few good shouts in the air, the chat for music. Man called Sting, Andy says yeah. here. Steiner line as well. I can also give it Steiner line, yeah. Yeah, he's Steiner Rise. Is, is that I always thought it was Steiner line? I think it's Steiner Rise, isn't it? Is this an X Pack one, Bello? Yeah, yeah, it, oh. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it feels yeah, Karen, can I ask you a question? Me, do you know X Pack? Yes, I, I am old. familiar with the X Pack. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, on child, right? His old theme music, right? Yeah. Yeah, what yeah, does yeah. it say at the start? Oh, you're asking the wrong person if you want me to go back to the 90s. So doesn't he scream like you think he screams, X-Pac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that is right, yeah. Don't you? Possibly. Yeah, no, it's not that. Vaguely remembering it. I blew my mind with this once. It's make some noise, Gareth. Do you know this? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, I made up. Now no, I feel like no, I have no. to listen to it. To, like... You need to. Better put it on. Have you got it? We've all... <laughs> Wrestling. Wrestling. Top five yeah. wrestling themes feels like a big mixtape in and of itself. Mm, yes, there's yeah, some yeah. in the chat, and I'm going, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to think about Kaze, this. Properly. There's a Kazanin Nari in there, and I'm like, I, I can't lie. Yeah. Heard it at the dome, and I've heard it at Madison Square Garden. It, it's oh, fantastic. Mm. I like Jay White's music as well. I always like that one. Kenta's music. Cody Rhodes downstairs. I love that. Yes. yes. I'm glad he's still with him. Connor's mentioned in the chat, but Jeff Jarrett, my world. Like, I. I can't think of another wrestling song that puts a smile on my face. It's not always going to be for good reasons, <laughs> but it puts a smile on my face. Because it's almost like, like it's like watching a psychic that you thought had gone away because they got found out getting in there again. You go, he's done it again. He's done it again. Here he is. I like this chosen one. You know, it's Kid Rock, Cowboy Knockoff in WCW. I used to love that one. The Cho Cho mm. Chosen one. Yeah, boss that. That was good. It was full on Kid Rock, though, wasn't it? It was like Jimmy Hart levels of rip off that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. So... Yeah, Edge, here we go. I, I, I walk alone, Batista. Fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's too many, though. NWO, Wolfpack, Hollywood. There's, there's that many. Hey, B team, don't forget the NWO B team. That was great. Oh, the Dash was into J Japan one, Bagwell and Norton, yeah. that one. Classic. That one, yeah. Do -do 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 yeah. That one. <laughs> Just for, Mar just, just, for Ma just for Martin Bushby, Four Horsemen, WCW oh, theme. I know Martin oh, which one, though, Gareth? Alan, Chief Shot, yeah, the 96 theme or the Barry Lyndon one? No, uh, the one with the actual horses. Uh, the like, one with the horses. The start. Yeah, both yeah. great. The other one I associate with Arn Anderson. The other one. Yeah, that's the one the I prefer. That is like yeah, single yeah. music as well, isn't it? Good. Mm. Really quickly on, on, on the ring attire one, I just want to say Austin's because never did a ring attire work for the person it was on as much. It was like perfectly emblematic of his kind of, of his character and who he was. And it, it made black, black trunks meant something much in the same way, like with Shibata at his peak, it was like 
it's signaled who's a no-nonsense shit kicker. So that and that's kind of what the best ring attire should do. It could almost like enhance your character. And um, oh, what was the other one on on, uh, on theme tunes? Got to mention Roman Reigns' current theme tune. Oh, JP, mm. I, I didn't want to shade that. I'll let you shade that, mate. That's succession I mean? knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It kind of is, isn't it? No, it's a total <laughs> knockoff of succession. Like, like I, I, I was going to say this on the last show, and I thought, no, I won't. But JP, you know what you're saying about enhancing the character and stuff? Becky Lynch's attire since she's changed for like big time Beck. She's had a few like different uh, ring attires that like have made her uh, stand. Like Aaron Bianca at WrestleMania, they just both look like honestly the most mega stars, the entrances, the attire. Big, big fan of Daryl Hannah in Blade Runner, isn't she? Really, for that. There's a, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. pr- there's a lot of priss going on from there. We haven't mm. we haven't mentioned a carder either, like a carder for ring gear, like when he's fucking yeah. on it, like not Who got it? <laughs> oh, it looks like a superstar. Like just, oh. he was in a TNA once. Matty wore like a mask, and he like followed Samoa Joe around. <laughs> yeah. I seen that Tanahashi one banging about against Styles today. That was on Twitter, yeah, wasn't it? People putting that madness. His finisher like, back then was like a really quick, like small cradle. But mm. He just hit out of nowhere. What an idea of a finisher that was. Yeah. <laughs> That's the DX Tyson one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Is yeah. it? Oh. <laughs> trying to think of so many. Sorry, I was just trying to cue that up, and it just started playing. <laughs> <laughs> Brett teams, Gareth. Any of them? I mean, the classic, the classic yeah. WWF theme, like yeah, just just... WCW theme was just awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Steve Austin's attire to wrestling was what Mike Tyson's short, Mike Tyson shorts were to boxing. Hundred percent, completely. Yeah. What about X Factor, Matty? Oh, I'm a big fan of Uncle Cracker, Gareth. So it was a, it was a W from me, but as a theme, no. Great song, <laughs> but as a wrestling theme, hell no. Nice little single at the start. I got everything. Yeah, I got yeah, what a honestly, what an album! What a fucking album that is. Yeah, you tell me. Does this say make some noise or X Pac? You ready? Yeah. Do it. Make noise. Make some noise. It does make some noise. It's Mandela dope. effect. It blows it your mind, honestly. I still don't believe it, though. But done to the kind of tone of mates X- of, of X Pac. Of course. Someone, it's like the X Factor theme, because in the X Factor scene, someone at the start just throws it X Factor. Someone says X Pac. So it makes you think that's what they sound. There you go. Uh, Glad to just Matthews there. No, but in the, in, the, in the Uncle Cracker song, Benno, in the actual mm. lyrics are that factor. So someone has got a dub. X over it, do you know what I mean? To make right, it yeah, fit in yeah. with the thing, so it kind of says both. Jordan's kind of right, it, it does, but the singing part's the bit we all thought said X Pac and it, uh, L- and it wasn't. But got a million uh, great suggestions in the uh, in the chat here. Yeah, I'm with Ivan on Scott Hall's TNA theme or the AJ one. Scott Hall's TNA theme is one of my all time favorite. It's just a knockoff of the Razor Ramon theme, but it's got like singing to it and lyrics. It's just been. <laughs> It's unreasonably good for a shit early TNA theme. I'm sure JP uh, me with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. The DX run DMC theme. Oh, all yeah. time. I remember the first also, time Xbox came out to that. Oh, that was great. What was that? And Liam's mentioned there in the chat about like Randy Savage Randy in Savage. terms of ring gear. It was, and he wore that stuff all the time, mm. which is you can mental. imagine him wearing that in real life, don't you? Though genuinely, every day he'd wear that. That's mm. how like dedicated he was. Savage. I would if I had it. Yeah, them glasses, mate. How good are these? Cheers, Alex. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I just had one in my head then. 
That's gone right up near. Scott Hall's ready or not in ECW, yeah, Chris Ellis. Oh, Steve Bellow, that one. I watched that entrance all the time. <laughs> Especially around the time he died, I played it loads of times. I love that. It's brilliant. He's just a cool bloke, and he's got all uh, yeah, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, five, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with British wrestlers. What, what about people. what about um, CM Punk's theme, uh, JP? What's that one called again? <laughs> Piss off. The one by <laughs> AFI. Yeah, that's a cold again. No, not playing. Even off off right. <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, you're you're the was good in the chat because they just used proper songs and Heyman weren't asked, was he? God, getting sued. He just didn't give a shit. <laughs> he just used. Van Damme, Pantera, Walk. That's right yeah. up there. Yeah. Mm, most ECW themes. I think even... Just Incredibles and Simon Diamonds. Are, are oh, Simon Diamonds, JP. That's on the list. Unbelievable stuff. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. Simon Diamond. <laughs> Pat Kenny, uh, isn't it? That's his name, Pat Kenny. That's, that's it. He's an agent, isn't he, in TNA? He's been there for some years. He's had a career in him. He was always someone I thought, you know, good promo, you know, good luck. Marty to Dormery, wasn't he, for a bit as well, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could have done something. Uh, yeah, I'll move, I'll move on to the uh, the next one then. Uh, one more uh, question from Twitter. Um, <laughs> Adam Ryan asked, any chance of adding Jason to you or Revolver to the app, Gareth? No. That's one oh. strictly for you, that mate. <laughs> so, I tell you what, when, when the likes of All Japan start getting more than 30 votes, I'll start thinking about adding these uh, missions. <laughs> <laughs> A good line in the sand. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, this one seems strong from Rosatron. You can kill three wrestlers, bookers, promoters with no consequences. Who, why, and how do you do it? Early for this. This oh, <laughs> is early for this, isn't it? This is. Um, I mean, strong question. I, I mean, really hate anyone, but I don't know. Are we trying some sort of butterfly effect of getting rid of some bad people mm. or some people earlier on? I do have to wonder about getting nipping Fritz von Erich in the bud, then, in that mm. case, just before, like, let the lads sort of have a bit of a proper time, like, rather than getting away with fucking mayhem through Dallas. This is a really, this is a really dark question for this G- one, isn't JP, it? this is, that's where you're first, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? I mean, it's been man, not an easy answer. Is he still a promoter? <laughs> Am I like a time-travelling murder, like the end of Deadpool 2 <laughs> or something? Start, like... Like, this is your fault, eh, JP? All right, in that case, we're putting Chris Benoit then. In, I was in, about to say Benoit before, yeah. You know, mm. put him in then there. And Invader won, so we would have got like a Bruiser Brody run, really. Mm. But that's harsh on the take it. He's already dead, Jordan. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's just it, you know? I mean, he's undead, so he has to oh, get re-dead. Yeah. re <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris went quick. Oh, David Starr, Jimmy Havoc, and Vince McMahon. You know what? Fair enough. Can't argue. With that. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, I'm just going to let the chat work on this one. Split. I'm going to sit this one out. I'm trying to go into 2023 with good karma and good vibes, but I'm not going to say I mean, no to some of these. I mean, the, the, the long story, the short story here is there's a lot of bastards in wrestling. And if we're doing time traveling, murder, saving people from themselves, which is apparently the position. Just go to the in. 80s, like Michael J. Fox. Wow, there's a lot back, of work yeah. to do, isn't there? Like, that's, yeah. It'd be like evil quantum leap, like in many ways. 
We we just he's in a he's in a changing room in Puerto Rico and he just drops a knife and goes, Look, I don't want any trouble. And then he's just like things move on then as a butterfly effect. Him coming it's, it's, in. It's, it's, it's probably an easier question to just pick three you'd save, really, because there's probably more yeah. people you'd save than Yeah, let's go positive as Karen said. <laughs> All right. Who who's you know, nothing bad about Evan in wrestling? Let's go with that one. Who who oh, is the Karen? Oh shit. Pardon? <laughs> who is the that you've never heard nothing bad about in wrestling? Who's Someone like, I've you know, never heard anything bad about. Yeah. Chris Hero. There's one. Hmm? Shout. It was, I would was... I would trust Chris Hero with everything. A good shout. CM Punk, but only according to Dax. Uh, no one else. <laughs> <laughs> he was buying everyone's Starbucks vouchers really better on the backstage. I'm ready to get like just the women's wrestlers just feels a little bit like he's patting them on the head. Here's a, here's a free Starbucks match again. Like, <laughs> yeah. Typical Phil. Um, what is the Steamboat. Is he up there? Sammy would be another one. Mm, yeah, Ricky Steamboat. Is Kevin well. Owens. Is that just kayfabe though, Ben and Marty? It could be because he was a good baby face. <laughs> um, Ricky Morton as well, JP. He's one of yours. He is, yeah. <laughs> Steve, Dr. Death Williams. This is, mm. I, I, I know nothing about him as a man, though. Like, I can't make that. I just sort of really liked him as a wrestler. I'm still angry. If he hadn't got knocked out in Brawl for All, I'll tell you. Would have got that one top-line match against Steve back in the day. I, sorry, I just thought Will was having a moment there, but I think he's saying to kill evil. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, this has got very dark for this one. You'll have to wait for, like, much later on. For... I, I, I would... L- We'll spin it a little more positively. What I would like is the dissolution of House of Torture. Mm. I want Dick Togo to go find a hobby and leave evil, and more importantly, leave Sweet Boy Show all alone. Mm. Give give me I, sparkly show Tanaka back, please, and thank you. I, th- I thought he was going to be like sort of built to be like a new Tanahashi, like shocking stuff. Like it really was like the, just a waste of time. That stable, but then that was in my that was in my crappy list. Shows 2021 so good, and then Mm. they decided to ruin Rapongi 3K and all things that were pure and joyful and friendship. The matches he had with with Shingo, Shingo. I was just gonna say, those matches with Shingo were awesome. Him chasing Shingo Takagi was probably the most interesting arc for me, yeah. And also doing all of that summer, summer struggle 2020 stuff after his brother died. Yeah, and it always felt like Yo was, I don't know, for me, Yo was always the one to go heel. Just Yo like should more. have been the one to have gone heel yeah. because then we would have probably him and Show at this point having the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championships as singles yeah. titles, and it'd be believable. I, now and you would, have, you would have moved Hiromu and Despi out of that yes. into the heavyweight scene a while ago, which is something that they desperately need to do. And now we prepare for the the reign and era of Master Watto, who's junior to them. <laughs> yeah, that's it's where we're right. at. That's Master we're Watto at. is now the the hope of the junior division. Makes Jesus me a little sad. Christ, that's bleak, isn't it? Makes me look bad. <laughs> we just kill Ghetto. I think we've decided. Cool. I like Karen. Karen doesn't endorse that. That's just a me opinion. Ghetto um, Ghetto needs to decide if he wants to be a booker or a wrestler. I'm tired of him shilling Jay White's merch. I'm bored of it. Yeah, I'm bored of ghetto. Um, yeah, we'll move. We'll move on. We'll go back to the Patreon questions. Um, one, one more uh, Christmas theme. I didn't spot this before. Adam, that's what was our favorite Christmas present, and who'd be our dream guest for spotlight? 
can I go for favourite Christmas present? Go on. It was it was the bad guy from Inspector Gadget. It was his car. And I got mm. one Christmas, and honestly, it felt like saying it bluntly, it didn't feel like at that point in time. There's no online. I would have been mm. about like kind of nine or ten, and the idea of getting it, which was like I was just like so impressed and amazed. I was like, where did she get it from? Like, so I walked around Toys R Us. I never saw this. I kind of mentally noted it down. I was just like completely bewildered at the amount of effort she was. It a hooky car or something along those lines. Either way, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, so that's this of all time. I thought it was this year he meant. Is this of all time? Yeah, that's it all. Yeah. It'll have to be all time for me because I got fuck all this year. So again, yeah, 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 again, a little bit of cash off uh, my mum and dad that pays for a uh, Sadie's Christmas, uh, Sadie's birthday present in about two days' time, and then uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's legit. Best of all time, best, best. It'll always stick with me, and it's a trick I'm definitely going to be playing. At one point, is um, I really wanted this skateboard, like when I was a kid, like probably I don't know, like twelve or something like that. And then opened everything and like wasn't there. And you, you're doing the whole polite thing, even though it was like the thing that you most wanted more than anything in the world. And then like a bit later on, my old fella goes, I'll oh, go and open the curtains. And then like I opened the curtains and the skateboard was behind the curtains. I was just like, yes. Oh. Like it's just the one that like <laughs> sits in my head like forever. So I was like defo doing that with my kids one day. Good little trick that. <laughs> that, that happened with us one Christmas where it was like we all we wanted was a Mega Drive back when they were the thing to get. And we opened all the rest of our presents and it wasn't there. And we were ready to kind of cack on with day. And my dad was like, oh, you should go in the uh, go in the other room. We went into like the, the room where the dining table was and there it was like the box and it was all like set up and stuff. It was just, yeah, that's the that's the feeling. That's the, uh, the proper Christmas feeling, isn't it? <laughs> that and the year they got an N64. That was a good year too. <laughs> yeah. Mine that was probably... The wrestling, like the, I remember the first Christmas that I got loads of wrestling stuff and I got like the Hasbro ring, the blue ring with like the American mm. flag in one corner, the belt round the commentary table. I got this blow up Hull Hogan, like um, I don't even know what you call the way you punched it and it'd go down, but it'd come straight back up. Oh, what yeah, are they yeah. called? I used to have like mega two out of three falls matches with that JP back in the day. Maybe I was going to say, on a bed. <laughs> Because it's yeah. the same height as you, isn't it? It's one yeah, of but if it went if you if it went down, like if you blew it right up and you like let it deflate a little bit, you could actually pick it up and slap it and stuff. Yeah, yeah you could it. bend it. You could yeah. yeah. At that point, it's like you know you could do suplexes and proper power. Oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, did yeah. you did you have a did you have creative control, Matty? Did you? Oh no, the job. <laughs> one person that he could never get one over is me, Gareth. Come on, mate. You know me right now. <laughs> That'd be a proper politics session that me and every discussion is gonna go over. <laughs> but, uh, and I got this annual as well. And I was looking, mm. I'm gonna look for an eBay uh, wrestling annual. I think it was from about 91. And it was just the best thing. I, I read it front to back so many times. The pictures are oh, just the best stuff, boys, when you when you're a kid, like just and having mm. unbelievable stuff, like unbelievable. Did you get a stretch armstrong that same Christmas? You got the Hogan one, Matty. I remember getting one of them one year. Oh, no, I never got one of them. We spent I the entire did. Christmas to New Year period trying to stretch it to the point where it would break. We we achieved it on New Year's New Year's Eve, so we were very proud of ourselves. <laughs> I don't know what we achieved, really. <laughs> it's still what going, you, surely not. What was yours, Karen? Mm -hmm. As a favorite Christmas I, present. Well, it, it's kind of difficult because I I the recent one would be my back in 2019 when my parents surprised me with a trip to Japan, uh, uh for yeah. Wrestle Kingdom really? in 2020. 
uh, at the time I had like my parents have been trying to understand why I like wrestling and all the things that I do with wrestling. And they, they, they genuinely were trying to understand it. And at the time I was at their house, we were having an early Easter, or sorry, not early Easter, early Thanksgiving. Cause my sister's birthday, she was born on Thanksgiving. So every now and then her birthday's on Thanksgiving and for her 40th, she wanted to go travel abroad for her birthday. So we had early Thanksgiving and that was the day that uh, Rob Schamberger, who, who those who know who he is, he's a, the artist in residence for WWE. Yeah. He released a print of the Kabuki Warriors of Asuka and Kyrie. He asked me to narrate the video. So I researched and narrated the video, which is one of his highest viewed videos <laughs> in the series. But at uh, our early Thanksgiving brunch, the video went live while we were in the middle of our meal. So we... Uh, we watched the video, it made sense, and then they decided to surprise me earlier. But to go along with that. Oh. Got the big reveal. My good friend uh got in contact with Rob and got me the original. Oh, nice. So oh, this nice is one. the original that I helped write the video for, edit the Japanese on. I haven't hung it yet, but it has a proper adult. Like I went and got it matted and framed and all that stuff. So I've done proper framing. Yeah, yeah, that is it. Good. And when I was a kid, it was uh, we got the power pad for the Nintendo and we were playing uh, power pad games. But yeah, so that this would probably be this and the trip to Japan would be my big adult. He's a Rob Schamberger's done one where it's uh, Ace Steel and uh, and CM Punk from ROH done where they're both bloody and it's like before like the uh, the big no DQ match with the Second City Saints. I wanted that so much. I tried actually messaged them to try and get a print of it. And he wouldn't sell me it. Oh apparently, no! Apparently custom painted it for Ace Steel, which I didn't know at the time. But it yeah, was he he, so. he occasionally does some very 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 rare ones. He does have he has done an Okada and he has done a mm. Liger and Kenny Omega. So mm. those you can get at high spots, but I have the Okada because Okada signed a bunch of them. But I want the Liger one because the Liger one is pretty sick. There's, there's another one he's done where Ace Steel is biting a dog for some reason, but he won't sell me that either. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Poor dog. Dog deserve uh, better. <laughs> Any suggestions you, on a guest? Oh, I was just going to say, what was the other question again? CM Punk. Any guest, Beno? Any guest? Spotlight, yeah. Oh, I mean, how many do you want? <laughs> you but there's nothing left off the table. You can just ask him. Yeah, if, if it's all like you know what the, you know. All right. Throw this one out, Jim Smallman. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about, though? It's funny, though, because I was thinking Briley there. <laughs> I, I would say Kyrie and or Mercedes Bernardo. <laughs> oh, so, that, that would I be... want to add those to my personal interview list. Fair enough. I know what's my Cody. Cody. Get Cody ah, on. He'd just bullshit you, wouldn't he? What's the point? Like, you wouldn't get yeah, it. Like you'd be there like a love dog. Look at that. I wouldn't even, even release it on the, uh, the podcast. It'd just, be, it'd just be a chat. I pretend we're doing an interview. Who was you going to say? I was going to say. Vince Russo, obviously. Which you've been oh, mate, to I mean, that's the, that's the ultimate. Like, Because I would bullshit with each chat as well, but it'd be hilarious. Right. <laughs> I've, <laughs> JP, I've done the British by having doing that. an interview with Alex Shane. And it is like, oh, this is what it's just been lied to. Okay. Just sit and nod your head and go, yeah. It's all pointless. I'll, I'll throw one out there. I'd like to get Joe back to do a show again. Yeah. Hopefully at yeah. some point we can get him to do something. I said, um, I said that there, Joe Lemon. That would be yeah. get Joe back. That would be... 
that's on JP to talk me into it. I was actually, I, I've always tempted to try and get into the, I, mean, I just can't imagine he'd ever want to do like a YouTube show with lots of people watching and stuff. It's, uh, <laughs> no. I don't think that's going to be the vehicle to get uh, Joe Lemon back for. I don't know, we'll have to think of something at some point, JP. Surely there's something he'd come back for. That's actually one of the questions we got later on. Oh, I can't think of what it would be. It would be something possibly, it'd have to almost be, like, I think it'd be AW related. Because that's really all he watches. Not nostalgic, JP. Oh, nost- some nostalgic yeah. stuff was yeah. his idea. That was his yeah. podcast. Like, it's called Flashbox. It was jo- Joe came up with the name and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, any of those shows be mm-hmm. more than up for. Mm-hmm. JP, I'd like to get Michael Hayes on. To be honest, as well, just for the stories back in the day. Have you seen? I, I did try and put Fingo on the other day. The um, Tales of the Territories. I um, put that on. It's Jim, Jim Ross Jim, smokes. It. Jim didn't Ross realize that. And a um, million dollar manager, are they all sitting around? Yeah, and mm. I, I talking about mid south. I had to do something, so I had to like switch it off. But I'm, I probably will watch that just to see what shite they're chatting like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but that's, I think that's it as far as maybe Tom Martin, me and you could uh, have a good chat with JP. I'd enjoy that. Yeah, you know, we both steal enough of his takes most weeks, so you know, could uh, steal him <laughs> like we stole Taron and WH. <laughs> Yeah, I, that would be really good fun. On that, there'd be lots of like people. I mean, even even Dave would be interesting mm. to a degree. Like, I want him and Gareth to go back and forth on star ratings. Dave Meltzer versus Grapple Gareth. Go! I love that. Gareth won't get a weird in. Just be Dave with it. Hey, by the syllable, not the weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be trying to explain to him about the conversion rate with his his, um, his, his star ratings oh. now going up to seven, and yeah, <laughs> tell him that his five's not a five. That would be my uh... <laughs> my favourite shout in it of it. Ben always like when we when you say like it was five in old money. I love that yeah. one. <laughs> That's when you know it's a proper classic. <laughs> He broke the exchange rates. Funny, dude. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll do another couple more Patreon questions. We've got a couple uh, other guests waiting in the wings. You mind if we keep you for a couple more, uh, Karen? And then we'll. Uh, if you want to kick we'll me out, you can kick me out. You want to keep you me? You want to keep me? I'm again. Trying to get you in any more trouble. That's the uh, that's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm fine. <laughs> uh, James Lynn, who is who will be your favorite IWC wrestler for 2023, despite definitely being actually crap. Oh, it's a good Ooh. question that you know. There's going to be the IWC phase. So it's someone you really actually, like as well. Actually, is it like, are they a nice person, but they're not really good at wrestling? Is that the question? Basically, as well. Because mm. that, that would be Master Watto. He seems like a nice guy, but he doesn't really inspire me to be like, you're the best wrestler ever. But he he never has that hardcore kind of, that, that kind of hardcore love them. I'm trying to think of who that would be. The, the, the actually crap, I think, is is a stretch too far. But if he went bang average, like, and he's just just another guy, like, we I, 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 well, I could I could go Ricky Starks. I could go Ricky Starks, but I won't. But I reckon <laughs> I, I, I reckon Nick Wayne. I reckon everyone's going overboard on Nick Wayne when actually. He's good and he's fine, but like everyone, average, fucking, every, everyone treats him like he's the second coming of fucking whoever. I don't know, you know, the, the way the way people talk about yeah. him, you know. But mm-hmm. you know, I think it's because of who he's related to and the yeah. observer relationship and all of that. I think that's mm. part of it, isn't it? Mm. Horribly high expectations for him. Yeah, I'm just trying to think who else now at this point. Oof. Great question, that. It is, isn't it? It's a real tough one. I mean, it, it, I kind of almost think AEW is the place for a lot of these 
these people, but it's almost like 2022 is kind of littered with a lot of wrestlers who people love and say you could have these great main event stuff like like an Andrade or a Malachi Black, and it just never happens. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't really. Th- I'm trying to think of some of the AEW sort of pushing up that mm. we're all going to turn on, and it's mm. it, I don't know. It's a bit tricky. Mm. Gareth would probably say Ricky Starks now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd say, uh, yeah. I, I say I could. That would be my easy one based on recent yeah. stuff. Yeah. Jericho's going to crush him next week for you, Gareth. So we're uh, all right, aren't we? Is <laughs> absolutely, you know, is absolute fine. Absolutely okay. <laughs> Ricky Starks. I'm not going to say hey, he's bad. Gareth. I, I, I'm not going to say he's bad. I'm not going to say he's shit, but he's not, he's not this main event guy people want him to be. Definitely not. Mm. Second coming of the rock and all that, Gareth, no? Not going into D-Lo. He's D-Lo. He's not the Rock. <laughs> oh, I like Gargano. So I was um, talking about the whole, you know, the stupid stuff that's been going on this week about Miro on Twitter, and somebody was literally replied to me going, "Oh, if Miro's refused to put Ricky Starks over, that's like Ron Simmons refusing to put the Rock over in 1997, because that's where Miro is in his career right now. And in five years, Ricky Starks is going to be that big." And I was like. That is a lot of assumptions. Like, seriously, like Miro be watching, watching in nineteen ninety seven because that's not where Miro is. And two, that's a lot to put on Ricky JP. No, but... It is. It's far too much to put on him at this point. I mean, and he is the one who feels like they are. They have been sort of wanting to make this move of him to the that kind of upper mid card main event mm. slot not really convinced by it. There's a lot of kind of goodwill and good feeling because there's been those kind of couple of near career end injuries. Mm. But I'm, you know, like I said to you, it's like, I'm I'm still not convinced partly because you want to know what the follow through is. And if he ends up losing to Jericho, then you kind of realize that it's, it's like, it was a very short term program without really thinking about what they're going to be doing next with him. So the one that Carl mentioned in the chat, like, I'd like to say Wardlow. I think Wardlow looks like I could see people just Turning against that entire shtick that he has, that won't be his fault though. That, that and I don't think that'd be he, a bad thing. Because I think then, I think Gareth he can go heel. Year, he should be Gareth. He should be going for the world and everything. They don't give yeah. it though. He, he was. I haven't watched it for a few weeks, but he was so hot, so over. And mm. he, he should have just carried it on. Put the rocket. You get. You, you see what you've got, and you put the rocket him. behind someone, don't you? That's yeah. that's that lawyer, wasn't it? That was the next few. That lawyer. It's like, come on, that was just awful. Awful. Yeah, I, got, I can't. Yeah, don't think anyone, no one massively springs from mind on that one. But you never know; we'll all turn on someone eventually. You know, it always, always happens, doesn't it? Well, the turn uh, on Miro, Beno. That's what I was going to say about how like fickle is that. If that's the right way for AEW mm. fans, it's like when he was on telly, he was mm. great. He's the best he's TNT best champion. The then he's not on telly. Ah, we don't need him. He's shite. It's like fucking hell. You can't mm. win there. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll turn on Swerve. Maybe that's what'll happen. No, never, never. <laughs> Wouldn't do that to you, Matt. No. Um, yeah, it is a good one. Hopefully, this one translates for you, Karen. Chris Platt, in honor of Matthew's Boxing Day platter, top five Pringles flavors. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm I'm a standard red can original original flavor, yes. Uh, yes. salt and vinegar. I do like a good ranch flavor barbecue. I know you're going to have more flavors than over here, Karen. I say, yeah, yeah, we have like a whole like <laughs> section. What's a ranch like... flavor? Is that like hot? Is it or no? It's no. it's it's more of like um like you know ranch dressing, but in like powder form. 
so it kind of has a little bit of chive it's it's not like super oniony but it has a little little bit of a kick right Mm. sound nice then is that just arch sour cream and chives then it's it's is it or is that it's akin to sour cream and chives i would no that's not as that's not as Karen, that's me Boxing Day one, but you need to get me Christmas Eve. Oh, look at the, the right. charcuterie. <laughs> get you, got Christmas- some, you got some, what is it, scotch eggs? What else yeah, you got going on? Where you going? Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go Christmas Eve. Let's go oh, Christmas Eve. Oh, look at that. Christmas Eve first, then Boxing that's Day. That's amazing. Right, here's me, here's okay. me Christmas Eve one, Karen. What you think Ooh. on that? A lot of cheese going on. I mean, what is Christmas to New Year's period other than being confused and yes. full of keys? I mean, yeah. where's my invite? Because I would, do, <laughs> I would, pardon my French, I would motorboat the hell out of that charcuterie plate. That is a sexy S tier. I mean, f- five stars. Well I done, Maddie. For the halloumi, there. Oh wait, it was all Steph. I can't. Well, I can't Steph, for this. Yeah. tell Steph she did an amazing job. And when Very I'm in job. the UK, I'm dropping by. Oh, Christ, I'm starving looking at that. I know, that. right? Like, that's, yeah, that's sexy. Well done. They're good there, Matt. Yeah, no, I, I, that's why That's why I'm marrying her. <laughs> 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 uh, brilliant. Yeah, Pringles, the Pringles is the cheese and onion for me. They're like... The sour cream and onion. Texas barbecue are nice, but I think they're the overrated ones. I mean, I'll have them, mm. but mm. I'll never, like buy them if they're there i'll eat them but i never but they don't do a chicken one better they're only like uh, limited sometimes are they i've seen them see when they have the random ones out that's usually when i like pringles when it's like a random chili flavor or something like that i just i don't really love them as crisps i don't think they're the best it's, just, it's the idea of them it's the tube it's the yeah. novelty isn't it it's not it's the actually... shape of it all it's, Put, it's putting it in your mouth and just popping it kind of with your finger don't make me sound like a greedy guest but does anyone ever just put one in the mouth surely not <laughs> No. It's always minimum of two, isn't it? Or the duck, <laughs> the duck lips in it where you put the back to front and eat them like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this as I've got, I've got some paprika Pringles downstairs that I picked up earlier on and I might end up just... Because I'm a big fan of paprika crisps. I don't know why. It's just something I've got... Remember Pat, yeah, the Walker's Max JP? Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> Do you get prawn cocktail, Karen? Pringles? I am allergic to shrimp, so I can't have it. Oh, okay. they probably would be the glass on your lips as well. Then it's, it's I, I go into anaphylactic shock. It's not a good thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to die. Not over a can of Pringles. Fuck Imagine that. that. <laughs> I know. That'd be awful, wouldn't it? <laughs> if, I ever, if I ever die by like a can of Pringles, you know that someone's put a hit out on me after listening to Grapple. <laughs> <laughs> As Liam says here, Pringles are the MDF of the crisp world. Well. They do yeah. dissolve very quickly, don't you? You bite it, and it's not just a bit you bite, it's the other end just go, don't they? It's just crumb. Yeah. It, they're they're fun, but they're not satisfying. Like I, I want I yeah. want I want substance. I want the like I well, want grease one. and I want crunch you, 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 and I want you're buying the experience with a Pringle. That's what you're yeah. buying. You're not As buying... your party or like your I holiday. buy my experience and buy one, get one. <laughs> Demo Doritos. Yeah. What would you go for? Demo Doritos. Prefer Doritos. Oh, standard Dorito or Cool Ranch. All no, right. Nothing would you crazy. Over, over Pringles, though? Would you go for the Dorito? Oh, absolutely. Over yeah. They, have, they, yeah. they have more texture. I'm a texture heart, person. Yeah. Right. A lot of love for uh, paprika in the uh, in the chat here. The Good. flavor of all Spanish. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I said on my on the last show that sizzling extra hot cheese and chili this year that like I'm not a Pringles guy, but 
they are the fucking best. Them crisps, they're so fit. Like they, they just need to get yep. some. Need to get some. The only Pringles I'd go out my way to get. If I see them, I'm like, yep. Who puts right Pringles now. in the fridge? Oh, I was just about to say, Karen, can I what, ask you a serious question? Yes, right. Maddie, go you ahead. You know, any sort of crisp, any sort of that type of thing, would you ever put them in the fridge? Absolutely not. They get soggy. Well, like, one of us here. Yeah, why? Why? Why, why do you fridge? hate yourself and your friends? Like that's <laughs> yes. just—that's not food safety. That's just ruining a good can of Pringles, Benno. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who hurt you? It's become a thing. I, I don't think I put Pringles in the fridge, though. I've got to be honest, they take up too much space. But it's kind of like the when Matthew was around at my one. on the other side. But why would you put them in the fridge to begin with? Put them in Cheetos. the fridge. Cheetos. The... You put Cheetos in the fridge. And then you tried them, Matty, and what did you think? Oh, yeah. I had to say, because you were giving me a bed for the night. So I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just I'm wild. trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of what what is the purpose. Why would you want to put those in the fridge? They, they don't oh, need refrigeration. Dipping sauce for the chips, I get. Cheese sauce, ranch sauce, whatever. Put in the fridge, it's fine. The chips themselves. Oh, it was space saving. That was part of what it was. But I don't know. I liked them a bit cooler. I think until you've tried it, don't knock it. I would say try it, folks. And oh, you haven't got a jewelry box to keep your fucking food in it. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no. Well, you, you put the to... ranch dressing in the fridge to get it cool. You don't put the chips in the fridge to get them cool. It's not how it works. You don't dig in your own grave. There's no answers to this one, mate. Obviously. Simon, back me up here. Anyone who's tried and agrees with me, this is the thing. I'm just, I'm a trendsetter. I, I try new things. I've it's just wild, then. Trendsetter. I, I can't. No, I don't even know how to react to this. This is just. If if they were supposed to be in the fridge, the supermarkets will keep them there. That's correct. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Enough what people... supermarkets are you going to? That's my question. <laughs> I If the Pringles were coated in chocolate, then I could see them going in the fridge. That would make sense because chocolate melts if it's kept oh. on the shelf. But I like, feel I put, about I put um... bread in the fridge so it doesn't go. Like, I put bread in the freezer so it. You know, yeah, can freezer, but, yeah. you, but you're yeah. not putting Pringles in the freezer and thawing them out and eating them because they, they will disintegrate. I'd accept that more than putting them in the fridge, though. <laughs> you were actually defrosting. Can I just say this, though, Karen? How do you feel about like sweets? How do you feel about candy in the fridge? Because that's what you know, some of us on the call might do that. Well, as, as someone who lives yeah. in Florida where it's yeah. hot most of the time. Candies, chocolates, cookies, that I get because either you have to worry there about bugs there or them go. melting and falling apart. But chips, no. <laughs> Just no. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I got you, Maddie. I like, <laughs> as a girl whose body is by dessert and junk food, no. <laughs> I veto this. You need help. I'll Somebody send like help you. now. <laughs> that bed's all. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember when I opened this, by the way. I'm just I'm having too much fun. Yeah. Drinking that. Oh well. Um, is, that, is that the watermelon? What you call it? Guava. It's a guava brew dog, so I've sold out, but only partially. Um, <laughs> Chris Elliott asks. He was given a 2D Monopoly for Christmas, featuring Vince McMahon's face all over the money. Fucking hell! If you could translate a board game into wrestling, what would it be? Um, oh, it's gonna be Cluedo, aren't it? Cluedo, hundred percent. 
I'm not even going there, JP. Though. Who would you have as the suspects? It's, it's, it's Kempatera in a McDonald's with a breeze block. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Snooker, Benoit. Invader One. Oh, in the yeah. shower with a knife. Um, I'm not even going there, JP. Oh, this is. It's, it gets. It, that would be the other one on there, wouldn't it? Um, Lex Luger in the living room with the painkillers and all that. <laughs> Could, game, oh. game of Life would be another uh, another good game that you could translate. Game, yeah, <laughs> for the oh. living. Never Bring it up a little oh bit, guys. Oh shit, we're live, the, aren't we? <laughs> the other one would be. It wasn't um, oh, Operation. If you want to go through all sort of manner of what's the what's the physician called who passes everyone in AEW? He could be doing the operation, just like yeah, he'd never get that. He'd just be like, we've won, see you later. <laughs> I mean, he says they guess who with only wrong ones. You could play a good guess who with just like wrestlers from the eighties mm. and nineties. Do they have like... hair? Yeah. yeah. All Do of they their take hair. steroids? All the muscle heads. <laughs> so many of them, JP. Is it? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I'm trying to actually think. Um... Snakes and snakes. No there actually is that. a monopoly, though, isn't it? There's actually a w- was that what he said? A WWE yeah, monopoly. Yeah. yeah. yeah mm. Sorry. Limp me on fourth. Yeah. There was a point when I was a kid. Is it Top Trumps the game where everyone's got like yeah. a um, yeah. power type of thing? Like I think we made our own out of cards and we were convinced ourselves like we could sell it to the WWE. We like we made, made it like um, WWF versus WCW themed or something like that. We had all these rules. Like we made we made it quite complex. It was the invasion before the invasion. That could have been an idea, you know. Where you you grabbed one wrestling company. Oh and yeah. Surprised Isn't never that did. Risk or what is it? The, one of those other games. Settlers of Catan, oh, where you're just like trying to risk, like, play. Uh, risk, but uh, risk, risk would be a good one. That's like Triple I H mean, in front of his map, isn't it? With the where he's trying to do like <laughs> NXT Japan, yeah. NXT. <laughs> whole Dungeons and Dragons version <laughs> of, of uh, WWE, where you create your wrestler and you book shows and you tell storylines. But <laughs> uh, yeah, EWR just too much for that. We had so many good plans, but that game just like it, it destroys my brain. Just a give first, yeah. User interface, yeah. Related one, then James Lynn, top five Christmas party games to play with the family. So, oh. apologies if this is too middle class. <laughs> My family want to watch the telly. Heads up is, is right in there, boys. What a game that is! Heads up, What's to anyone. Is? What's heads up? Oh, you might know it's something. Oh, you may you get it on your phone and like you could it could be actors or and you you got 60 seconds and an actor will come up and they've got to describe who it is without saying the name. You can oh, actually yeah. buy it in like headband form as a board game where you get cards and put it in. No? Is this where you like to... put a post you put a post-it note on your head and you're like the queen or something like yeah. that? Yes, yeah. yes, that's it, oh, yes. Yeah, but it's yeah. on your phone and it's easier. You get 60 yeah. seconds. She to get uh, there would be charades, would be one. Uh Pic- categories, Pictionary. Uh we would just yeah. throw on Jeopardy and play the quiz part of it. Wheel of oh, Fortune. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are there are repeats from the 80s, but they're still fun to try to guess everything. Trivial family fortunes, well, family, trivial feud, pursuit. family feud, would be yeah, another one. Pie and the trivial pursuit, always good. Trivial pursuit's a good one. Gareth, uh, is that a challenge? Put <laughs> <laughs> a game one night. Though, bit of trivial pursuit. Love Are we going to do it live next? Oh, next graph live. Oh, no. Just get, get it on, mate. Let's just get it on. <laughs> More than any, we should have a live game. I'm telling you, all of us, us five. Hungry, hungry Ken Pateras. Just. <laughs> 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 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I am more of an uh, put the telly on type of family until this year, but uh, that's my uh, that'll be my preference. Don't know, no game. Yeah, we know we played. Me, he's got me a little. Um, well, everyone was running the spew, Benno, by the sounds of it. So no chance yeah. to watch the telly. Sorry, got me a music trivia game and one of like usual, like you know, soundtracks, nineties rock and pop. But the fourth mm. category was hum that tune. So we had a laugh. We all had a drink doing that. So we were just like being the house and humming and they had to guess just by you humming the tune. Oh, we had a right laugh playing that. Like classic. Absolute classic. <laughs> Boss. Oh, Can't beat a good game. Should be all year round, yeah. not just Christmas for me. They should be all year round. Family like get together to play games. Right. I agree. Billiards would be another one in my house. Mm. What was Billiard. that? Kind of? Billiards. My, my parents have a table, so. Oh, we just give it play, we, play it snooker though, Karen. It's we don't have snooker over here, at least not in my house. It's too hard, Karen. It's such a hard game. It's to play. It's... I can't even say it's a snooker. It's like, like I don't. I just like you know stripes and solids. That's my my. I can't even. I I lose most of the time, but I just sit there to drink and have a good time. Can't be billiards or pool or nine ball. Can't beat it. <laughs> Yeah, you would ask. Like a game of killer, Matty. Oh, I've played that for a long time. And what about darts? Do you do a darts, Karen? Yeah. Well, not with my family. No, that's that's more going to the bar and playing darts and throwing axes and going bowling. Because you go round the ball. What is that? What's that called, Gareth? Where you got to get one, two, three. Killer. That's killer. No, no, round the clock is it? Round the clock. Yeah, that's a classic as well. Ewan says here, cast the grapple version. They have a uh, Christmas Carol with wrestlers as ghost, past as a dead wrestler, present a current star, future somebody who will be a star. He also has a bonus question of who else of the grapple family will play Scrooge. <laughs> Not me. We can extend it post WH. <laughs> I was just going to say, if, we, if we've got extended family WH. <laughs> so just trying to think, yeah, so it would be. So the idea would be they'd be having to be who would be the ghosts, but it'd be who who are they doing it for to try and convert well, like Michael Oakley mm. or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I've got one. I'll go with MGF as like the star. Mm. It's a visit from Christmas past dead wrestler Rick Rude telling him, great job getting on the steads, lad, because you're looking like much more like a main eventer now that you've, you, you've, um, you've beefed up there and got a bit more muscles. Just be careful where you put that injection because uh, we know that things yeah. can go a bit wrong with that. We'll, um, we'll go for the current wrestler will be Brock Lesnar telling him, just keep it, don't work, keep be, be a special yeah. attraction, do as little as possible, know your value and fucking uh, get get that money, lad. And then we'll have MGF as the ghost of Christmas future coming back to tell himself, don't fucking lean into that baby face shit. Fucking stay heel and just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just that's where that's where the that's money is. Stay there. Pretty that much work. well told that. That's a brilliant answer. <laughs> God, I give it that. Perfect. Uh, yeah, there's one from Eddie. Pick a movie, keep one actor, the rest of the cast are played by Muppets. What movie and actor would you choose? Blue Velvet, <laughs> and the one actor who remains is Dennis Hopper. Everyone else is played by Muppets. I thought you'd pick a Serbian film, do you think? <laughs> no, I'd go for that one. Definitely Blue Velvet. Carl just, find, just, just find a Muppets here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Him screaming out, Paps Blue Ribbon. Like, glorious. Um, I'll go Evil Dead 2 and just keep Bruce Campbell. 
<laughs> I'm going to go with Kill Bill and keep Uma Thurman. <laughs> we got Halloween, just Michael Myers versus a load just of kill I was going to say, Jay, I was going to say for that one of the Fridays, uh, JP, just keep Jason, just chopping Muppet's heads yeah. or something like that. Same film, same tone. Yeah. You know, you've got whoever, you know, you know, Miss Piggy is Laurie Stroud. You know, yeah. and you, Laurie Strode, I should say. Yeah, that would or be... a horror film, but cast the big bad as a Muppet. Mm. Ah, that's a good one. That's... Imagine Kermit <laughs> going round with a machete. <laughs> Just going around <laughs> the Exorcist. Yeah. Die hard, but keep Alan Rickman. <laughs> like <laughs> Robocop, everyone's a Muppet. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, William. Good no, no, no. <laughs> early, Will. Far too early. He's going to be calling in soon. So, yeah, I look forward to that. Oh, I can't wait to speak to him. You know, I've spoke to him Steph, for a while. You get Steph to ring. I, I recognize that fella from that, uh, that picture there. Got her to, uh, to ring him with her. Uh, oh, with yeah. Him. So cute. Give a couple. Uh, couple of good shouts there for Die Hard. Mm. It is a Christmas film. Oh, it is totally. Yeah. No debate. No debate. Um, yeah, what else we got? Uh, 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 Daniel Ian asks, Any of us had a chance to watch Glass Onion? Probably no. New Year's watch listing over the weekend, definitely. Yeah, I saw it. Is it good, mm. JP? What's the premise of it for those who don't know? Oh, I mean, it's like the Knives Out film, it's basically a all star kind of whodunit. Oh, okay, it's really all it is. Um, you know, with Ben, what with Daniel Craig as a kind of you know, southern. Hercule Poirot. He's hilarious I in the think it's perfectly good fun yeah. um, for what it is. In terms of best wrestler turn actor, I think I'm I'm going to go with that in terms of Dave Batista. I've been saying this a while, and the hints are there. Like I mean, partly I mean, obviously the the role he played in Guardians of the Galaxy and just the complete surprise that he managed to pull this off. But it's the, it's the it's the stuff in June. It's the stuff with. Um, like Blade Runner, uh, Blade Runner, like these um, small roles, but with like he works with good directors. He seems to get that idea of I can work with good directors now, and they get stuff out of him, and he he works in he's he's got a good sense of humor as well. He's got all of those things that kind of like really work for him. I wouldn't be amazed, and I've said this before. It sounds nuts if you'd ask me to you know who's who is Le- Leviathan in OVW could ever win an Oscar, but you know. Mm. There you are. I can't JP. believe you've, got, you've gone over Pat Bomber Roach there, JP. I always thought you had him. I, true. <laughs> he's he's up there. He was limited. But Roddy I mean, like Piper, his role... got it for you, innit? Roddy Piper, oh, isn't but... it for you? <laughs> Just for that one. Tanahashi yeah. in um, My Dad is a Heel Pro Wrestler. Actually, Taguchi in that film is really good. Yeah. yeah. Taguchi's... Oh, I was like... Taguchi's surprisingly <laughs> serious in that film. Yeah. There's no ass-based tomfoolery going on there. It's, no. it's Have you all... not seen The Condemned, though? <laughs> Come on. It's got to be Steve, hasn't it? Steve. <laughs> what a career he could have had. Him and Vinnie Jones going at it. Is it not, <laughs> is, is it not Jericho in Sharknado? Uh, <laughs> in, a, in a massive role. He was in, he was in about one Shane scene Douglas. in the Terrifier yeah. 2, wasn't he? Or so, I don't know what. Bri- Brian Glover. Brian Glover in Kez. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Douglas in Wrestlers vs. Zombies. <laughs> what a performance. Got his own merch in, JP, you know. 
The only Chris has mentioned it. They live with Roddy Piper plus Muppets. Because <laughs> there would be Muppets in that. That would be no old bad Gareth. Is that a soft spot for oh, you? That film, or... yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones mid boss extraordinary. What a great mid boss. Why is it somebody <laughs> made Raiders of the Lost Ark just an interactive game? That'd be a hard level. Trying to punch him and then move around and wait for the blades to turn and. The amount of times you die during that sequence in the game. Yeah, Carl just, made Big Kevin a shredder in the turtles as well, weren't he? You've yeah, just got me thinking yeah. there, Odo Matt. That was a big trivia, don't worry. No old's bad. Good old uh, Bill Eady getting a shot at Rip's belt early on. Yeah. There, right? <laughs> <laughs> True work of Bill Eady, one of the best, Gareth. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Kurt Angle in River of Darkness, though. Absolutely not. Terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, here's one, a good one for you to answer, Karen. Uh, Nick Lomprey asks on Twitter, uh, on his retirement tour, does Muta do the job? <laughs> I mean, I was surprised when he did the job to Kaito Kiyomiya. Mm. Uh, he's fighting Shinsuke on New Year's Day in the main event, which is actually outranking the GHC heavyweight championship between Keno and Kaito Kiyomiya. Mm. I want to say that WWE did not send Shinsuke Nakamura to Noah to lose. <laughs> hmm. um, I don't know how his match with uh, Sting and Darby Allen's going to go down or who they're fighting or anything like that. I, I would think he's at the point where he should start, but I don't know if he's actually... With multi-man matches, it seems like people that aren't him are the ones that are, are getting the pins and the wins. So he's not exactly putting people over. He's just kind of there in the match. Yeah. So I think Shinsuke is going to possibly, but I don't think anyone other than Shinsuke would be in of his remaining matches would be the ones to get the job. I'd go yeah. with that. You'd think Nakamura, it's got to be in the contract, and there's no way he's going there to lose. Yeah, I, I don't think they would yeah. send Shinsuke Nakamura... Over mm. to have him lose in the main time, event. Time limit draw. Time limit draw written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke, oh Shinsuke could do it, but I don't want to see Muta trying to go to a time limit draw. No, it has like a 30 or 60 minute time limit. I don't want to watch that much Muta. No. Sorry. <laughs> that would just yeah, be a nightmare. No, I, I think that's the only job he does is mm. Nakamura. I think the others are, are multi man's. And it does get bandied around. He is the kind of guy who'd end up his last match of the Tokyo Dome is him challenging for the GHC title against someone, probably Kaito Kiyomiya, just for shits and giggles, and then beats him and then retires the title or mm. lies and says, I'm not retiring. It would be <laughs> that kind of stuff that I'm not halfway surprised would happen. I don't want mm. him to pull a Ric Flair and be retired and then try to keep doing what he's doing. Like, he, like in addition mm. to wrestling, he also does like variety TV programs where he's parts of panels and he goes around and eats stuff and goes to like hot springs. Go Easy do that. Running. Go go enjoy retirement. Yeah. Like, don't make people watch really stupid long matches for no good reason. Mm. When I was watching Match of the Day the other night, Karen, I was looking at Dion Dublin. I, I, he presents Holmes in the Hammer. I, I just think you did a much better <laughs> job than than. But it was the idea that he was he'd taken the easy, easy TV punditry job and look, it's worked out lovely for him. He didn't want the stress of, of management and all the rest of it. Do that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not going on there. 
Uh, I just feel I just feel so ignorant that I can be like, oh yes, I agree absolutely. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It is right to be I just want to be the person to tell you about Dion Dublin, really, have... in case he ever gets brought up. I'll bring it to the, the pub the pub quiz next week and be like, hey, <laughs> I got this one, guys. Uh, I mean to go back to the comments, who do we actually think will um be his uh, last match at the into the Tokyo Dome? Oh so who do we think will be the last match at the Tokyo Dome? For it's... New Japan on the fourth, yeah, mm. I believe bu- it. Sh- it should be oh, Okada the Noah, a white. Noah Dome show, isn't it? There, no- Noah is at the Budokan on the first. Yeah, and the card is already released, and it has Shinsuke versus Muda as the closing match, a double main event, but it outranks on the matching but, order. Match but there order. is another, but Noah are running the dome themselves in like february i think is that for muda's retirement match like his last 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 match last last match i haven't heard anything about it i think it'll be a tag probably Mm. it'll be the kind of thing that i could see that being like a tag as much as anything just to get him through it and he can get a pin and he can always put someone in there who i mean i haven't got a clue i'll be honest but who's like who did he have like his first match against or like anyone he had loads with that he could go in there as like sting and flared them do you know what I mean? On that it wouldn't show. be Chono, like, wouldn't be Hasei, Hashimoto's dead. Like, if we're going back to that kind of older era. I mean, Fujinami's kicking around, still wrestling, yeah. but I don't I don't know if he would do it. Would um, Sting not do it, JP? No? It would be more the kind of thing if it was a new Most Japan six member. He had that match in January with Sting, so I don't know if they're no. going to let him... I don't know if AEW wants to give... Noah two sting matches in the course of like two months. Yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> that match is the great Muta like final show, isn't it? So is yeah. there a, is there a Keiji Muto final show as well? Keiji Muto yeah. is the one in February at the oh, Dome. Okay. There, yeah, that makes okay. sense. This is basically Muta's way of getting around the I only oh. have five matches left by doing ha- like. Five as KG Muto and five as the great Muto. He sounds like a, uh, a true worker, JP. Yeah, he loves pro wrestling so much, he's going to do it twice. <laughs> I, I look forward to the Barry Darsaw um, fa- uh, farewell <laughs> tour. This one is like, does one is smash. <laughs> Ed Leslie got it for imagine his farewell tour. <laughs> you go on a kiss for two years, tour of the world. <laughs> oh, Bloody hell. Yeah, Muta has linked it. Apparently, City finished three one. By the way, uh, there you go. I'll be yeah, checking my sure. uh, FBL links in a minute. Um, did Cancelo come on? Somebody tell me that. Um, Chris Platt, uh, AW, do they agree to a, t- a talent trade? Which three talents from each company would you trade? Tag teams count as one pick. Permanent I trade mean, or a visiting agreement? They say permanent. That's to benefit both uh, companies. Yeah, I think. Okay, a talent trade. What do AEW needs? If you think of, of like women's which, wrestlers, yeah. So I think you're almost asking for two complete like proper main events as well. Yeah, proper main eventers. So you would say Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. Like but they would does, feel like two kind who of. Does, who does AEW have that's comparable to a Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair? I don't know if there's anything anyone comparable. There's people that WWE would do better with. Like I think at this point, if WWE worked a Wardlow character, they would do better yeah. where they oh, go yeah. from here. Because they would just be like forcing him onto the main event scene. I think that would would kind of work as well. Um, 
they would never agree to it, but I always think like the acclaimed could be an enormous act in WWE with the kind of big marketing push if they ever got that kind of right to really take them up. I think Jade would be as well. I know she's getting there. Jade. I think she'd be like in WWE, they would market it like Powerhouse Hobbs, which I know I'm basically picking younger talent who fits or like kind of less exposed talent who they could add their sheen to to make them into big stars. And people like Wardlow and Hobbs and Jade look like look like stars and they could make them feel like stars and they'd get more value out of them, I think, than anyone else. Um, Do you know what I've always thought would be boss in AEW? And you might laugh at this one, Brock Lesnar. I honestly think he'd just go in. Imagine him feuding with like the, the F5s and the Germans to like the young bucks and Kenny and that. JP, it'd be hilarious, mate. Honestly, it would... they'd sell the, the shit for him, though. He would probably, like, you know. Well, if they feel punk backstage, (laughs) it's Jesus. I think good good luck, all of them trying to get into a fight with a former UFC heavyweight. (laughs) They wouldn't wouldn't start shit with him, would he? No, no one. I'd maybe take from WWE to AW just with the Moxley factor, might be like Rollins. I just think with like a fresh paint, paint, a coat of paint there for like him in a different environment, like freshen him up a bit more, freedom and stuff. Potentially, he could be someone who could like add something at the top of the AW roster that like might benefit him as well. You might get a bit more out of him. Not that I'm a fan, but I just think that like he, he that that might work as well. I'd send Punk the other way. So you so yeah, again, I'd, I'd got, say Punk back. You've you've got a main event player yeah. there to just go in at the top end. Like that would benefit WWE as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, and they would be smart and put him on a very part time contract, so it's not kicking off. Or they put um, the Ring of Honor champion, World Championship on him. Oh, yeah. Unless Punk, yeah, if Punk comes back, that would be... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think, as an act as well, I mean, you could say the Usos, so you could get that kind of dream match. But I actually, do you know who I think could be, need, should be in WWE when their contract's up? And that's the Bucks. There comes yeah, a point yeah. where you look at the Bucks and the only thing they haven't... There is a point where it's like, you need to tick that WWE box. You'll earn a fortune. Because they'll pay them massive money, even if they never quite follow through on the kind of big tag division stuff that they should be doing. Um, and I, I think they could just need that kind of... It's almost like they need to be within a machine that could kind of temper some of the bigger nonsense stuff that they that they try and do as bookers. That, that's You'd argue that's one of the things that all of the EVPs have kind of needed at various stages, is just being told, look, calm down you're trying to do too much too soon and maybe being in the WWE system and the Uso matches and the rest of it. And maybe you can, you can put big kind of combinations together to go up against them in kind of unique matches. Imagine that JP. Yeah. Like imagine if like Omega and the books, like the elite showed up in WWE, like the fucking outsiders going after like Roman and the Usos. Like, (laughs) imagine that, that'll be boss. Like (laughs) a great angle. I would send the new day to AEW. Yeah, 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 yeah. They would and fit I think right in, wouldn't they? They really would, and it would just be that fresh. I mean, because you even get to the point now when the fact they're in NXT suggests, like, really that they haven't got a whole lot for them to do. Yeah, they do the feud. I'm sure the feud will do well for Pretty Deadly. He'll end up on that main roster soon enough, anyway, because they just appear to have everything that they would want from uh, a, a team. Um, but yeah, that. 
it's I just think when you so have you, you think... noticed though what we've hmm. said there, it's like it should be the main eventers going to AEW from WWE and it's the undercard from AEW going to WWE. That's mm. what we're basically saying here. So it just shows yeah. doesn't it? But like I would it's, it's weird that I if you think of okay, who are the top liners in both companies and on both like kind of the male and uh, the men's and women's divisions, and you think of who's there, I mean what AEW needs is kind of real star power in the women's division. Like like real kind of like heavy duty star. And what you get Becky Lynch is the obvious choice. And also you'd say Charlotte Flair for regardless of other stuff back. I'm sure Andrade'd be on his best behaviour for a bit, wouldn't he? As well. Charlotte Charlotte and Jade, that would be like a good like star. That would be the best Gareth that as a spectacle. That would yeah. be so good. That would it'd be, be some proper back and forth. It would. And it'd be Whereas what I don't think WWE necessarily need, like they need people who could potentially become top line stars, but they do need some mid carders, I think as well, that they can kind of create a journey for that you end up empathizing with, much like what they're doing with Sami Zayn. So I think, what yeah, you mentioned Wardlow. Wardlow, Wardlow and um, the acclaimed for me, definitely. Yeah. Like they, they just scream WWE that would take automatically. Them. I would need someone to teach the acclaimed how to rap first because they had <laughs> they had Swerve and Hit Row and they were fire and then re- let them all go. So they brought back most of Hit Row. But if, if you're gonna pick a rapper to go a wrestling rapper to go back to WWE, send Swerve back. Swerve, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who who next year you could see with Swerve that he's gonna become a top line, like he's gonna be into that. JB, I'm this way I only breath though with AEW. You hope. This mm-hmm. is it. There's a few that should have been pushed right up there, yeah. and they haven't. Yeah, but it's a clogged division. It's, well, it's a clogged company, isn't it, in terms of too yeah. many wrestlers there who come in, and too many people are, are there for a very short-term run, and then, it, then they're kind of just moved off TV. And then I always bring up the point about it not being like a TV program as how they should kind of think about it. How do these people interact? They don't always need to be the... If you're thinking in Game of Thrones, kind of territory, it wasn't like you might see your favourite character, you might not see for three episodes, but you're kind of fine with it because you knew where they were in the ecosystem of everything else. Whereas in AEW, it's very hard to pick that up. Where do people really fit in? Like, why isn't a Swerve Strickland ambitious enough to try and challenge a John Moxley? Like, that's the kind of stuff you want to see. Like, and, and, and that's always the, the thing with MJF is he came across as someone who was just trying to start stuff with the big stars in the company. Which then, by default, made him feel like a big star in the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, pretty much with all the ones you guys said, I'd love to see the books in WWE. I think it'd be good for them to have a, a fresh coat of paint just to see to see the experiments of it. Like, what would happen? Yeah. What would it even look like? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, a company that doesn't traditionally push tag teams well. They've got these ready-made stars. How would that look? How would Kenny look in WWE? Like, I'd, I'd almost want to do them just for. The experiment side of it, and obviously I'm on Cody to come back to AEW, but you know I don't know. Oh, hey Ben, come on, he's at his home now, mate. This is a non WWE AEW, but I would send Jay White to WWE. Yeah, he can a million percent, million percent that he would fit like a hand in a glove. Uh, Carl asks how it's got so civilized. Well, I'll throw a not a not so civilized question. Oh, we were we're having a good time then. (laughs) We can play nice when we want to. Yeah. Well, our next guest's gonna come on in a minute to throw some mayhem into the mix. Apparently, got a game for us to play, so I'm looking forward. Oh, I like games. (laughs) That's what it is. 
I'll have to go get a drink in that. I need to get a drink before <laughs> this as well, JP. You never well, a controversial question to, uh, to, to put it on. Dan, the Mount Rushmore of sandwich films. Ooh. <laughs> chicken, chicken and turkey and stuffing is in there for me, no matter Do all year what? round. It's in there, JP. I, I have to go with those kind of like cr- almost Christmas less leftover type sandwiches, but like with proper mm. stuffing yeah. and stuff like that. Plowman's? Like, oh. What are we saying on a plowman's? I don't, I'm not a big fan of cheddar. Karen, do you know, plowman's though? I know, I don't know what those are. That is grated cheese with Branston pickle. I don't like <coughs> pickles in my sandwiches because they usually are kind of. I, I I prefer pickles as like a side dish because right. they're so wet. They right. get like kind of. This is they mustn't have Branston. Better, better help me out here. I'm not cultured enough here. He's mate, I can't tell you. No, but don't the Americans have Branston pickle? Is that just strictly over here? I would imagine not. It's a very we, we have different brands. We have plastic and uh ah, right, right. But yeah, right. no, I, I prefer my pickles on the side. But give me give me yeah. all day, every day, give me a good grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup. Um Christmas, Christmas and Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches, can't miss mm. peanut butter. A lot can be done with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. See, yeah. that Very is simple. strictly American, that then. That is like, <laughs> that is like I'm, I'll have to try one when I'm over there. I can't wait for that. Jam for it. I mean, you can make it at home. <laughs> jam and peanut butter. No, but a, a, a proper one. I would I like the American yeah. peanut butter and jelly sandwich, my sir. Proper American peanut butter. Lamb. Minted lamb mm. on, a, on a baguette. That's Lamb's really expensive that. here, so I don't order it all that much. Oh, it's mm. the as well. <laughs> Uh, John says he ate like a good old cheese and pickles sandwich. Parcel to curry. Tuna mayo. Tuna uh, mayo. Tuna mayo's a good one. Chicken salad's a good one. Too many Gareth, options going on here. I was going to say, Gareth, what are you having? Just lettuce. What's the vegetarian space? <laughs> it's the. Um, it's the um, do you know what? A Christmas pret do their Christmas sandwich and it's like falafel and butternut squash. Ooh, it's got like a bit of nuts. Lovely. It's got like a bit of nuts in there and a bit of some kind of cheese like a bit of brie or something like that like that's that's that takes some beating as a as a veggie where my options are basically limited to cheese homeless gareth do you have that on a, on like a, a, a wrap on a, or something on a, on a wrap nah no i've never done it mate i honestly you can throw, throw it in a pita i mean that's kind of yeah. sandwich yeah. but it's dip, a dip, dip some dip maybe some like rectangles of pita bread oh. in it but, gareth honestly on it, my mind was got you know Morrison's do the um, you know the deli bit in Morrison's and yeah, I've never yeah. seen it before and the guy just got the wrap out and just started leathering it in hummus and then put all the fillings in I was like I've got to try this and it would be my was blown boss mate oh well maybe give that a go bit of car- <laughs> caramelized onion hummus butty there <laughs> no, more of that or, or, or a pit of carrot said more that not like a traditional sandwich more like a wrap or a you know or a what are they, a fin or something like that? Yeah. Throw some uh, throw some carrot sticks and pepper. Sticks <laughs> <in there. laughs> and a, a nice savoury crepe. Do, do crepes fall into this as a... Uh... <laughs> it, it is a type of bread that is folded in a different way from a sandwich, but it does have it, filling. Egg mayo. That's an old school one for me. Egg mayo. Love it. Can't go wrong with a good egg salad, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Your bacon and sausage baguette being thrown. That's a breakfast, though, isn't it? Uh, well, you were not counting bacon that's and more... sausage. That's more brekkie, that. that yeah. that's, you're opening Pandora's box here. It's a great show, but it's like... Oh. 
when I've like tried it. to pretend I'm a vegan, falafel, you're right though. Falafel and hummus, as Connor says here, I'm I'm with that. I have to go with it. JP, that, you got any controversy? The one meal deal alternative in Tesco that the yeah, yeah. <laughs> hummus is in that wrap. I don't even think of that. That's falafel and hummus, isn't it? In, the, in that. Here you go, Gareth, here you go, here you go, fella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I remember going to a deli in New York once and just being far too overwhelmed by the choice. I need to go outside and have a cigarette. It was that kind of time. <laughs> like the yeah, delis, delis in the tri-state are very oh, overwhelming. I can't wait for that. Oh. Salami, pastrami. Before I was a veggie, I had a pastrami butty in, a, in oh. New York and I would, I reckon it was that thick. <laughs> I, reckon, I, I honestly reckon they put that much on. Like, that's not even, Silly size. No, no exaggeration. It was ridiculous. Did, did, did you go to Katz's Deli, the, the famous where Hall, uh, Harry met Sally Deli? Oh, I didn't know. So. They, ha- they actually have a sign over the table where it says, I'll have what she's having with an arrow pointing right. down to the exact table. <laughs> oh, that, I'd have to recreate the scene though, Karen, if I went to that, I'd have to probably. It, 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 it is a full, full dining room all the time. So if you yeah. want to get your moan on, go on ahead. But people are going to be like, you're a tour. You're not from, y- y'all aren't from around Definitely here, are you? <laughs> No, but oh. you know, me, I've told this, you know what my brother gets from him um, as a meal deal? Literally gets just ham. No mayo, oh. no margarine. <laughs> it's the worst oh. ever on white bread. It's that's, so awful. That's like, that's just a sad sandwich. That's like, no. There's nothing else on it. There's no it's, marge or spread. It's just it's, literally a piece of ham. That's what the inventor of the sandwich did. Is it wafer thin though as well? Oh, yeah, it's like a wafer thin ham. <laughs> <laughs> if there was like a load of ham in there, you'd kind of get it. But there's you, know, just, you know, you get a nice, you know, you get a nice slab of like Christmas ham and just kind of shove it in bread. I get that, but like a little thinly sliced. Mm. <laughs> Aww. here and that wraps sounds like kind of mission creep to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is. <laughs> God bless Mark and his puns. It loves a pun. <laughs> and go well, and listen to the Lusty Matches project as well. <laughs> Yes, you should, and get Matty on it every other week. Apparently, you're the uh, the go to no, guy. I'm not on every other week as Gareth thought I was. I'm only on. No, I'm only on now and again when there's a WWF match. That's all. You'll be in the logo now for post wrestling. John Pollock waiting and Matty Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Pollock no. uh, offsets Matty. Um, anyway, <laughs> we got another uh, guest waiting in the wings. Uh, we said we'd uh, we bring on. I put him under pressure because I did say he was going to come up with a, a game for us, but I'm told it's more the topic. Alan, how's it going? Any games for us, mate? All right. Alan. Hello, mate. Hello, Al. Oh, he's muted. Sorry, Al. I think you muted on uh, the stream yard end. There he is. We good now? We got yeah. you. Oh, we Hello. are. Excellent. Hello, all. Hello, Karen. For the first time, nice to nice to speak to you. Hello, Alan. Nice to finally meet you. Yeah, and um, guys, Hello, I man. I'm feeling the pressure here because yeah, no game was mentioned. Benno <laughs> thrown me under the bus. I was uh, tempted I to. Uh, Sorry. I, I do have to my right in uh, in my wrestling uh, DVD press. I have the. Um, I'll pull I'll pull it. Show you in a sec. But I have. Uh, um, a very early '90s WF board game, but I don't know how playing that on a, <laughs> on a stream would work. But uh, I do had a to- I do have a topic that I was going to throw out there. Um, I'm especially interested in Maddie's answer for this because I could see it being his wheelhouse. Um, I wanted to discuss something that was a a, a big part of um, 
my evolution as a wrestling fan and uh i'm sure for for many of you guys it was it was something you you dipped your toes into the water of and that is late 90s early 2000s shoot interviews oh, <laughs> yeah yes because of wow. course now now we have like a million podcasts and there's video things and every wrestler who's ever like laced a pair of boots or anyone who's ever done anything in wrestling has some form of something whether they're on kayfabe commentaries or or they're doing something with conrad or something like that but back in the day like you'd get a grainy VHS with four hours of some guy talking in their living room with wow. a camera set up. And it was just like, these were the original shoot interviews were a window into wrestling that we had kind of never really gotten before. Mm. No, definitely. Haven't. Early shoot interview memories um, from you guys, Maddie, I can see oh. you're itching already to, yeah. to jump on this. So I've got, I, I mean, if I have, in a minute when I get a drink, if, if they're handy, I'll show you how many I've got, Alan. I've got like, you know, those big <laughs> Oh, you've got them on physical. Oh, nice. I've got them all, Alan. I've got, honestly, that. I must have 300. I must have 300 <laughs> easily. No, JP, that's not even like, that's just a guess that. Got all the kayfabes, because I, I did like them, Alan, the later uh, Sean Oliver ones. I did like them. I like those. But the original ones, the, the first one, you know what? I don't know if it was Bam Bam Bigelow. And that mm-hmm. wasn't that in like a video store or something. That was the first one I ever remember. Like that was like about when he went back to ECW. That was in about 97, yeah. even that Alan. That was it, one of the first ones. Is that him talking about like wrestling chemo in Japan and like the idea in like kind of worked MMA stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. the first time the click got like, you know, out of this being like first time I seen it as like being bastards mm. and stuff like that. You know what I heard Nash that. say about uh because uh, Bam Bam always shit talked the click. He was like one of the guys that said the click kind of sabotaged him. Nash uh, on his podcast recently, because again they all have their podcast now. He was saying that uh, um the reason that him and Scott Hall got the hump with Bam Bam was that um I forget the specifics exactly, but like. Bam Bam was stuck and uh, he didn't have a he didn't have a lift from the airport or something. So Nash and Hall let him drive with them, and he was being really annoying and obnoxious in the car. And they they stopped in a they stopped in a gas station. I know this story. Uh, I won't tell it yet. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is brilliant. They stopped at a gas station, and uh, they're Jeez, just lads. in there, kind of like getting whatever they're getting, and. Uh, this like I, I guess they were somewhere in the west coast and some like rough west neighborhood. Coast, some yeah rough neighborhood and some well-known west coast gang um members uh showed up in the petrol station and uh they made some comment and uh it was like not a bad comment or whatever but bam bam gave them back like a really uh narky response and kind of was like trying to be all tough about it and then Nash had to, and like Nash and Hall were both like fuck, and then Nash had to step in, and like according to him, he had to cool the situation down because he's you know you know he's 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 Kevin Nash, he's ultra cool, he's gonna keep everyone everything everything in check, you know that's the way he portrays himself. So um, yeah, he had to cool the situation down. Then they were like they they were like this fucking guy, bam bam. So they they never they never liked him after that. 
but that was yeah. that was where they said that he came from. But I I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, I might have seen some clips of a Bam Bam one, but I've never yeah. seen it in full. Maddie, it's, yeah. it's literally in in the as you say, like people's living room. This was in. The, must be fine. It was, was it Feinstein's video store, JP? It's literally there. Yeah. With all the, you can see all the memorabilia in the background, can't you? In that People shop, call like. in at the end of it. Yeah, that did yeah. the old and school ones. Really when you to they, the, uh, they, you know, they're the first ones when they have a call-in section. It's they're unbelievable. It's like <laughs> I'm going to dig them out, Alan. Everyone. That's my New Year project. So I was looking for a New Year project to do. Now. <laughs> I'm digging all them shoots out and going through them, mate. I had a, I never so, did a title for a show. Wasn't it called like? Liars, liars, or something. Yeah, yeah. lies, <laughs> liars, and the lying liars who tell them. Like, <laughs> but that's also just the name of an Al Franken book. Well, you forget, so like, like the, the big stars, don't like when, when Sean uh, left in what 98, he had one in 99 or 2000, and he was Brett, off his face. Was that, the wrestling channel, was that the wrestling channel one? Yeah, and Brett Art the ones that had... I remember were like the wrestling channel ones rather Brett than like, Art is getting, amazing. The, getting the tapes, like, really good. Like there's some, but then you get like you know the ones vividly. I, like I, I know it might sound strange, but Rats one, Brian Clark, fucking love that one. That's hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, it's like he's saying like you know he stood up to the click and stuff like that. It's like because he fancies himself as a bit of an hard knock. He's like, but you know they just bullied him as well, didn't he? But it's like you know, mm. I love them. I, I could watch them all day long. It was RVD or VD. RVD's shoot interview around it, just how funny he was and off the cup and just insulting Johnny Ace all the time, like in his time in all Japan and the rest of it. And that was really, that that's really good fun. When mm. about was that one, JP? Oh my God. I want to say that's like 97, 98. That's an early wow. one, isn't it? That's an early, early one, one as well. Because I remember a yeah. Taz one around that point in time. I haven't seen mm. that one, JP. Taz it was when he, when he was injured. Taz's... I think when he's ah, when he, before he... barely legal. Yeah, the, the I'd imagine Taz would have been quite um in, in his shell doing a shoot interview. Like I, I think staying in character as well. I think Taz on them, yeah. wouldn't he? At yeah. the time. It's like the ECW, that's the time when it that's what you know they're the early ones when it's all the ECW well, guys, but then until he talks about then, wrestling gypsy Joe. And <laughs> the thing was with Feinstein, it was like he was like the king of the shoot interviews, or F video king. But he oh, was yeah. such a terrible interviewer. He was so bad, yeah, and he was. and he and he clearly had like a couple of things he knew about wrestling history or whatever, a couple of sort of knowledge points, and he just bring those up regardless of who. Not uh, to do with the situation. He just asked. Yeah. If you want to get asked about Montreal, Alan, everyone would get asked. You could tell. You could tell when he got when he'd get bored and be like, "So Montreal, you think that was a work?" Memories of memories of memories of working with yeah yeah any Von Eric stories. Yeah. Oh, I've got. Who's he interviewing? Reckless youth. It's just like Montreal. Yeah. Like, how would I know, mate? Speaking of the Von Erich, I have actually got Lacey Von Erich shooting to be there, boys. I've got loads of JP. JP, I've got that many. I've, just, mate, I've seen some of the major guns shoot interview, and it's shocking. And well, you know what? I haven't got that one. Done, I can't really. believe I haven't got that one. I've got Pamela Paul Shogs. I've got Tory Wilson's Kimberly Pages of that era. I haven't got Major yeah. Guns at all. I cannot <laughs> believe Major Guns did a shoot interview. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> claims she's biggest star as Bill Goldberg. Goldberg because yeah, because yeah, the quarter hours are roughly the same. She fits, hair, in she fits in nowadays with the quarter hour. Fucking Head of a time. <laughs> she really <Demos. laughs> 
she would. My my biggest memory of shoot interviews is like, and, and I must have been late to the game, but it was when ROH started doing them. When they started doing the straight shooting series, they're not like, the proper ones, Ben Dog. They're not. Yeah, they're good, I mean, but a, they're not the like. One. There was a cornet, like there was an eight thousand cornet ones, Paul which Bear is always funny because like. All Cornette ever talks about is people uh, exposing the business, etc. And it's like, no, literally, you are the person I learned so many things about wrestling from watching your Shinsuke Shoes interviews. Nobody in in the wrestling business has made more money out of exposing the wrestling business than Jim Cornette. He's like number one. But like the Raven ones were a big memory from them as well. Like yeah. I was one of them people. I was convinced he was it. This, like JP always says, this complete genius because he used I fancy words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Raven, Raven was my like the the first two that I, might might have been the only two I bought on like actual VHS were a Brett one and a Raven one, and um, they're both in terrible like eighth generation quality. Raven was wearing this like really uh multicolored like Hawaiian shirt type deal and it was like all that you could make out on the screen because it was so uh, it was such poor quality um but then yeah like on the wrestling channel they started re-airing that Raven one and anytime it would come on I'd just rewatch mm-hmm. it because this was like 2004 and we didn't have like all these streaming things it was like oh yeah. the Raven shoot interviews on I'll just watch this again yeah. <laughs> and then like you said Ben I was like after the ROH Feinstein split uh Gabe and ROH just decided to kind of carry that stuff on and mm-hmm. they they had their little uh video sequence they do in every in every DVD release where they show all the the talking heads and the videos I'm sure you yeah. can I'm sure you can picture like them with their hand movements Flat and stuff the as they were in that in that exact clip and yeah. uh yeah then they pair up like because you'd get like the different kind of shoot interview stars <laughs> like Cornette was one raven was one and it was mm. like who can we pair the different ones up with but uh yeah mm. a big one was obviously um for roh fans was obviously that punk and joe one mm. which um was like Amazing. at that time that was just like yeah, that was all. All we wanted as ROH fans was like we were breaking down the two. matches, weren't they? Talking through yeah. the yeah. entire story, the three matches, like, and it was, you know, a matter of months since they'd happened. It was unheard of, wasn't it? Like that yeah. type of level of like they would tell they would like going, oh, when we did this in the second match, like the guardrail spot, that was because we were going to do this, and the th- and it was all these things that we were all talking about on the message boards, but confirmed for us. But no, that is really what they were trying to do. It was like. <laughs> The, the insight as well as the funny Rocky Romero stories were just amazing. Yeah, and also uh, throwing Gabe under the bus because hmm. yeah, they were <laughs> like, because they were in Gabe's office filming it, but Gabe wasn't there and they were like, uh, Gabe was texting the guys doing the production and be like, and they are like, He's stressing out, isn't he? He's wor- he's worried if everything's going all right. He's he's worried if Joe ate his sandwich in his top drawer <laughs> and all this stuff. But uh, yeah, it was um, it, like some of them really like a lot of stuff with those shoot interviews just really don't hold up now that you've kind of gotten a bit oh, older no, and wiser to how wrestlers stuff, yeah. are. And those Raven just, stories. Like, the yeah. Marty Janetti stories, bloody hell! Oh, when you, even even but listen to back then, I was like, "What the fuck?" You've seen him in the wild. We've seen yeah. him in action as well. Yeah, yeah. I can believe hell. every one of them stories, hundred percent. Yeah, I would when say. You, I mean, it's, it's sorry, go on, mate. No, I was just saying the amount of times, like 
I used to obviously watch them, but they'd be me like, you know, rewatch going to sleep. You know, people have the routine going to bed, they put a podcast on or need a bit of music, or I used to leave them on just so I could barely hear them. But the amount of times they had like this lightning intro at the start and the big RF thing, and I used to yeah. shit myself when it ended because it come on at the end as well. I used to <laughs> shit myself and it wake me up. It's like and some, and some random early Tasmaniac matches. Yeah, some mad matches at the end. Well. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it's it's a strange thing with like the evolution of the shoot interview because you had the first like because ECW was the first company really to kind of yeah. embrace like things like Cyber Slam, and embrace the idea of the kind of shoot references, which you know where Vince Russo stole a lot of his ideas from. 100%. And then you kind of get into the, you know, you go, you you have like the RF shoots, which are kind of terribly made and terribly produced, but they set a template for people like you. Know, it's Sid Vicious lying through his teeth mm. about loads of stuff. And it, it's funny to go back. Then you get the Ring of Honor series as well with that. Then you get the kayfabe commentaries and you get them the timeline stuff, which I kind of enjoy. It really depends on the guest. And Like if it's Brett, for example, talking about 92 WWF, then you're like fine because he... Mm he remembers stuff whereas you know when i've seen like i don't know timeline with stevie ray not as good not as strong <laughs> yeah. on there and then but then you, also, you kind of get the comedic shoots but then there's also like the kind of very much more serious like ones where i had like x-pack on there talking about all of the, the kind of heavy duty stuff in his personal yeah. life and to the point now where like where is it in terms of of shooting of as Alan said, it's daily, it's daily, JP. It Literally, is you, you put like the observer on, you put any like 10 minute thing on YouTube, it's some sort mm. of random guy interviewing, you know, a wrestler. And they just even, even I hosted shoot interviews, I was a random guy, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying you're random, Alan. Did you, you have memories of Alan? <laughs> yeah. I, I did w, WXW conversations with, yeah, oh, well, yeah. Alan 4L conversations with Sha Samuels. <laughs> did you... I did, who did I do? I did Sha Samuels, David Starr, um, uh, Walter. Um, Lufisto. I'm trying to think of there was one or two others, I think. But, Lufisto yeah. would have a great, great story to tell. Lufisto was really interesting. She was like talking about like challenging the government and and like the late 90s to be able to wrestle and stuff like this. She's had quite the uh, storied life and career. Um, but there was a, there was one other one. Um, uh, I did James Drake and Anthony Henry. That was actually James Drake was uh, uh, a good job. Yeah, a very bombastic individual. Um, could could talk for for Ireland, as they say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like high spots did loads of shoot interviews. Some like of them are Na- all right. Yeah, yeah. Naylor, Naylor had his series. Um, well, they, best friends they, was always very good at times. Yeah, I think they ran some of the jokes into the ground a little bit with those. Yeah. Like after a while, like the first few you see are really are really fun and then it's like uh remember there was the period where like paul london and, and brian kendrick was like the big yeah. like when they did a shoot and it was like oh and then now like paul london has come out and talks about how how embarrassed he is about that because of like just what kendrick burying, kind of... like triple h really can I just yeah, say me, me memories of the heist? There's a Scott Steiner high spot one, right? And honest <laughs> to God, right? No, I'm not even messing from about I don't know. 2000 and maybe six or something. And there's mm. a bit where they're talking about, like, did they ever go to ECW? 
for a brief run. Was it very yeah. brief to Steiners? Yeah. And he was like, and then he went back to the WCW and he just, it's literally a passing comment. He goes like, you know, you know, using the Eliminators were head to head as like the best tag team in the world in all the day cheats in the magazines. And Steiner takes offense to that. More than anything else, he gets accused of taking drugs, taking this. He literally has to stop, and he says, "Cut this." He goes, "I cut this. I'm not having this." The eliminators are going to the stand. No, you need to see it. He's fucking livid, though. He's Specifically, John Cronos. Yeah, like, as I say, no, playing the drug there. test or not taking drug tests or like it's double run with Triple H. It was like the eliminators are as good as the Steiners. And that was set you, you never, you never know what's going to set off a guy like Scott Steiner. But whatever <laughs> it is, you don't, you was, don't yeah. want to be the one that that hits that landmine. <laughs> Jesus, that would be a tariff. Piss your pants there and then. Like, if he gave you the eyeball look and you just saw, oh, no. I'd, that's... I'd fancy my chances in a sprint away. <laughs> well, I say that. Even you get a good head start then, GP. He got you like this. Feels yeah. like the hypothetical that we all had as as teenagers in school about how to beat up Mike Tyson. Could three of us do it and involve drop kicking a, a knee simultaneously from three different angles? Low blow, chop block, chop block. Get him down. Maybe he'll land a few punches in. Just just try and just land with your knee somewhere near him. Yeah. I just. I love that no one's too big for a shoot interview as well. Oh, like somebody mentioned the chat before, the Shawn Michaels one that was always on the wrestling channel. The fact that the wrestling channel could get like Shawn Michaels footage and have it on and advertise that Shawn Michaels is on their channel just shows anybody would do it. And enough, you know, what were they all getting paid for? Probably a couple hundred dollars for every. I reckon your big stars were getting a grand and flew in if they had to leave their house or they come to you more or less. I always yeah. think there's an issue with, like, I, I have an issue with shoot interviews these days in terms of how they, they generally look. And in some ways, I want the post-match interview culture from Japan to kind of mm-hmm. come in, where it's effectively you are staying in character, but it's how you really would answer these questions. So they feel more Samoa like human, Joe at the last uh, AEW press conference, JP, was right up that yeah. alley for you. Yeah. He's called me King Joe, all of that stuff. No, no, no. no you I, I can't be... Because you get like people who at the time you can base but, when you watch them back, you can see who wants to go back to WWE because they're given like safe answers. But then you get your loose cannons like a uh, Brian Clark who don't give a shit and they literally say anything they want. It, it's, who you, it's who you get on what day. Oh, Jamie Dundee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, <God>. fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he, yeah, he. He says some stuff that I wouldn't even repeat. Like, no. it's just, but it's it's, it's shocking. It, it's it's more the fact that the post match stuff people get to do in characters in Japan, whether it's like you know whoever it is giving an interview, and at least it feels like a human being, as opposed mm. to WWE where it's just a muscled robot coming mm. out and, and it's just like the, giving these kind of lines. Japanese, that, mm. The Japanese media like would be present for like they'd have mm. the the weekly uh, pro guys and stuff there asking the questions and stuff like that and they're they're kind of in on it like the japanese media has always been kind of entrenched with the kayfabe element of the business over there and it's um yeah it, it's it's kind of it's weird be, to to try to apply that to like american wrestling um mm. because there's never really been like a Dave Meltzer, Wade Keller type figure in Japan 
the Japanese fans kind of follow on the scale that American and European fans would follow the likes of Dave or Wade. So it's not expected to have like this like actual openness. And to be honest, I think, Karen, would you agree with me that fans and Japanese fans might be kind of uneasy with if it was like completely opened up and guys were talking just like, you know, like the way Ibushi kind of was talking about stuff. Like, I felt there's like an unease amongst Japanese fans with that because they're not really (laughs) used to it. The Ibushi situation is kind of, you have to kind of remove that. Because that's a very unique situation. Also, yeah. it was a very dangerous situation, a very volatile situation. Um, yes, the companies and the media in Japan have very controlled narratives that they tell, as it were. Um, and it's also very, even when you go in as a press person in Japan, the there are a lot of rules that you have to follow. There's a lot of things you can and can't do. There's a lot of things that you can and can't publish. There's certain times you can publish. So it's very much... They work in an old school sense in that they want to keep the illusion alive. But as as a result, they also keep certain access to certain wrestlers away from the fan base. So for if we want to talk about meat, for example, meet and greets is always a good example. Whenever the Japanese talent comes to the States or they go to the UK, you know, we get LIJ and Bullet Club. And, you know, before they broke up, Suzuki-gun was huge in the UK. But those are always the factions in Japan, for example, that New Japan would never Never. You never get a Suzuki meet and greet. You never get all five members of LIJ to to hop into a photo with. So there was always this barrier of what the company would consider. Like, they're like, these are your faces. These are your good guys. These are all, these are our merch machines and our PR machines. These are the guys you get to see. You get to see your Tanahashis and your Okadas. And and it's very controlled in that respect. Mm -hmm. It's it was interesting for me when I went to Japan recently because I got to experience the, the press room and the press areas. And it was not unsettling. What kind of situation was that? Was it, that like after it, a show or after individual matches? or After, was... well, during historic crossover and multiple shows while I was over there, I got to go backstage and do several, inter- like observe the interview culture, which is very yeah. different mm-hmm. than what we do here with podcasts or you know how american promotions do their media scrums after shows it's always very short very controlled often no questions are allowed it's the the wrestlers are telling their story the way that they need to tell it in character to to propel the story without having to do too many in-ring promos so it's very like like something like the ibushi situation is very out of the norm. Like, you're not going to see Tanahashi go on a shoot interview. You're not going to see Okada go on a shoot interview. Any interview that they do, they have their manager from New Japan there. They have their, you know, they have PR people with them conducting that those interviews. So it's very controlled in that respect. And it's like, yes, they pull the curtain away for certain situations. But, you know, even if you go to their corporate website, for example, you know, Kenny Omega coming back to New Japan right now for his match with Will Ospreay. Kenny's in character. He's 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 very much in character, but because they like to leave people to believe that that's who Kenny Omega is in New Japan, in this it's that's the image they're exporting. That's the image that the fans believe in. So it's it's very it's very it's very different from the way we conduct things. So it's not <sighs> I'm not saying that the Japanese sports media is complicit, 
but they they are given a lot of directives to help drive the stories that the companies want to tell. It feels like the one exception to that is probably not in all cases, but definitely in some that I've seen when the wrestlers write a book, books seem to pull mm. the curtain back that yes. little bit more because you can make what? money off of that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have I have the Shuri book. I have the Kenta book. I have the Okarn book. That bookcase over there has multiple Tanahashis, multiple Nakamura's. If if it's one of those things where the, the company again, but they're also very selective about who they let release the book. Mm. You're not seeing a Jay White book. You're not seeing, you know, a history of the Bullet Club book. Anything like in that regard is always usually promote or put together by a fan or somebody in the sports media that's trying to tell that story or put all that information into a singular place. And it's it's one of those things where it also depends on the theme. Like Kenja's book isn't so much a pulling back of the curtain, but more of a recounting of his experience working in multiple promotions his entire journey over the last 20 plus years. Same thing with Mara Fuji's book and you know Tanahashi's books. It's it's the it's more of a, a historical recounting, not so much a shoot interview where they're just like, hey, you know what actually happened? Yada 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 yada. It's also those are also very controlled narratives of what they're releasing. There was a book I read about FMW, and it was the guy who was, it was it's the guy actually, um, it was the white guy who ended up killing himself. It's one of the co-owners, and writing about it from like this day to day perspective about it. it was a translated copy as a pdf and it was, it was kind of incredible um for what it is and it gets to the point where one of my christmas presents this year you know give it a cheap plug out to uh the jonathan dr jonathan foy we've got here for the the muto years which i just told one of my sons get me this off amazon <laughs> left in a tenor, i also amazon. have that book oh because I, I am a cited resource in that book Say that again. I am a cited resource in that. Book. Oh, get in. My uh, my interview with our good mutual friend, W.H. Park, from the long and winding Royal Road, when we talk about Kojima winning the Triple Crown is included in that conversation. So, yeah, my friends are like, you need to pick up that book. You're in it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in a what? <laughs> I, I, I'm a what what? <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I have not, which oh. unbelievable. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's here just... it is. As Karen Peterson put it on an episode of the Long and Winding Royal Road, Kojima um Kawada was an obstacle, the mountain he had to scale. He said. Took place at the realized pay-per-view in February 2005. And yes, if you want to hear JP, more than that, but <laughs> if you want to hear JP and myself talking about that, Matt, yeah. Al 4L34 L30 of Pro Rest <laughs> Paradise episode, whatever number, featuring JP Hulahan talking yep. about Satoshi Kojima. Go. <laughs> he's mastering about he's the Steiners. Uh, is it the Steiners that you watched, Garrett? Uh, that you were, uh, uh, well, well it's, I'm just laughing there hearing about like that long and road reference. I just love the idea of like. My thoughts on Joe Malenko popping up in a book somewhere or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And you'll be credited as Grapple Gareth if I have my way. <laughs> Thanks Gareth. to Benno, Grapple Gareth said. <laughs> Gareth, so, uh, called me Gareth recently, Benno. I've been, been impressed. Uh, so I, I, I went fishing in the bookshelf, Gareth, and now uh, this is uh, your cup of tea, I think, as I uh, hopefully you can pick this up on the camera. Oh. 
Oh, oh, yeah. oh that's, a, that's a that's a time. A sprightly nineteen-year-old John Tenter there, I can see on the front. Do we have board game? Is that what? What's yeah. the premise of the game, Alan? So, so, what are you supposed to do? We've got these cards. So I'll be back one see. sec. Wait, there. Yeah, oh, there's, there's the earthquake. There's the young fella. Got macho man. Try and put them up a bit closer. There we go. <laughs> um, anyone else? Uh, yes, I am a model. Oh, yes. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you go around this board, which we'll pull out here. Oh, okay, I think I remember that. Go around this board. You've got your dice. We've got uh, these little title belts. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember them. I do remember yeah, them. Yeah, this is and we've got cards such as this. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're oh, that, I can't remember how it uh, worked. Can't. I yeah, I, I haven't played it in a few years now. We got a knee drop as two. You could see uh, like, like you pick your card up for what your next move's gonna be and yeah, like, star related card, right? I appreciate that. I, I like the I like the way that like a knee drop is sort of I'm guessing sixty six percent of what a pal driver is, which I don't necessarily agree with. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, nice. <laughs> so yeah, a classic. Oh, we've got we've got a four. Even trumping the oh. the pile driver, Gareth, we have the bear hug. <laughs> I hope they're in reverse order. <laughs> oh, okay, I've got a revival in twenty twenty three. The bear hug. It's been I'm a while. Let's see if we have. I've got two fives. Is all I could find. So, um, Canadian have... destroyer. Any awakening? Any guesses what our two fives are? What's this, Shari? I've just jumped back into this, Shari. Oh, Matty. I know, Shari. Matty, we're, the, we're looking at the all the different move cards in this board game. And press a, slam. A, 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 a rating between one and five. So uh, to give you context, Matty, we had uh, the the pile driver was a three, uh, a Oof. knee drop was a, just a two. Right. A uh, bear hug was a four, and now I fished out the two fives. They are these not both... finishes then? Are these just moves or the finishes? These two fives are both finishers for wrestlers in 1991 WF, which yeah. well, it's got to is... be Hogan's leg drop. It's got to be. Yeah, I was oh. thinking Hogan's leg drop. No. Perfect, leg drop plex. A... Perfect plex. Oh. Gorilla press is not one of them. Yeah. We've got, I'll give you one. Think of it, it's it's a game bought in the UK, so oh bulldog, oh, power slam. Slam. Yeah. 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 and then we don't in the magazine. Big elbow. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, Paying pay respect to the to the real world's champion. Oh, as he was known in nineteen ninety one. Wow. Well, I'll keep it in 1991, yeah, because I've got a Holston Pills here, boys. What are you doing? What's the spell by day on that? No, no, I got it as you get him in a car boot. No, I got a world beers for Christmas, right? With a Tuborg, a Stella. A host of pills and another one I've never even heard right. of, and I love it. The world's beers, yeah. <laughs> I thought that didn't exist anymore. Jeff got the world's beers as provided by Green King. Was it yeah. 
no, some brewery I'll, I'll get it next I'll get because these are only about two percent as well have these hotel <laughs> following up with a grolsch <laughs> hey JP down your way with a grolsch did people used to wear the grolsch lids on their trainers like in the laces what <laughs> I, I didn't know this at all no. come on Gareth you've got to elaborate here come on that feels like desperate what behavior, mate, the, the grolsch bottle tops like you used to have the gross bottle yeah. top that went in and it had like the metal that came out of the side like round that like went into the side of the bottle like people used to wear them on the trainers so they put like the two they put the two metal bits that came around the, the bottle stopper would go in like your eye holes at the top of the trainers and then the, the lid of the gross uh, gross bottle um would be God, like the things we used to do when we were bored, Gareth. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google this. This might be a work. <laughs> Google agreeing in the chat here. Apparently, it was something to do with bros or bros, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, haven't, I, I haven't heard the name bros in about 25 years. This is what we're all about, Alan, with the nostalgia people here, mate. Don't worry about all that. that thank, thank God that wasn't just some really niche, <laughs> small-town Cumbrian reference that made me look massively weird. I had a phase of wearing Adidas with no laces to be like Run DMC, but it didn't last very long. <laughs> you sure um, your laces didn't just get robbed, Ben? <laughs> I think it might have been something like that, yeah. I, I tried I got, to get into a fashion statement that didn't work. I got reminded of a very unfortunate fashion phase. I don't feel I went through too many unfortunate fashion phases, but when uh, someone put up that picture of 2005 AJ Styles earlier on Twitter today, I, that, yeah. I was I like, that. yeah, that was... <laughs> that, that... Have you seen this, Matt? I've seen the picture, yeah. With Zabisco. Yeah. Is it, with Zabisco, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Zabisco. The, the, this, the this popped-up is... collar polo shirt. Any kind of wrist paraphernalia. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh I, I had the Ralph Lorenz, Alan. I had a bright pink Ralph Lorenz, <laughs> one of them. Just I had like a, a I had like a green polo like that. I would definitely have stuck the collar up. And I oh, did yeah. I didn't even notice the wrist thing when you put it on, Alan. The little wrist thing. I had like a green one. You like like, you know, like sweatbands became like a thing for a while. Oh, yeah. I'd wear one live of them. Strong, live strong bands. Like, yes, them live strong bands, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> Benno as well. We'd be watching those ROH straight shoot interviews, and uh, yeah. Samoa Joe would like be wearing like I don't know, like a camo wristband. So we'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. I gotta get one then." Yeah, yeah you can't or, be like... tucking them in, boys. I don't care how slim you are. You can't be tucking them polos into your jeans. Surely Maybe not. like AJ has though, tucked at the front for the. For oh the no, the boys! No, <laughs> got to be hanging. Got to be hanging. He needs to decide. Are they in the in the pants or out of the pants? Like I can't, Adam, I can't do this. Would you say hanging, not tucked in? Surely. <sighs> That's like S tier douchebag from the two, early two thousands. <laughs> like no. There we go. I've just sent you a picture. Wow. Oh, that that's outrageous, guys. <laughs> Someone's pulling your listening. leg with that one. Now I get it though, because I understand it's like the metal grosh lid with like the the, the the bit on it. But I can when I'm drunk, I can never understand how to open. Um I but get it, it a bit more, but still. It'd be it'd be like you had um, at the time you had like British knights, like basketball mm. style boots or like SPX basketball boots, people wearing these in their uh, in their uh, in the trainers like that. It's what we did back in the olden days, lads, for a bit of fun. <laughs> Gareth, Gareth, you're a percentage guy, aren't you? What do you reckon this Holston Pills is? Because it's blew my head off what percentage it is. Holston Pills, uh, I don't know, three and a half. Mate, 
It's five percent. <laughs> you can't get the edge on that. <laughs> 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 I, I was speaking of thinking it's like two percent. Oh, if I could just say as well, Alan, this is unopened, mate. I don't know if you can see it. I haven't had the chance to play it yet. If anyone can see that, the road to WrestleMania. I think it's 2017 or 18. I was I was trying to put a year on it based on the people. I was thinking about 2017, 2018. Who's there? Cena, the big dog. Who you've, else? You've got Sasha. Year from 2014. They're all the same. Yeah, it's Sasha, Orton, Charlotte, Cena, Roman as the main one. Kofi, cool. Seth, Becky with the man. So this must be 2018, maybe 20. And AJ at the end as well. So... All older than John Tenta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, how does that even how's that even impossible? <laughs> Sasha well, Banks, so old enough to be John Tenta's mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, as, as JP puts the kids to bed, are you guys okay? Twelve months let's answer a couple more questions. We're gonna open the uh, the calls to uh, to patrons in a bit as well, but uh sure, yeah, I'll I'll hang on for about fifteen or so minutes if that's all right, Pino. Yeah, that sounds nice. That sounds well. I thought in a good uh, linked question, James Taylor asks, "Merry Christmas, lads. What's your favorite wrestling conspiracy theory, and what's the most out there wrestling conspiracy you completely believe?" And I'm guessing this will be from a shoot interview. <laughs> Montreal's <laughs> work, got of it. That's a that Montreal's <laughs> work. <laughs> I'll still believe that. I'll to the day I go, I'll believe that. Scott, you, you, you and Steve Carino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not with not with Brett's emotion in that sit down interview. Yeah, those tears, those it. tears were real. Those yeah, tears I know were real. Good actor, but you know, it's not that good. Know. Lonesome <laughs> Dove weren't calling. <laughs> no one was calling after Lonesome Dove. Oh. <laughs> uh... Yeah. And could I just my... say my immediate answer to this is the idea that Vince was banging Sean or you know whatever in like in that time period like that's something yeah. that I've like see, seen a lot this idea that like for fucking... a dead body or shutting there wasn't it or shutting I haven't beat you to it yeah yeah mm. that that one I always just like that, that must I can't believe that but hey it's wrestling I, believe I don't want to go there I don't want to go there but Macho Man and Stephanie, that's always one that's always mm. been there, hasn't it? Or from today, every shoot, that's a shoot interview classic, that, Alan. You don't really want to approach it, do they? But... It'd be easy to write that one off as not true. And then WWE themselves have given it, like, credence, haven't they? And, like, they're yeah. in, doc- in like, the Savage documentary, and you've yeah. had, you know, Lanny Poffo talking about it, you know? They, they... <laughs> he basically says, yeah, because he says mm. the only guy who, there's only three, two people who can answer it, and he says one of them's dead. That's what he said about his brother. So he basically got wild. Yeah, that's a big one. The, the nails one was a big one in my school, but it, like it, it, it went further than what the real story was. I would say. Well, that Vince like, tried it, it on with him. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't even think's what he alleged, is it? I don't think that's what he said directly. He did. Something like that. He did. That, all right. He got okay. Vince sexually harassed him. That's what he yeah. said. Touched him yeah. up in the showers or something. Yeah, in the shower, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, there's my loads fa- like that. My favorite conspiracy theory, and definitely one that I thousand percent believe, is that Denise Van Outen killed Yokozuna in Liverpool. I've never heard that one. I thought it was a spider. I finished Robbie off. <laughs> Just based on the that- big breakfast. This is based on the big breakfast, yeah. No, um, I was trying to think of um, 
Uh, yeah, different Ultimate Warrior, being, that's one. There being two <laughs> Ultimate Warriors was definitely, mm. like, the master that one. That was definitely <laughs> a big one. Like, I remember that when I was a kid in school. Like, yeah, for mm. sure. Um, I, I'm trying to think of something related to Brody in Puerto Rico. Um, because mm. there's been so many tall tales about that. Um, is that so, right though, Alan? About that, that like there was six or seven people in the locker room, but they were all scared to. Is that right? That well, yeah, like a, to... so the guys that were there would have been um, Tony Atlas for sure. Yeah, Dutch that. Mantel. Um, oh, I'm forgetting who the others were. Because Dutch is quite outspoken, isn't he? But he never really like. Yeah, well, see, the thing was with the court case, uh, they were all, they all basically were witnesses and were willing to give testimony. And they all got their letters um, summoning them to court to give their testimony. They all received their letters after the court case had already happened and he'd been found innocent. So it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely like shady stuff going on there that yeah. like the guys who could have maybe pointed the finger at a invader um or given something that made him uh made him appear more guilty um yeah. those those guys were oh yeah yeah no we we asked you to come and testify uh oh, yeah they're like yeah. yeah it was after the court case happened so it's too late <laughs> um Wild. yeah no i'm trying to think of any others it's it's one that i could probably come up with some more good ones mm-hmm. if i really had time to think about it but yeah i think do you mm-hmm. believe that joey styles knocked jbl out with one punch do you believe that i want to believe, believe that, that. i want to believe that JBL, jbl is a he is, he is a bully um that i could see kind of you know, putting himself in that situation where you make someone mad enough that mm. a guy. But the the only the only thing is like, JBL's so much bigger than Joey Styles. Just it must have been a wise. hell of a punch. And mm. and, J, and JBL, we saw him in the brawl for all, and like, you know, he seemed like a pretty tough guy. He made it pretty far in that thing. He ended up getting his clock cleaned at the end, but like he was. Like he was probably blasted, though, wasn't he? It's, it's not as if he was a fake tough guy, based on what yeah. we saw in that brawl for all. Like he was able to take a shot, and he was hitting people hard, and you know he he seemed like one of the um, for the guys with no like real martial arts background. He he seemed like one of the sort of toughest guys in that tournament. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there's probably some exaggeration to that story what about jericho as well knocking goldberg brock lesnar fucking i believe I, that Mike tyson dan severin any of the tough man out there he's knocked them all out Just jericho it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I believe the goldberg stuff with jericho for sure jericho's mm. not afraid to uh no he's not though, throw in that. that's yeah that's well established and he's um Jericho could hurt you in the ring as much as he's hurt you in a fight. He's known as one of the stiffer, one of, known as one of the stiffer wrestlers of his uh, of his time. But, uh, I heard that shout years ago. I think I can't remember who done it, Alan. I think it was during the Kane and Jericho feuds, and it was Kane's digs uh, look great, but they're so like worked. Where Jericho always looks shit, and you know that they kill or something like that. It's been going around, you know. Well, you know what I'm saying. One looks mm. real and it's not, but the others look shit, but they do kill. That's what it is. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, brilliant. Andy throws him on the air, uh, Gareth, uh, Rick Root. And he wins the I mean, that's I've touched upon it before the story, not Rick Root's cock. But um, it was. Um, but, um, we would have got it by the day. <laughs> but um, that didn't happen. No. <laughs> Wrestle over Rick. Honky Tonk Man says it did, Gareth. Well, well it didn't happen. Well, on, there, there is a, a A1 shoot interview spoofer, if ever there was one, the Honky Tonk Man. Uh, Alan, his first you shoot is my. You know, if I'm ever like just. Need a laugh? I'll just put that on, mate, because it it's just so outrageous. It's just mm. some of the shouts he comes out with hilarious, though. Oh, <laughs> just having a go at everyone. <laughs> oh. Any conspiracy theories come to mind for you, Karen, and, and, uh, and, and over the years? Any old wives' tales, things you would nah, believe when you were younger? I try to avoid that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, the closest I get are do- watching things like Dark Side of the Ring, where I'm just like, holy smokes, I didn't know the entire scope of how deep all of this went. Mm. But I don't try to... I try to channel that energy into something else, a little more constructive for my, for my my mental health. <laughs> so you, of- you you never you never read uh, Tony Khan's sleaze tread back in the day on the message boards, Karen. Oh, um, that was the, that was the best ever, Alan, wasn't it? How good was that? I Tony can Khan? I can genuinely say that as a someone who watched wrestling back in the late '90s, early aughts, before I went to Japan. I didn't spend my time on message boards at that time, and I don't spend. Message- off. I don't go. I don't go to Reddit. I don't go to the Observer boards. My what? friends send me things here and there, but I try to. I get enough of people ch- trying to tell me how I need to watch wrestling on Twitter that I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't mm. need this. It was that yeah, Tony was- Khan, really, fellow. Yeah, it, it was, was his account, t- wasn't it? It was Tony uh, Khan. Really? Yeah. So, uh, so I- for, for oh, those- no, thanks. So so basically, there was this th- le- legendary thread in the mid-2000s message board days where it was just started by, it was started by someone on DVD VR, and it was like, mm-hmm. what are your, what are the craziest sleaze stories or something like that was the original post. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it was like the original post also had like, my favorite was X. And then basically, the whole thread is just people throwing in this is where we should look for our conspiracy theories because it's people throwing in all these ridiculous stories probably i'd say two percent of them have even a grain of salt of truth to them and uh it yeah it just it was everyone kind of that was online in those years knew of this the dvd vr sleaze thread and mm. um then uh after aw started and like 15 16 years later and and people um knew what tony khan's username was someone mm. pulled up this sleaze tread and like, oh wow the sleaze tread was started by tony khan that's amazing <laughs> I, I remember the fred being amazing but that confirmed it even more yeah. so that's oh. i'll bring that up in a bit that can be for the later hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Gareth, i was gonna ask I've, you I've, I've, I've just put the link in our chat <laughs> Gareth, i've got i was gonna go and get the book uh, I couldn't be bothered getting up again. I've got Linda Hogan's book there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe that one? She drops in that Hulk and uh, Brutus were quite friendly back in the day. Do you believe that oh, one? Did she or do you think that? that was that a woman scorned? What do you think? Nah, that's Linda trying to. Do you think? Uh, yeah, trying to like yeah. 
Ah, well. Did you watch a bit of Hogan Knows Best in the day, Matty? Yeah, it was, it was never off, was it? On MTV, it was always on. The, the yeah. Davey, the Harry, I was say, Davey Boy Smith Jr., <laughs> the Harry Smith, uh, the Harry Smith episode. Do you remember she that? He was Brooks Date, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he was she? Brooks yeah. Date, and yeah. uh, it was just, uh, they had like, like, they had him over for dinner, and it was, the idea was that, like, the, the premise of the episode was, like, that Brooke wanted to date some guy, and Hogan was like, no, he's a nerd. You need to date a wrestler. I'll pick yeah. someone for you. <laughs> and he brings Harry Smith over for dinner and he gets he gets up to flex at the dinner yeah, table. Yeah, at the dinner table. I never think he's like that at the dinner table, isn't he? <laughs> it's a good job Teddy Hart was busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the fit. I know it was purpose for the show and stuff like that. But I remember watching that thinking, bloody hell, when Hogan's got a tracker out on his daughter. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. When he, so he knows where she is at all but times. That was a story he was willing to sign off on being on TV. So it's, even if it's not real, it's yeah, just as like, bad, isn't it? You know? Bad, just... Yeah, shocking. He's an awful man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if every way man starts or ends, he's not even a man anymore, is he? He's just a gimmick or a. Like I don't know if he actually knows what he thinks or believes I, about anything. Ben, no, like... I think he lost. I think he lost track of that thirty years ago. But yeah, he said he slammed RJ the Giants and he died the next day from that <laughs> from that shout. That is like the what are you on about? You wrestled him the year later at WrestleMania. You know people forget that. <laughs> Bloody oh, hell! Yes. Yeah, a couple of more innocent questions. Uh, we'll, we'll, to, uh, Let's get it back round here. We'll come back. We'll come back round to the dark stuff in a sec. We got a, another guest waiting on there. Um, Dan asks wrestling companies as brands of crisps. Oh well, W's got to be walkers, hasn't it? People like <laughs> people, people throw shade at it, but like you know, it's always they always like you know check Who's it the out. The big contender because if it's if the, if this was like it'd be like Coke and Pepsi, wouldn't it? Be like Coke would be WWE, Pepsi could be AEW. Like Smiths is it? Smiths still going on? People, they own don't they own like him? What's it in that? Those walkers got all that now. See, Walker's a Lay's, I think, where you are, Karen. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I was going to say, like, WWE would be wavy Lay's, just the standard. Mm, yes. Can't go wrong with it. Goes great with dip. Have you read the playing? Hey, Matty, if, if WWE's um, Walker's, <laughs> does that make uh, Steve Gary Lineker? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be, Annie. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember the uh, did Michael Owen have a go for a bit? Or is that a is that a Mandela effect I've got? Wasn't it salt and Lineker and cheese and Owen? Or am I making yeah, that I up? Is that right? I yeah, I think it was. Did mm. the Spice Girls have separate was that were they walkers where you could get like they a different just, bag and it had a different spice yeah. girl on each but was that walkers? It wasn't the flavour, it was just the packet you could like keep, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They were on Pepsi as well, weren't they? I'm sure that was the same gimmick for Pepsi yeah, as well yeah, over yeah. here. Massive they were. Mm. One for you there, uh, Alan Wingers, Monster Munch. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a tremendous <laughs> shout from Phil. Oh, a tremendous shout from Phil. Wing is Monster Munch. Um, does, does, does that make um, um, Anita's Flaming Hot Monster Munch? Is yeah, right? it's got to be. <laughs> Extra hot. TNA or Hula Hoops. Absolutely zero substance in the middle. What's AEW uh, then? Like the new 
like the new Chris Bond the Block type thing that's like everyone likes or whatever. Chris, what, what can that be? Great minds there, Alan Chris Elliott with the same one with impact. <laughs> See, I would have said AEW is more like the Cheetos because like Chester Cheetah just always rubs me the wrong way. And that kind of, it's kind of how I feel about Tony Khan. He just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he's trying to sell me like snake oil all the time. And I just feel like that's very. Yeah, like but, there is, but to but to Cheetah's credit, there is substance and texture and flavor. So yes, who's Pringles? How, how do we? Uh, Pringles we in the, the pantry or in the, in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you stand on that, Alan? Let's ask every guest this now, Ben. Right. Like, like, okay, this is well, the litmus obvious, test. Obviously, you don't put Pringles in the fridge, but uh, <laughs> I was disgusted to see. Um, to see in Sarah's mom's fridge at Christmas, I saw a fridge that was heaving and needed to fit a ham in there, and I was like, "Could you just take out these Jaffa cakes that have broken?" <laughs> oh, I was like, "What in God's name are the Jaffa cakes doing in the fridge?" Do they have do like, know, do they like chocolate on them? Yeah, J- Jaffa cakes are a chocolate. Uh, a, they're a biscuit that's like chocolate on the top. Then it's this sponge orange, it? a sponge bottom, and the middle is this orange kind of jelly. Jelly, kind of a gelatine thing. kind of. Is it jelly. is it shelf stable? Does it, is it usually sold in the refrigerator case, or can you get it? No, like, in the God aisle? no, no, God the, no. The shelves. You, they're yeah, nice. No. They're really nice. Like they are nice. Now. Oh yeah, they're they're lovely. Love a good Jaffa cake, but I'd no black currant though, just the orange ones, not these yeah, like no, I, Halloween I look, ones. Maddie, are there are there any are there any um sweets or chocolate things that have branched into um these weird flavors recently, like your black currants and stuff like that that work? Because I've yet to no, come across. They don't do they? People are just trying to to mess with mess with perfection in a lot of these cases. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's not British though, but it's Australian. But Tim Tams, I have yet to find a Tim Tam different flavor that I dislike. I have basically every single flavor that they've they've put out that I've had, even the off the wall ones are quite nice. But Karen, do you know in that in your supermarkets? Because I've seen it going around on Twitter. I don't know if that's everywhere. Have you got like a British like Tiny yes. section. Yes, it's, tiny, it, it, though, it's, it? it's part of the international aisle. It's, 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 oh, usually, it? it's usually next to like the uh the the Latin foods and the Asian foods, like British. It's a little What's what 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 can you like? Uh, I want to. Oh gosh, there's a. Uh, I want to say I've seen Jammy Dodgers there. I've seen oh, yeah. uh different brands of tea. Uh, yeah. I want to say not bounty bars, but like other kinds of chocolate bars and like. Yeah crackers mm. or crisps or whatever yeah yeah it's not like i look at that and i'm just like i feel like a tourist in my own supermarket but <laughs> and then i look at the markup on it and i'm just like i could order this off of amazon prime for significantly cheaper or one so, of us could send you it over yeah charge yeah. us to send you it over <laughs> i would pay for shipping for good snacks honestly Karen, we can get jammy dodgers for like 59 pence in home and bargain so it's fine <laughs> have you guys seen these Oh, Peppa Pig Jammy Dodgers in Marks and Spencers. Oh, no, yeah, no. great. What, what what makes what makes them so special besides having Peppa and Percy Pig on them? Or oh, sorry, per- did I say Peppa Pig? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Peppa and Percy were a thing. I don't know. <laughs> we, we, need to, we need we need to send you some Percy Pigs, Karen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What wait? What flavor are they? They're like they're Percy oh, Pig flavor. It? It's 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 Tony like, Noah. It's almost like a strawberry Ooh, okay. 
Okay. Yogurty sweet kind. Is it? Okay. As long as it's not seafood or mango, I'm fine. Yeah, those will kill me. There's no shrimp in there. You're all right. Thank you. Gareth, you're good with Colin Caterpillar as well. Oh, but call it the caterpillar cake. <laughs> I thought I've never I haven't had that. <laughs> that was in the fridge too, by the way. Oh. <laughs> See, I could get it if it was summertime and it was hot and they were getting like they're starting to melt a bit. But if it's that, uh, you know, from what I gather, you're in a colder climate, which doesn't necessarily need a refrigeration of desserts that aren't, you know, no, homemade we, we <laughs> at, the, at the moment. Her- we left our Christmas Day desserts uh, that we bought in the boot of the car because it was so uh, cold. So cold. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I haven't tried those Percy Pig uh, Jammy Dodger gimmicks yet, uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Please give me a full report. I'm very mm. curious. <laughs> Can I just say for can I just say for an audience of one, Chris Elliott, the XL crisps are target wrestling. Nobody's going to get that except for Chris. <laughs> but <laughs> did we figure out who AW were, Matt? Did we, did we work it out? No, I think I think they kind of mentioned one. UAW I said they were one. Cheetos. Cheetos. Yeah, Cheetos. yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah, I'll throw it one uh, one quick um, wrestling question in, and then I'll uh, I'll let you both go. We've got a few patrons uh, in the queue, and I've got a few people hanging on. So uh, sounds good. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll get messy. Um, Zahid asks. Who will have the best in-ring year for 2023? Seth Rollins, Gunther, Okada, or MJF? And who's going to beat MJF for the title? I'm going to open that up to who's just going to have the best in-ring year next year, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, I I probably won't be able to judge. uh, Seth Rollins, why is he on the list? (laughs) (laughs) It's good to see. It's very good to see that, Gareth. I like that variety. Hey, I've been watching him lately, Benno. Come on, mate. That three-way Survivor Series. Oh, but three point two five stars, mate. Go to the Mister. Old school chef, that. I mean, I'm partial to Okada, but that's just because I love like, Okada. Feels like a no-brainer there, doesn't it? I think MJF's having a year that good, uh, uh, that good, even a bad Okada year. And good, saying that Gunther's had some good matches in the WWE. Um, See, M- and MJF, MJF won't wrestle that much. Mm. I don't think so. Hello again. Um, the, the oh, thing that I'm hoping for for MJF is that now with Jeff Jarrett uh, around for like live president of live touring or whatever, that we get AEW house shows and we'll get to see fan cams of MJF like working these like get like, bully Ray Heat out of ECW stuff, Alan. We want to see like riots, don't we? We want to see that like you know. I just want to see what kind of shtick MJF would do on a house show, but uh, I don't know. I have a hard time picking who'll have the. The best in ring year. Can, to be can I just say, of um, those of those four contenders, given that there's a Wrestle Kingdom, given that there's a G one, a cardinal fart six matches better than all of the other three. <laughs> if we're talking about in ring, <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I, I, it's, I, I would, in normal circumstances, always go with someone from Japan, but it's, it's until I see what Japanese wrestling will kind of mm. feel like next year with the changes to the crowd atmospheres and stuff how they change if they change until i get more of a feel for that i have a hard time really picking but like all other things being equal like i'd expect someone like okada to have another great year for sure um osprey i'm sure is gonna have a another year of loads of great in-ring matches i think shingo will probably have another Mm. it'll be all all your usuals there's I'm, i'm not seeing um, too many people that I think are that 
are going to be new to the party of kind of best in-ring next year. Um, unless I'm missing someone obvious. Like, I, the the new guys that New Japan are bringing through, like, I, I think they'll probably need a year to acclimatize before they start putting up the, the tally of great matches that you'd get from someone mm. like an Okada or an Osprey. Um, on AEW side of things, like, uh, like Danielson, if he is thinking of winding down, he'll probably want to do a lot of really good stuff. So I think Danielson's probably the safest bet in AEW. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I put my Dragon Gate hat on. I, I think Yuki Yoshioka and Shun Skywalker are going to continue to just totally kill it there. MLW um, Shun Skywalker. <laughs> who's Karen? Who's your stardom pick for? Who do you think is um, a, a kind of a lock to be in amongst the best in ring next year? And who would be the one to? Yeah, who would uh, be the one to watch? Who maybe has yet to get to that upper level? Who could be yet there next get, year? Yet to get in would be Starlight Kid, mm. or probably. But I feel like. It's, you know, tomorrow, uh, the reign of Julia is going to start, which means Tam's going to be chasing Julia for the red belt. So Tam will probably mm. be another one to watch, provided, you know, people are still talking about her after Russell Kingdom on the fourth because everyone's talking about Mercedes Bernardo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it'll it'll probably Starlight Kid. They keep they keep pushing her and pushing her. Um, not Sepoy, provided she can get out of Tam's shadow as the tag champions, maybe. Um, but again, it also, also, also all depends what new Japan has in store for Kyrie and the IWGP women's championship. How's, uh, how's Micah doing these days? She was, when I was last watching the start, they were, her and him were robbed of the goddesses tag league, but that's, that's a different story. (laughs) She was, I think she was my favorite wrestler they had when I was watching more regularly. So I, uh, I stylistically, she, uh, she kind of wrestled a style I liked amongst all the the stardom wrestlers. So. Oh, of the names that um, Zahid's put in the question, I think of those. If you almost think of like what are the best big matches, if you think of like four matches of the year, and I can see Gunter having a cracking like kind of big mania match. If Brock Lesnar's on match. it with him, JP, that could be a, if it a is. match. That. If that if they're on the same page, like and Brock's willing to like work and that, that could be something yeah. for the ages, that one, to be honest. And if do you're you building just gonna look do you not think it's gonna look tiny next to Brock Lesnar now? That's be my biggest Johnny Gargano. <laughs> it's if Lesnar's like selling them chops and that though, isn't it? It's like I don't know. It's it's gonna be good, like interesting. Right. Oh, well, who's going to beat? Who's going to beat MJF? I don't think anyone. I think he's going to hold the title for yeah. the year. Until he that contract thing goes. Yeah, the storyline story demands he holds it for the year. I think it'll be Ricky Starks when it happens, though. I, yeah. I, yeah, I guarantee you it won't be. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you with that? No chance, Beto. I, I think Tony Khan picks his guys and he sticks to them. It's like Hangman. Like when Hangman won the title, it wasn't like he was at his most hot. I think. I honestly think he's got his plan, hasn't he? Ricky Starks has all of a sudden been heated up this last while. Like, unless things go massively wrong for him in 2018. Ah, that's my shout. We, again, we are talking like, you know, 14, 15 months away. It could be someone who's never been in AEW. <laughs> no, it's only can. Couldn't it could be someone who just comes no, in. So, Brian, I think that is my prediction. Punk beats. Is Brian going to be in AEW better or not win the title? 
Do you think that'll mm. happen? I think he'll get a run with it at some point. Mm, I don't think he wants it. That's the thing, though. Mm. Allegedly, Anyone... Punk didn't want it either, again, according to that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone think Eddie it. Kingston will get a, a even a quick run? Like, oh, he should have. Alamey's another one. At that, like, Arthur Ashe, he should have won a belt if or you're... at least got a shot that night. If you're thinking about heating someone up for a TV like programme, so it lasts five to six weeks and you need to have some great promos in the cut, he's the perfect guy. Oh, and... they're definitely doing it because MJF said the, the three names he mentioned randomly yeah. were Ricky Starks, Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson. So yeah. you know those weren't just thrown out for no reason. Yeah, mm. definitely. And it's yeah, and you you can play the Eddie Kingston chip on his shoulder hasn't been kind of has been kind of pushed down the card. That always works for his character, and so that's what you want to see him ultimately do. Is that yeah, promos of, would be amazing. Yeah. MJF and Eddie, it, that they would just be fucking. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. All sounds good. Right on the, on that note, I'll let uh, Alan and uh, and Karen go. Uh, Karen, you've given us a. Uh, I asked you for twenty you, minutes. You've given us three hours of your time. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, I, I, I had to keep my promise to make sure that JP doesn't die. So <laughs> yes. we're getting into. I'm letting you go as well before we get into the, the the last couple of hours. Could get a bit dark here, so we don't want to. Uh, <laughs> the Karen Peterson show will live I promise uh, yes. but yeah thanks again for uh, for joining us thank Karen, you yeah, so you much to my, to my Adam. erstwhile tag tag team partner thank, thank you, you Karen. Karen. have a wonderful night guys can meet you, yeah. yeah lovely to finally meet you properly where can the people Karen. Karen, you want to throw us any plugs uh, yeah, if y- y'all want to follow my wrestling journey, just head over to postwrestling.com and look up Karen Peterson. Uh, tomorrow, there will be a stardom report because tomorrow is Dream Queendom. And starting in January 2023, uh, Dream Slam Weekly will be going to Dream Slam Monthly, and it'll come out the last Saturday of each month. And I also do some work for PWI here and there, so there might be some more stuff coming down the line. Other than that, that's it for me. Amazing. Thanks for coming, Karen. Bye, y'all. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Awesome. I will. Uh, I'll depart too, guys. I think. I'll, Thank you. God bless you, Alan. I, I will. I will let you get dark without me. I will. I'll, <laughs> Alan, I'll be... Alan, I need some more history lessons in 2023. We'll have to uh, try and make something sort of happen, mate. We'll have to have a chat. I love it. Boss, That's the best so... I want. Alan be Matty. Oh, good. <laughs> I'll just be listening, Benno. That's all I'll be doing. I, 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 I want Alan versus Matty on that WWF game Alan was showing before. Yeah. Like, I want a live match. Gareth, we, we stumbled upon these live games, haven't we? Now, mate, this is the new one going forward. If I the was... kids love it, we do it with old school board games now, not video games. Earlier on, when you guys started, I had you loaded up on uh, on the laptop, and I had it ran behind me when I was I was making some soup. And uh, I wasn't watching, but I could hear you. And uh, I, I nearly just dropped everything I was trying to handle when Maddie talked about getting the uh, the Walker's cheese and onion. I just started <laughs> howling, laughing. <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, what a legend. You'd eat them, though. That's oh, the yeah. yeah it's, it. it's a surefire present, isn't it? Where you really think about it. They're going to get used. Like, if I had an aunt who bought me, like, <laughs> Just a, an eight pack of Ferrero Rocher, I'd be like, 
spot on. JP, oh, a no. six pack of frazzles. Would you have them? Would you take them? Yeah, I would do. Frazzles. If, if you if you gave an Irish if an Irish person gave another Irish person a six pack of Walkers and not Tato yeah, a Tato. Christmas, yeah. that would ooh, kick off. That would that would be Walk. a sign of serious disrespect. Like, or, or King. Like, what's what's he trying to say about me? <laughs> 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 yeah no great as always lads uh, i'll probably check in in a couple of hours uh if i'm uh you know before before i go to sleep just to see you're all all still alive <laughs> snoozy thursday tomorrow alan for all of us oh god yeah jesus i totally forgot uh, yeah that's, uh, i'm not back in work until friday so um yeah, oh, definitely. I got up. Uh, I got up two yesterday and half twelve today. So, oh, uh, that's the lifestyle. I was. <laughs> no time. The the days. The days. My rule is the days between Christmas Day and New Year's. If you're not working, those days don't count. They're fake days. They just yeah. drift into the ether. It doesn't matter what you do with them. It's yeah. all good. So. Champ man hours you end up keeping. That point, oh, yeah. oh, I played some. I played some Chapman uh, the oh. other the other day. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, while well, watching uh, while well, watching that uh, um, match I talked about on Twitter, like these uh, Italian league oh, best eleven yeah. versus the English oh. league best eleven from nineteen ninety one. Tremendous find on YouTube. I, I was going to. Have you ever seen the game in nineteen eighty seven, Alan, where the uh, the English league played the rest of the world eleven, and Diego Maradona played for the rest of the world? Um, no. That when I saw your tweet the other day, it immediately made me think of that. Look that up as well. That was a that was an interesting game. Is it like you? Uh, oh, the, I hope the, the English the, league team was a bit better than the the, the eleven they they fielded against the <laughs> Italians. It was geez, it was pretty poor. <laughs> When, when, when Michael Thomas is the star of the show, it's like you're, you're, you're struggling at that point. Now, now. <laughs> I, I remember Neil Webb doing a back heel on the edge of his box past Maradona, and everyone was like, whoa. He's, <laughs> he was a postman, Neil Webb, last thing I looked. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for that, Alan. Thanks for your time, mate. Oh, there you go. We've got Alan and Karen on together as well. Two uh, two legends covering wrestling properly, unlike those retrobates, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and what do we make them do? We 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 tried to drag them down, didn't we? We tried we to drag them down. Karen Always. held her own. Karen was just brilliant. She did great. Oh, awesome. the having, uh, having them on. But yeah, we've got a couple of uh, other guests to uh, to jump on now. Mm. Firstly, from Gaps and Claps, Mister Andy Ogden wouldn't be a. Uh, oh, there he is. There he is. Hello, Andy. And I suppose King of the In Mountain a Christmas. Dog, yeah. br- Barissia, wow, Carl T shirt, wow, that's <laughs> <laughs> mate. Is that a Christmas present to yourself? Please tell me it is. It was, yeah, it only took about three months to get here from Australia. So. <laughs> and uh, Andy, is that a Christmas present of a of a Barissia Dortmund away top? No, it no, it isn't. I've had this for about a year and a half or so. Mm. Uh, when I was going through a football shirt buying phase, ah, Jeff got us a, a football shirt for Christmas. He got us a, I think it was a Leaf Town one, which mm. was it's sponsored by Stuart Brewing. So it's basically, I'll go and get it. A Leaf <laughs> Town, <laughs> the proper stuff. <laughs> I went to the tour of the house. How are you, the right, these days, days. non-league. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Um, I just wanted to drop in quickly and uh, tell everybody about the 
TJPW mixtape we're going to do next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm scared. Is that are we doing? Are we doing the reveal for a uh, dealer's choice oh. month in January? Are we going to hold on to that now? Are we going to? Uh, oh, it's, it's like it's like a pint yeah. of beer. Oh my god! Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got it. He got it off uh, non. I think nonleaguefootball.com. So he, he got me that one, mm. and he got like a Pac-Man version for himself. Uh, <laughs> what what team is that, Andy? Leak so it's town. New Craigall, Leaf Victoria AFC. <laughs> that's actually pretty good present. That I was like, you know what? That's pretty good, Jeff. Really good. <laughs> What did you get him and? Oh, um, so I got him like um, an Enfield Town. No, no, a book about like indie <laughs> music. It's about a five hundred page book from uh, from eBay, which he asked for. So I got him that. Good lad. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Everyone very, very, very low on the totem pole with uh, presents. We're we're getting on. Christmas yeah. is it's only good for Boxing Day horse racing and betting and all that. I'm like a big kid though, boys. I, I still love me opening me presents. Like I, I am. I'll, I don't think I'll ever grow out of that. <laughs> to be honest with you. I, 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 I don't think I've opened a present for 10 years, Matty. Oh, Gareth. I've mean, got kids, mate, but come on. <laughs> Not even like... It's the same. It just wrapped like I don't know beer. I made mine by a copy no, of the Muto years, for God's sakes. When, when we had Alex, like me and Sarah, that is. Did you have a pack? It was like we that's, said, it. Well, that's it. Done. Never surprised there with a little nothing, Gareth. No, <laughs> you can't be throwing that in the mix when you've agreed not to. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is the question here. Where is it? I've lost it now. We're gonna oh. say, is there any more questions, Ben? Oh, there's loads. Yeah, there was one about grapple Sarah, though. I've got to find it. I got. There you go. A Watani gun. Any good Grapple Sarah Everton related rant or anecdote you're allowed to share? Doesn't have to be Everton related, Gareth. Any, uh... Mersey Rail. Yes. Stories about Victor and Achibi. No, we'll leave it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Can't be name dropping. I've heard this one, mate. It would get land us in a whole world of trouble, mate. It would. <laughs> Andy's been told this one in the pub by Sarah. I have, yeah. No, I was like... Next time we're in patient, Gareth, you'll have to tell me now. I'm intrigued. I'll agree with Sarah on bloody Mersey Rail. Well, they did our Jeff, didn't they, that time for uh, putting his feet on the seats for uh, oh, six, six, 60 quid, yeah. It, and, and, and we were recording the podcast at the time, so we were having like the criminal rights read to him. That's <laughs> brilliant. While, while I was talking, it in. while I was what talking about drill versus Cody Hall or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking of your Jeff Andy because I was on I was on the train last week, and then um, there was I was stood next to two guards, and they were both saying like, "We don't do anyone who's over the age of fifty-five." They were saying, "We don't do anyone who's under the age of 16. They were like both talking to each other. We don't do. NHS, we don't do the army, you know. I was thinking your Jeff would have been sat there fucking fuming that he was in that sweet spot there of like yeah. people who get done like targeted. <laughs> oh but yeah. Maybe she'll join us. Maybe uh Gareth can uh, can drag a grapple sailor on at some point, but uh no, she's in <laughs> no, it is. oh is she no. illegal battle with uh, with Major at the moment is my favourite, like the uh the, the train that went on fire that, <laughs> that Alex, was on. Alex was on. Yeah. 
were brilliant. That really was a lot more harrowing than we any of us give it credit for. Not least his phone father. I had shit myself. I, 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 I love the way that last year she took them all the way to court and then the uh, the multi-million dollar, um, uh, multi-million dollar, multi-million pound company back down before they got to court. I was like, yeah, that's my missus. You're there with you. You've got fucking millions of pounds and you've got like, you can afford whatever legal teams and you shy away from going to court against her representing herself. But, but Gareth, like, in the real that's what argument. I live with. But Gareth, in the in the real argument in your house, Everton versus Liverpool, you're kind of winning, aren't you? Really? Oh well, we don't have that argument anymore. We, it's <laughs> I was saying to Matty when we oh, were you told week, me that you, yeah, yeah. we just don't even talk. Like you, you come Brilliant. in from a derby and Liverpool have won five nil, and she just walks upstairs and I stay and whatever, and like you just don't even mention the game ever. Just or <laughs> or vice versa. It's just just that's a proper pack. That guy don't I like don't that. mention it. Don't talk about mm-hmm. it. Would she mention well. it if Everton won five nil? Well, I mean, you know, there's miracles that can happen, isn't there? But you yeah, know, I don't right. see that. I don't see that have you ever been that close to wanting to like them? Like uh, four nils, we've had the we have had the big. Have you ever been tempted? Like it's not worth it. Not no. worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's had the old man he won in like the ninety fifth minute, which was a storage had the shittest shot and then hit the post and then he tapped it in. Oh mate. <laughs> just that wouldn't be able to all myself back. Uh, yeah, we've got a few questions. Should we build up to the I don't know, should we do the reveal now, Carl? Do you want to build up to it? I'm scared. I don't know what I'm I'm, I'm petrified. Yeah. I'll be honest, Carl. We... We'll build up build up to it for a bit, if you want. Okay, all right. Leave leave us guessing. Anyone got any guesses on what Carl's choice is gonna be? I think if if it's not like the, the Aussie graps and stuff, I think it'll be ECW something in ECW, which is solid, proper solid. Something yeah. like a different, maybe a different uh, a slight, it's always gone. it's always like one of those I don't know, it's it, it would almost be like those people who had guest spots. In ECW, was the thing I was thinking that came to mind, like you mentioned about the Steiners, and then thinking, or maybe the Triple Threat. I don't know. Came in and him and Beautiful Bobby, all of these people like Don Morocco, who were a part of it at the beginning as well. Like, and this is like kind of real building blocks before, you know, these guys who would be basically between contracts. Wasn't Jimmy Snooker there, JP? Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Snooker and ECW. That's... Yeah, <laughs> JP, you can leave that one. <laughs> well, see, yeah. think of natural bedfellows. Like, I'm sure he probably got a lot of sympathy in that locker room, didn't he? I, t- I tell you what, I-, I tell you what, it's definitely not uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro because Carl dropped that bombshell in our chat that he doesn't even watch it himself. So, you're <laughs> 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 Darren Gunn here. <laughs> we don't be in trouble. MCW 2022 <laughs> review, which I'm up for. <laughs> Get these lads oh. on the Rocky Monero train. Velocity's mixtape. Oh, God. That'll just be all matches against Aussie Open, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> or against each other. They do, they do, they've had a few good matches against each other as well. Oh, mm. yeah. And the brothers in um, in MCW, who they always wrestle. Was it Nat- no, what's their name? Natural Classics. Natural yeah. Classics. Cra- Cracker Jack Deep Dive? <laughs> What's well, it, Jack and Gore? Jack Bonza, he's another one, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's apparently real. Yeah, it could be that. Uns- <laughs> Unsocial Jordan, there's another one. That's, I, I will never not like that name. That is a great name. I, 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 I always used to laugh at the tag, tag team, what were they called? Back pain. Mm. <laughs> 
which was always a good one. And I think on on a PWA like Academy show back pain. You could do some yeah, good like cross promotion. Get them on like those adverts that used to be on ROH TV or you like know, the Volta Volta roller fucking uh, air, def- <laughs> air defenders. That Stephen New fella. You're still doing that. You're in Volterol or Gunterol, as it's known now. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, you're in Melbourne. Neighbours is coming back onto Amazon. Why haven't you got like some sort of Robinson Ramsey style feud going on there? Because that shit writes itself. Like, it really is. Just basically steal 80 storylines from the. No, we don't want Paul Robinson back in wrestling. <laughs> Is he still going? Carl Schleck. He was in Ring of Honor, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> went to Noah. He's been in Noah, it? yeah, and then he's he's one of them guys who seems to disappear for a bit and then he'll appear and he's, meant to be people, be so he's all real right, world really? job stuff. He I was think. all right though, wasn't he? I, I yeah, he's, seen yeah, he's, he's probably like the he's probably the nearest to being like a, an American style wrestler. Yeah, that's really. why I probably liked him then. <laughs> He's, he's got a great nickname for your, you as well, Matt. He's called The Business. Oh, is he always on? I guess. And he's, he's, you'd love him, Matty, because he it looks like he carries himself as a proper... Oh, yeah, he's sunglasses and a leather jacket, wasn't he? He's, he's like the Caldis in Australia. Yeah. You see pictures of him in full suit and, like, got somebody carrying his bags for him and stuff like that a lot of the time. Oh, see. he sees, yeah. I, remember, I do remember him. I do. Yeah, oh, anyway, how many t-shirts he sells. That, that stuff. <laughs> All right, come on, Ben. All right, serious Aussie grabs analysis. We can save that for uh, for calls uh, five to one. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to the proper stuff. Questions here, Dan. As for Matty's top five, oh, only five, and that, I know it's my fucking fourteen. This book. Come well, on, any Dan, new you... well, Anyone else help me? A hybrid fairy. Yeah, hybrid, one, hybrid, hybrid fairy by Linkin Park. That's chocolate one. starfish. Is in the top five. I like Mm. issues by corn. That that's Mm. my best one of them issues. There's three. Um, See, I don't want the classes new metal. Uh, System of anything by system of system of a down. The first one in it. Toxicity is the big one though, and yeah, big album. But I I class anything Kerrang as new metal. So I love OPM Menace to Sobriety. I loved it. No, Heaven is a half pipe. Yeah, a lot of anyone remember. I love it's that album. Yeah, you'd, like, you'd like that. It's quite like a stoner album. It's a good album. Like you'd actually enjoy that one. It's good. It's a good album. Um, what else is the... Obviously, Meteora as well. Lincoln Park, the first two Lincoln yeah. Parks are untouchable for me. Five, five. Mike Spen in the year double XL. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liam said, "Here, Gareth's gone here. New, no new metal, for Gareth." <laughs> <laughs> What's yours, Liam? Infest, great shout. Yeah, yeah. great shout. Slipknot ones, mm, probably the first one. If I had to pick one of them, Chris Elliott's with the OPM album. That's like the that. one with wait. Is it wait and bleed on? Wait Matthew? and bleed, spit it out, yeah. and all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like you know. No, I like nothing by Nickelback. They're, they're like the death of new metal, aren't they? Yeah, they they, they lump into it because they were on Kerrang and stuff, but they're like post-grunge, yeah. aren't they, and stuff like yeah. that. So I do like Silver Side up, though. I don't mind Nickelback. I know they get a lot of hate, but I, I don't mind them. They're all right. Um, that's it. I'd give five, haven't I, there, boys? 
Yeah. So yeah. a guy going to be top 50 or top Did 50? Did Gareth come back at the talk of Knuckleback then? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to spit at Matty for using the words Knuckleback and Grunge in the same sentence. I said post Grunge and it wasn't being able to. I know you said post, but like. I'm a Grunge guy, Gareth. Like yourself, you know me. I'm, 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 I'm a... See, Liam, and I love Liam because I knew he'd come in with Deftones and the proper stuff. You know what I mean? I'm more the. I know Deftones are like big and commercial, but I'm more Linkin Park. Liam will. Jane's Addiction. Are they in there for new metal? They're not really new metal, but no, they're no. the Kerrang stuff, aren't they? they yeah, all that I media. always count Kerrang as more the new metal, like sort of era. But yeah. as it's gone on over the years, it has gone like down the more poppy route. And it's punk pop. I never got into all that like, newfound yeah. glory. Some, for, some forty-one yeah. and bowling for soup and Spine shank, brilliant. See, like new, new metal for me was because I was always a grunge guy. Like so, like new metal was just something we laughed at. And then like Gareth, no offense, but as I've got older, I've, yeah. I've like appreciated some of it more. But when it, like. When it was first all coming out, then early two thousands, it was. Just you would like... have been watching twer- Well, I would. I'm in right in school year ten when yeah, it come out yeah. fourteen, fifteen. So I'm like, give me more, give me. More. I just. I mean? It was like you were like listening to like Papa Roach and laughing your head off at how bad it yeah. was, like it was right. how, how lame it was. But like, well, there's there's like now I'll go back and I'll listen to it. And I can appreciate it now. Not as but bad. Then, yeah, but yeah. then as a thing, you were just like you were just naturally rejecting it because it was just like. Not grunge. Mm. Well, that was a, that was the thing. A lot of new metal tunes, as well, especially for me, I got into through wrestling. Oh, so, it went hand in hand. Once I heard once I heard a tune on the wrestling, I go and buy the album just for yeah. one song totally. from like from like uh, music hey, seen, or Andy's yeah. records. Mate, bodies, bodies. bodies yeah. The first round and pool album. Whoever yeah. I was speaking to last week out because I, I can't remember. I wasn't even that drunk. Whoever agreed with me on that was it you? It wasn't you, Gareth? Was it? Was it you? It might have been that, but just through the UFC. That was like mm. a UFC song, wasn't it? Who was it? Who Dr- agreed with me? Pool body. It was the main man, Bashir. It was. It was Bashir. Yeah. He, 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 he loves that mm. first down and pool album. It was. It was. It was the ECW theme during the invasion, weren't it? Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, but they had like other songs. Tear away was the WrestleMania 18 track and Sinner. Was the when Chris Jericho won the undisputed title, the, the Vengeance pay per view? They always had pay per view themes. Yeah, and in Amby Saliva, how many songs you want off them? Off the wrestling, yeah. they were fucking Lady, ladies and gentlemen. That was a cracking theme of theirs. Right. It all, it always used to be the old like Woods Golf, mate. I would, I would say that ladies and gentlemen tune was the um, always the opening theme for mm. um, Southside Wrestling when they were in, in Sheffield. Play is what like the it? big, that's a great tune. Four yeah. or five minute opener and then start the show. It, oh, it, was, it was the track that came on, I want to say, for Tiger Woods 2003 or 2004. So I was yeah. playing against it all night and just thinking, this is the least golf song. Yeah, oh, yeah, purely though, JP. Is this <laughs> bit of jazz on I a shot like golf? <laughs> well, playing with my creator pro character, who is just yeah. like enormous, playing Happy on these wacky golf courses. <laughs> oh, no, you're hitting it. It's like somebody's somebody's put a green on top of like an individual cliff set out in the ocean. It's like, how the fuck is he going to get there? Is he going to like what scale down a, off a helicopter or something in order to get to two putt it in? It was ridiculous, mm. but a cracking tune. <laughs> yeah, Tony Hawk's is always the game that people bring up for uh, stuff like that. As having the like that was my introduction to a lot of punk, but also a lot of new metal and stuff. But I couldn't she go further. Like Limp Bizkit. 
Yeah, I didn't mm. do the pop punk then. Even the like, obviously Blink were big when like Kerrang was oh. popping and that. But I mm. never done all them. New Found Glory, Some Forty One. That's when I started stopping listening to music all that. When it was like new metal and pop punk and <laughs> stuff. Your that, that, me. that was that was when I got <laughs> that was when I got stuck in like old music. And, like, yeah, like. It, it was only, like probably ten years ago that I got pulled out and started like listening to new music where you had like you know more sort of alternative and like punk you know proper punk bands and things coming out and stuff. But that whole time period of pop punk. You're like John Peel these days, Gareth Neal and all the new stuff. Uh, I don't, don't don't call me a don't call me a dead nonce. <laughs> <laughs> It's well, the only I have Barry Norman in there, and that's Phil. Yeah. I couldn't think of a music like <laughs> nah, John Peel's a music one. Is 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 untouchable is untouchable though, isn't he? He's a nonce, but he's un, but like still the John Peel stage at Glastonbury and Oh yeah, he married someone no she was like 14 or something, or like oh, oh, right. you know, we've seen someone like you know. What about uh, what's his name? Oh, who's the one who oh, the Manchester guy or Dundee? My fucking memory shocking. We're just out in nonsense here, just people like we are on. No, the he's not a nonce. He's, he's behind Manchester and the Yugan Islands. Tony Wilson. Tony Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Would that be a better shout? I didn't know he was a nonce. Fucking hell. No, no. he's not. I was on a TV, I was on a TV show with, uh, with, hosted by Tony Wilson about Smack My Bitch Up by The Prodigy. Um, was he, yeah? I, I had my hand up for the whole program, and his my point that I was going to make that he never came to was the point that he used to sum up the whole program. I was like, "Look at all Tony, I could have done you there in one minute." Like, that's not really Tony Wilson, is it? I would say, I would say that. So, what's it, Smack the bitch up? They had to show that after twelve o'clock, didn't they? That's the one one, oh, one yeah. of the videos that they had to show after, literally mm. after midnight. Um, who's it as well? Booty call by All Saints. Rock DJ was also another one. That was a Rock big one. Oh, yeah. There was a PG version of Rock DJ, wasn't there? Um, yeah. Mm, I remember that. It was like Hellraiser, where they take the skin off, weren't it? And he, he looked like mm. Hell, like when they take the fucking skin off them. Yeah. We've gone on to Robbie Williams now, new metal. We have. <laughs> Robbie Williams, my hero, my Although, hero. Robbie Williams, has anyone seen Robbie Williams' version of Rolling? It's been going around on Twitter at a live concert. Has anyone ever seen it? I've, I've, ne I've, ne I've never seen him do it live. The, it's one wild. Of the worst, one, one of the worst things I've seen him do live was Rude Box. Oh, not, not, not even that. Doing, um, what's it, Angels Live and his actual throat. He... he his voice had gone, so he'd just do the and through it. Oh, he's always done oh, that. Oh, made a career crowd. off that. Yeah, career Andy off that. Yeah, seventy bloody quid for that at the um, at Man City's ground. That like fucking hell, Robbie, you're phoning it in here. Yeah. The, wor <laughs> the worst time though was when he um, not yeah. not for bad singing, but when you know, like when take that comeback, mm. it was basically the Robbie Williams show because. Because he was like the support act as well, so you just yeah. had a full Robbie Williams show beforehand, and then oh god, he's doing his bits in the actual full take that show, proper doing it. It was like Hogan, uh, yeah, <laughs> over yeah. over Warrior, like uh, Gary he went Barlow from being like Gary Barlow was the lead singer, and the and there was the others, and he was one of the others to being yeah. like lead vocals with with 
with it. I know too much about this. I listened to that yeah. album a few times with Gary Barlow on the air. In most of those albums, I liked yeah. Box. Yeah. I did like that at the time. Oh, it's, shit, it's, shit. Box, yeah. it's a shit song, but if you're bladdered and, and it comes on, it's a fucking yeah. classic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at this point, Benno is going to be taking a, a, a cheeky little well-earned break on here but we have got some we've got some questions here we're, we're gonna crack on to you see the seamless stuff Is there, it that, was that, was, that was very well organized and it really was wasn't it very carefully it's just, done it's just a bit where we start out in the nonsense while Benno's not here it is basically <laughs> yeah we just start to go through a list Andy, you want to start, Andy? Jim Smallman oh yeah um <laughs> hey I don't I don't want to but, call anyone out because no. I've been I, I've said enough for 2022 I've been cancelled oh, enough okay well let's Got not get me. into any territory that's going to cost me And here hours. is Liam as well Oh here he is here he is, is. Hey, man. Here he is. mate I am loving this I saw the bat signal come up Yes <laughs> hey Liam well hello, we... hello everybody merry christmas that's yes, all the best lad. God bless you Liam we've got first question on it but one from James any non wrestling Films, music, games, TV shows that you're looking forward to. Well, should we go down, JP? We'll go down yeah. them all. Go yeah. films first, then go on. You okay. Start. Films, I'm. I don't know if it's out next year. Um, there's part of me. To, well, I'm going to say Iron Claw because it could be a wrestling film that gets genuine critical praise. And I'm always convinced that the way that wrestling can kind of become much more meaningful is to have some actual decent films made about it, rather like The Wrestler, which WWE never sort of capitalised on. But I've got a funny feeling in this that it is going to be something good because it's by a serious director. And I think it's it's that kind of Zac Efron. They love those kind of slight redemption tales in Hollywood of him taking on this kind of big role as, as Kevin Von Erich. So, yeah, I'm going to say Iron Claw. Here's me set thinking you're gonna say Barbie, JP. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say June part two, but I don't know if that's coming out next year. I think it is. I think I think June coming out next year. Yeah, it's a come on. I'm buzzing for that. What about you, Liam? Well, we've come a fell out of order here, haven't we? Mm. Oh, we'll go up that. We're doing a clockwise. We'll go up the Gwen Liam. You go okay. next. Yeah, we'll go to Gareth. We'll do it as a snake, and, won't we? Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, go on. Absol- absolute amateur hour here. This um, <laughs> f- uh, film wise, um, isn't there a new Wonka film coming out next year? Yes, there is. They were filming it in Oxford. People <laughs> losing their shit here. <laughs> Fucking up. And they went, they went down the alley that I normally go for it. And it was like, oh, you bastard, Chamolet. Well, you normally go for a Wonka bar. (laughs) (laughs) I made it sound like that, didn't it? The whistle was unnecessary. Um, But yeah, it it has been made. I know they filmed a load of it in Oxford. It's come up here, boys. Let's have a look. It is coming out out in December next year. Film-wise, what I saw the trailer for this week, which I'm interested in out of curiosity more than anything else is that super mario brothers film yeah yeah bob oskins who's <laughs> <laughs> playing mario and louise and, is and, it and, uh is it chris evans or is it chris hemsworth i was getting mixed up chris pratt is it chris pratt you really have to mix up don't you like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a chris <laughs> There's so many of them. There's so many of them. Chris Hero. <laughs> yeah. Now, the Mario one looks one. It looks intriguing. I mean, you know, and, and people can kind of be dismissive of it. I've seen those suit Sonic the Hedgehog films. I've seen a lot worse than those. 
Like within that kind of scheme of things, if you're going in with the lowest expectations and just being, I'm basically being made to watch this, and you go, I've, I've wasted two hours. It's not Moshi Monsters, the film, which was Jesus. I felt like Malcolm McDowell in Clockwork Orange. Um, for that one. We'll go to you next, Gareth. 2023 year in film. I can honestly say that I had no idea about any film that was coming out next year. So I just Googled films that are coming out next year. And apparently there's The Expendables Part 4 coming out. Yeah. Oh, have you seen that, Michelle? Yeah. Star, starring Sylvester Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, and myself, um, apparently. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, get in there, guys. <laughs> get that extra dollar line. <laughs> what about you, Cole? Um, the, the two I've seen trailers for that both look all right, there's the Oppenheimer's coming out. I think that's next summer, yeah. and then that's a bit of a big blockbuster yeah. next summer. And then also, the, there's a new Fast and Furious, isn't there? Which I'm sure Benno will be using his pants over. Fucking already has. Fast X, yeah. Point. Fast X card. That's, that's sometime next year, isn't it? But yeah, other than that, I think the this the second part of the June, and there's Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the final of the trilogy yeah. of Guardians of the Galaxy next year as well. So I think that'll be a, a good way of ending the story of them space hog in the trailer in the media it's like i hadn't heard that song i hadn't heard that song in a deep long time that's that's what that them other two films are the two that have used music best i think in the marvel like world like i know it's a lot of 80s and stuff like that in it so they've used i think they're trying to drag songs the same as um stranger things did they've dragged a lot of songs back into the into the conscious of a lot of people. I think that'll do the same as well. Yeah. Like when the first one came out and there was everybody was going mad for the mixtape that he plays in that all the time, weren't they? And I think it'll be very similar in this one as well. But yeah, it loads should of be kids. A- there are loads of kids who look at that like soundtrack, like this piece of nostalgia, don't really yeah. know anything about the songs person. They don't need to, do they? And they just sort of like they if you stick it on in a car, they'll know they'll be singing the song from the beginning of the first Guardians of the Galaxy and the yeah. rest of it. What about you, Matty? Well, I've just looked there. It's it's Sequel City, so uh, that intrigues me. And John Wick 4, I look forward to that. And Creed 3, they're the two that stood out Ooh. to me there, like, so don't mind them. So Isn't isn't there, like, a new dark Winnie the Pooh coming out? That looks like a horror that, movie. Yeah. Uh, that, is that not out? Because I've seen the trailer. No, it looks it's fucking scary. Yeah, Winnie the that. Pooh, Blood and Honey, it's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it is, it's probably like the uh, Banana Splits movie where they turn into like horror characters and it, yeah. that's got Nicolas Cage in. Cracking film. <laughs> it looks bananas, that like. It looks fucking nuts. They're making a, they're making a horror version of Peter Pan as well, aren't they? No, that's is this, the, is this the new yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, because they're all going into public domain so they can do what they want with them, can't they? Ah, yeah, no, yeah, they yeah. yeah. Now, so they can't stop. So the guy that's doing the Winnie the Pooh ones on about doing Bambi as well. They're going to oh, make it real people. That's sad. That's dark enough as it is, isn't it, Bambi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> weird. The weird. See the eggs like... Does the hunter r- run over Bambi's mother as well, just beforehand, just to make sure of it? Smashes her head in and all that, and then... yeah. <laughs> it's like we've gone. Wolf... It's like we've gone like sort of full Wolf Creek. Does uh, does Bambi there? For that one um how about you andy uh films for next year um probably myself um spider-man into the spider-verse um it's like the sequel yeah. uh i'm probably i'm looking forward to that one yeah just looking at that what you know you mentioned wonka why yeah. the fuck uh, why the fuck again 
because they ruined it doing a seat like a, a remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with that cunt Johnny Depp. <laughs> rubbish, absolute rubbish. Just leave it alone. Gene Wilder is the only one. Why bother doing it? Money and IP, mate. <laughs> that's probably that's probably the thing in it. Just come I mean, on, why do we need that? And also, Fast and Furious Ten. What they're gonna do now? They've already done space. Is he gonna just just time travel? They'll go back to the dinosaurs. That's a shout. He could do that. Called, he yeah. could do time travel. Honestly, <laughs> that is for the future or something. That's a shout. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know what? I like, I like the Fast and Furious films just because you can leave your brain at the door and enjoy a couple Chris hours. And in the Gibson fighting off trying to outrun a dinosaur. In. <laughs> I've no, never yeah, seen what that, you know what? I've never seen a Fast and Furious film. I'm with you, Gareth. Never seen one. Ne- neither have I. Boys, you know what? They are like Ben was your main man for the choice of dealer's choices. Just that many of them that they are silly. They do get silly, of yeah. course. Like any film, you know, any <laughs> franchise gets fucking silly in the end, don't they? Would they would they ever serious? What you know what though, Liam? Not like Deadly or fucking, you know, like a fucking godfather or something, nothing like that. But like, there's a there's a good meaning to the first couple, you know what I mean? And yeah, then you just get fucking well, it's more stunts, isn't it? Yeah. How, how do they end up in space? What the fuck's all that about? Like that's where it gets silly. I that's saw where that like what, what like it's just like oh, I thought even it's just so convoluted, <laughs> no. Carl. It's like you can't even yeah. explain. I mean just in order to come back from the old ones because you forget this way, Ben. again, I'll explain it better than me. Like, number three is set like after, like, oh, number what a, oh, six, what seven, eight. It's like a Star Wars type, you know what I mean? It's sort of like that. So, it, it, it's sort of the thing is, the franchise picked up when The Rock came in, and they had two or three good ones, and then it. When you go into like Odds and Shaw's, one of the worst films going, absolute bollocks. Not your finest hour there, Gareth. That one, absolute bollocks. <laughs> Jason Statham's in it, mate. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, you're better than that. You're better Odds than that. Odds and Shaw, terrible. <laughs> um, just to just to try and move move the question on, I'm going to open up sort of music, games, and yeah. TV shows. Kind of like open up. Um, these I couldn't tell you any music. It's coming no, out. Metallica's got a new Metallica's got a new album out next year, mate. Oh yeah, I'll get yeah, give that a listen. Definitely. Is it is it the greatest hits of Metallica? The best of Metallica. Cracking album. It's not, but I think the last two albums are. Uh, I don't Did know. you like Hardwired, Gareth? Was it? I think Hardwired's good. I think Death Magnetic's good. I think they're. I don't know. People just assume that it's not uh, not good because it's new, but I think both of them are good. Santanga Man, Gareth, you enjoy that? No, I like that. I do like it, you know. I I love some kind of monster that accompanies it. That's an amazing film, but it accompanies (laughs) a terrible album. What about that record with Lou Reed? Do you like that? (laughs) (laughs) Lulu or whatever it's called. (laughs) I'll tell you what there is as well. This Smashing Pumpkins have got a rock rock opera album out this year that I'm looking forward to purely to mock 
because like <laughs> I'm a big Pumpkins fan from back in the day, but there's no way it's going to be good. It's so, time is doing a guest vocal on it. <laughs> is it. Isn't this like a triple album or something? It is, it is. Fuck oh, Jesus. Has, has anyone got any games I want to mention? No. AEW, I'm sure he's got them I, on. I, I was going to say, I will play Fight Forever. When, when's it actually coming out, that game? Yeah, because yeah, it's on December 31st, but... Yeah. Who fucking knows? It's, it, this is the problem. <laughs> you don't, you shouldn't, they shouldn't be in the position of promising anything until the game is done. Because the one thing they need is the momentum of a, releasing a, a game that isn't buggy. That's the whole thing they oh. need, to, that, that it all hinges upon. Because if they release something and it's not ready... They're fucked. They're so they're better off pushing it back forever long. But you're talking about an investment for a company with, you know, they've got income streams, but you're talking 20, well, probably about 30 million <laughs> development costs. Any profits they would have made this year is completely wiped up in this game. There is a lot riding on it for them. Isn't next year the first year that. Um, EA and the FIFA, FIFA? like it's yeah. EA, yeah. EA or doing their own yeah. game, aren't they? Like I'm looking forward to that because it's just basically been in stasis, hasn't it? For a it's few like years. the old uh, ISS Pro Evo FIFA but Carl, days, isn't it? Do you know the AEW thing. game? Isn't that? Didn't they say that the never there's never going to be a sequel because you're literally just going <laughs> to add on twenty four. You're just going to add on. Yeah, it's going to be like Yeah, it's just going to be a long game comes out, and then I think it's just downloads after that, and it's yeah, not, you yeah. can just build onto yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, TV shows. There's a couple of there that have already been mentioned. I, I want to give, just give a shout out for Happy Valley, which yeah, I love. I was going to say that as well. Yeah. Happy Valley on New Year's Day and the Last of Us TV series. Oh, Luther's back as well. I seen uh, Idris Elba's yeah. tweet the other day. Looking forward to Luther. I like that. There, there, must be, there must be the next Succession next year. Yeah, surely. Succession. Yeah. I was going to say, new Succession, new Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, um, Barry. Brilliant. Does anybody watch Barry? Yeah, I watched, I watched yeah, the new, first new series two of series of Barry. Yeah, really good. I mean, I think that's the thing about where we are with with popular culture now, it's it's TVs. That's where the, the kind of more interesting long form. The Netflix are films are shite, JP, aren't they? The shit, most for the most part. They are. The, the 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 next football documentary where about one or two managers get sacked in a season. With every every football like club documentary that they show on like hmm. Netflix, Amazon, someone's going to get sacked. And generally, it's a Salford City documentary on Sky Sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, going to go on, go on, go on to your Jeff here, Andy. As yes. the dance is on, oh, what this would your player nicknames be, and what music would you walk out to? Well, um, it, it, I know he were on about this on um, on Boxing Day when he was asking. Um, he, he said Matty would definitely be the business coming to let's get down, <laughs> let's get down the business. What a tune that was for the World Cup just before the world, uh, just before the actual start of the game. Yeah, yeah, what a tune. Um, he said, he said, um, you JP, you'd have to come down to like only fills and horses music, like I think it will do. Yeah, some sort of yeah. Del Boy style reference for it on that. Uh, Ga Ga Gareth of the Cumbria National Anthem, because that's all you're singing <laughs> at the Western Show. <laughs> what do I come down to, Andy? UB40 or something? 
I was going to say, who are you The theme music to Brum. I'll give you something from this special. That's Coventry and the Iron Evan now. It's Midlands. It's all the same. Okay. Shocking. What about, what about for Scunthorpe? That's what I'm thinking here. Oh, don't. We're having a bad enough time as it is. As well, Iron, I was going to say Iron Man would have been a... Iron a Man. <laughs> Just for the irons. Um, Don here asks, I went to one progress show this year, but only because there was an offer on to get in cheap and it included a free pint. Oh, what bribe would they have to offer you before you'd go? Um, ownership of the company for free. <laughs> so you can book a wrestling company. Get what? some good fly-ins for me. Just get some what? good so wrestlers. In the ring and give you a bag of stones as you walk in. <laughs> Are we going to go the full Piers Morgan treatment? Well, right? well, well in, all honesty, in all honesty, I did go to a progress show this year. And the reason I went is because some host of a podcast picked my name out of a raffle in Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioning no names. He can't even defend him. Where is he? <laughs> I was going to say, do I have to give an answer here because I'm bad? Um, <laughs> Which is the most fucking ridiculous thing in the world. Um, to, to be honest, what what made me go? Um, if there was someone decent on the card who I've not seen before, like an import. That's yeah. got to be an import. Who's the import, Andy, that would get you that? Um, hmm. It's probably tough. Really, because the thing is, TNT's probably bought him. Um, I don't know. It's someone would you not need a couple? It couldn't just be one. I need a couple to to be honest. I've actually bought my first ticket for a Brit Rest show for next year today, and it's PCW Roll to Glory, who've got about eight imports on already, including Sugar Gunterson again. I think I'm going to go to that purely on the basis that there's four lads on there who are flyers who I've never. Seen before? Who so are the flyers? Who's taking important on this? So he's got Sugar Dunkerton, um, someone called Jaden Newman, uh, Adam Big Prince, who's one from Action Wrestling, and, and he's got a few more from like America. He's got Franco Vargas back over, and yeah, he's got, no, he's got a good track record though. Ask me Flutter though when it comes to yeah. people that you've never fucking heard of and then rocking up on a PCW show. Like you saw Top Flight in Lancaster, didn't you? And I know that yeah. I know you said they were shite, but like you saw them in Lancaster before they were on AWT TV, like not that long before, really, was it? You you could tell who was a good one then. It was Dante Martin, the other one's fucking dreadful. <laughs> I, rem- I remember our Jeff saying. Fuck me, these lads are not so good, are they? And this was a cold night in a Lancaster pub. Uh, watching top fly, but I mean, yeah. Now, now we progress. It needs it needs to be a couple of imports. Who yeah, need to bring me in. Vikingo, as Chris Platt mentioned yes. in the chat, it have to be someone on a level of how often am I going to get to see this guy? Like, yeah. it can't be someone who's routinely over here. Or like, and it has to be a combination of a few people that I and feel like at least two, three matches are going to deliver. Yeah, got to be money, and it got to. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to London for anyone like anymore. But if, yeah. if, if they've got it on Manchester, 
they could, they I could think get me in the building in Manchester. Manchester. They could get me Manchester in the building Birmingham. in Manchester, but not in London anymore. Uh, uh, steady, I think, steady. I think, I, think, I think that's the case with a lot of British wrestling at the moment, JP, that it needs to be someone different, someone yep. exciting to actually get even me through the door, or even our Jeff. Like I mentioned to our Jeff, like, oh, Future's, Future Shot's got like a free show weekend in March. He's like, fuck that shit. Whereas even like a year ago, we would have been like all over it. Now we're just like, we just want something different. Yeah. Well, as bad, as bad as the UK indies are on the whole, it kind of goes without saying how bad US indies are because I can't yeah. think of an import I want to see. That hasn't yeah. already been over, or yeah, one everyone's to see been come over. over. Same people who come over, you're right, yeah. Well, nobody, nobody's co- nobody's come through that you think I really want to see them. This, this is a controversial take, I think, but I think AEW killed the Indies yeah. as much as I was like, about yeah, to say that. You signed everyone up. I was going to say as well, like um, especially with like TNT. Now they've done the GCW show in September. It had a, you know. Good reviews, apart from Gareth, obviously. Uh, but um, they're bringing over, like... They're doing another GCW show next year in September, but they're still bringing over Effie in January, um, Ali Catch in February. They're bringing a lot of the GCW people over even early in the year. So when they come to September, do they feel special again? Nope. They just feel like another... Import. I'm quite looking forward to the, um, you know, the rise ICW. Yeah. Because the yeah. there's yeah, a lot of people. What, yeah, there's a lot of like, like Brandon Kirk and people like that that they're bringing over that you don't really see. Like even TNT or at least brought a lot of the people over that they're bringing over. And I think that'll be interesting. I know they're saying they sold out most of the shows, but it's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is to that. It's four shows over the weekend. I think that'll be a big one for whether anything like that happens in the future. Yeah. Mm. There's a few names on that that I like. Obviously, there's Tremont and people like that, but then there's Brandon Kirk. I'm just looking on their Facebook now. There's like Brandon Kirk, Akira's coming over to do the pit. Danny Demanto in it. Yeah, Demanto, Demanto. Just looking through the thing now. There's a few like random names. Casey Kirk, who's like one of the, the female deathmatch wrestlers. Like, there's a few people like that that are random enough that aren't going to get booked anywhere else that might get mm. people there because of who they are. But like progress on that, they're just going to bring over the same, like say like Janella or somebody like that, or a, a handful of GCW people. But the only, to me, the only other person that would get anybody likes a Benno and that would be like Nick Gage or somebody, but it's never going to happen. No. Well, but the thing is, I think his, um, his conviction's up quite yeah. soon. It's this year, I think, or next year, yeah. I think. Isn't it? So, yeah. So he won that one tour, wouldn't he? I've heard talk of the the think there's obviously it'll probably be TNT, but people are trying to look at getting him over here, like not either next year or the year after. But will he still be fit to do it? You know, yeah. like in a year's time or whenever it will like Yeah, it, it's it's a really. Tr- I mean, for the, given the amount of people, I mean, you mentioned about AEW. I think the thing that would actually draw people. Is just whether God, even if Bear Country fucking turned up, I'm sure that there would be people thinking, "Oh, Bear Country!" I remember seeing them on AEW TV, and it's it's them being able to do those kind of tours. 
people who are within that system who they could just be going just be basically a brand ambassador if Go they there. see like um, the acclaimed or somebody over there you you send the acclaimed and like a Takeshi or something like that over to do ref pro like you sell it that sells out yeah, but you say this though, and I, I have a question about this. It's like someone like Will Ospreay, who had an exposure in AEW, is like one of the biggest names in New Japan at the moment. Mm. How many more is he getting through the door for Rev Pro than yes. the Rev Pro brand is getting? I don't think it's that much many. That's that much more. I think people are going to see Rev Pro. The, to me, the, from what I see of their shows now, they seem to have hit a bit of a. Plateau, not, yeah. Not so much the roadblock, but yeah, they've got to a level and that's it now. They're not really pushing it, but I don't know if that's to do with AEW and stuff like that, or if it's... Um, oh, maybe. Hello, William. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Hey, Will. Hello. <laughs> Kingpin himself. <laughs> this is a beard, by the way, Matty. All right. Ooh. I don't know we're in a contest, Will. <laughs> 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 Just finished Santa duties. Yeah, he's not allowed near kids, is he? <laughs> hey, I'm, go? I'm, I've got my DBS check. That means I'm all okay, apparently. <laughs> No, 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 that's what Benno would always tell us. But I, 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 I love the way when Will comes on, always within one second, so there's a big cloud of smoke. It's like stars in their eyes. <laughs> Here he is. And also about 10 live viewers seem to leave. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Eight-way going on here, mate. Pure eight-way. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we're in the last hour or so. Might as well just let it go. Yeah, it is what it is. I saved Karen from this bit. Yeah. I'm, offend- I'm, I'm offended. <laughs> What's happening anyway, Will? What's going on? Oh, I've actually got a cold, <laughs> which is why I'm smoking cigars and drinking bourbon, and I've got to work tomorrow. And I did go to bed. After I was the only one of our chat... To express sympathy, sympathy for the fact that the hot takes were coming out the other end uh, yesterday. Um, <laughs> I said, Benno, I'm not feeling very well. I've got, I've got to work tomorrow. Can I, can I, can I come in early? They just ignored me. And then I got something <laughs> doing work on my day off. So here I am at uh, quarter, quarter midnight. Still early by my book, Will. Gareth, this is brekkie time for Benno, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Will, it, it, it's just cracked up in a pack of Belvitas, Matty. Can you keep them in the fridge as well? Are they in the fridge as well, yeah? Yeah, don't be surprised, Carl. Well, on that note, we have entered the cooling hours, and therefore, it is the end of the public version of this podcast. Uh, you can get uh, the extended edition uh, with a couple of extra hours over at patreon.com slash grapple free for all. Um, so if you just go over there uh, to the main grapple Patreon page, you should be able to hit play on the uh, the longer version of this episode. There'll be a timestamp there to tell you where the uh, the public uh, main feed one uh, cut off. We've got to cut off at, uh, at some point. Our overloads at, at Red Circle will only allow so much, or only allow so much uh, Will Cooling. But yeah, check us out over there or over on the YouTube page. Uh, the full video uh, of this entire stream will still be available there, free for all. But yeah, on that, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Join us 
on the other side. But if that's enough for you, or it isn't, have a great new year, everyone. I'll see you again soon. There's so many elephants in the room. I am working here without a contract. I'm not even on payroll anymore. I'm working here on a handshake deal. Cody Rhodes has left AEW. Shane McMahon is gone. Is this a full-on invasion? I just became the new owner of Ring of Honor. If you want Stone Cold Steve Austin to compete in a match tonight and get your second, give me a hell yeah. Dusty's own baby boy, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Are you kidding me? Like you're making this sound like this is life or death. What is going on? He goes, you're in heart failure. I never wanted to be your father. I never wanted to be your father figure. You have a father, but your father's dead. You talk a big game about workers' rights, yeah? Well, you've shown the exact opposite since you've gotten here. It's okay, here's the bad news. The bad news is I'm injured and I need surgery. Look at me, Tony. I want you to fire me. You fucking mark! On June 26th, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling present Forbidden Door. WWE founder Vince McMahon has stepped away from wrestling as the board of the company investigates a $3 million payment made to a former employee with whom he allegedly had an affair. $7.5 million is a lot of money, and the claims were very bad. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. Logan Paul taking selfies, running a video! Well, this is one way to test Sami Zayn's loyalty. Send him into the ring to team with the one member of the bloodline that he hasn't been able to get along with. So if you will show up at All Out, I am willing to swallow a very bitter pill for the sake of the fans. Why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target and they spread lies and bullshit. Happy birthday to JP. NXT UK is dead, everyone. <laughs> Has anybody checked on the Queen? Chin up, son, chin up.